Joshy, you know how we do. Let's yes, hit sir. this count off, right? Let's get it. Let's do it, baby. Ready? Three, two, one. Good, my friends. Welcome back to the Flash Brothers podcast. Welcome. Welcome, Joshy and I. My name is Sam, and I'll be your host for today's show, joined as always by my brother, beautiful brother, roommate, dear friend, Joshy. What's good, everybody? What's good, bro? How we doing? Oh, the Bon Meliotis. Yeah. Bring it down. What did we call that last time? The Flash Uh, Dab? Yeah, Flash Dab? Flash Dab? I don't think we did, but I like that. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, Flash Dab. Do Do you call it Dab? Dab? It's dap. Dap? You dap someone up. That's crazy. Shut You're throwing some bees up. around, man. Shut That's crazy. the front door, brother. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, you dap someone up. Okay, I'll, I will D-A-P. be straight up. Be honest. honest with you. Be honest. I have said out loud dab, dab and thought it was dab for the entire four years it's that the, I've lived it's, here. That's so funny because it's not like wrong. No one would call you out on that. But like... It's a technically it's it's a dap up. Dap. You're dapping someone what, up. What's it from? What's I have the, no idea. No idea. No. Clue. You just know it's dap. Yeah, you just dap people up. Okay. No dap me. Okay. Up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. like this a, is something that I teach people at yeah. my bar because oh, no they way. don't. They're not really around. Like I learned yeah. the Dutch Bros. Right. I and might look like into the origin Gen of that. Z. That's so interesting. Yeah, check it out because I and I've always introduced it as dap, and I'm like, yo, dab me up. Which, you're right, no one would even call out because it's almost like I'm dampening the sound, but I feel like you just, you heard it right here. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking so, it up. I, I'm, uh, yeah, you, you fact-checked yeah. that. Let's keep this trend going. Today marks season two, episode 28 of the Flash Bros Podcast. We're recording today is Wednesday, January 28th, which notoriously... And infamously is the last day of February, except for Ooh, this year this and every year. every four years. Every four years, because it's leap year, that's baby. That's right, baby. So, yeah, exciting announcement. We talked about it a little bit on pregame. Yes. That's what we just wrapped up before we did. We got to the show. Yes, we did. Uh, if you want to check that out, that is all in the wheelhouse of our Patreon page, where we have our website. And that's you right. Can, and for Patreon sponsors yep. exclusively. Exclusive. So if you're interested, check that out. We'll give a plug in a sec here. I, I'd say also it's. Uh, so much fun. To, it's so much fun because it's it's genuinely it's like like we say on the pregame every time. It's uh, just like a VIP uh, lounge uh, lounge. Yes, that we just hang out. Absolutely, with. and uh, it's real talk. It's it's even something that we don't talk about on the cast. We Absolutely. talk about there. So if you're interested, hey. Always worth checking out. Always, Always worth checking worth. out. And as we kind of established even this last uh, episode, it's kind of just a big off topic. It's just real talk as a mini series between Joshy and I before Absolutely. we get diving into uh, all these passions and things that we love. That's about. right, baby. You know what I'm saying, Josh? So as we were saying in a pregame, like, uh, it's going to be posted tomorrow uh, as we have pregame on Thursdays. Yes. And that will be. On January 29th, Yikes. which is awesome because I, I, or I'm sorry, February, February 29th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like, uh, like that, that's, that's such a unique thing established like so early in the 
in where we're at the podcast and with yeah. that series, we're, that that's making history. Agree. You know? Yeah, we should Agree. call it like like Legacy Leap or something like that. Well, I like you know that. What I mean? Ooh, yeah, Come that kind of rings so quick. Hey, sometimes there's like a word bank that's just yeah. like floating back there. Yeah. You know? I do really like it. I'll, I will say I like it when like there's two words normally. Yes. And they almost sound like each other, or yeah. they they are in tandem with each other yeah. in some way. Like you yeah. just you recognize it, right? Right. And it was in English, but like from what you you hear what I'm saying. I right? do. I do. And I even do. like if the letters start with the same letter, if the words start with the same letter, that's what I'm getting at, right? Right. Joshi. Yes. Let's catch up my friend how are we doing well you said earlier yes and last night you were so excited to talk about games yes and what you've been playing so i'm very excited to hear what you got to say so um this week obviously i've been trying to save a lot of money yes and so i've been kind of trying to finish up games that i already have instead of investing money into games that i uh that have just come out essentially yes uh, and one of the one of Very the smart. biggest one of my favorite series of all time, and at this point, it is if there was announcement for a new game, it would probably be the most excited I'd be for a video game to come out. I'm not even making a joke right now. Okay. Uh, and that series is Half Life. Dude. So what the <laughs> dude? I was not predicting, or really just that. My is, mindset was not on this at all. That series, which the Half Life series includes Portal, because Definitely. they're in the same universe. Um, I exclusive. Yeah. You didn't know that in the same year. Yeah. No, I don't think I did. So in the, uh, the original portal, uh, you find out that the aperture laboratories is an, it it is, uh, an exact competitor in the universe of portal, uh, to black Mesa, which is the research facility that that uh, exists in half life, which is the catalyst to the whole story is an incident that happens at black Mesa. So aperture science wow, okay, is like okay. the like the uh, I don't fucking know like uh, it, I don't know PS Five versus Xbox sure right yeah, yeah so yeah. It, Apple it's versus Microsoft Apple, yeah exactly just like that okay okay um and but they're research facilities so they're trying to find and both research facilities are trying to find the access to portal technology that is furthering every single. Uh, thing that is researched in uh, for sure in aperture it, and I'm not gonna lie from the outside, especially from not really yeah. playing much Half Life. I've played yeah. Portal, yes. but it kind of has this like vibe for me of like a dystopian. The tech company rules the world yes. vibe because so, they, they develop the tech first. Yeah, right. So it it's not really like that at okay, all. Okay. The the events of Portal One take place in a, a year after the events of uh, the original Half-Life. Got it. And then Portal 2 takes place a ridiculous amount of years after the first one. Got it. Okay, uh, okay. Because of Chell, the main character, being put into cryostasis. And then at the beginning, you hear that like uh, there's like a voice incom that's like supposed to be like like super relaxing. Uh, but it's like, you have been asleep for, it'd normally be like 57 days, right? Something like that. <laughs> totally. But at the beginning, it's like, um, you have been asleep for nine, 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 nine. And it just gives like a ridiculous number of like 
Like, it's like we have no idea at wow. what point Portal 2 is supposed to take place because it's it's years and years in the future. Uh, the reason the Aperture does have that vibe of, like, the f- huge facility is because, I mean, it's all lore reasons, but it's essentially a removed uh, piece of the world because GLaDOS, the uh, uh, artificial intelligence yes. that was created to oversee all these tests... Uh, literally uh, flood the entire facility with neurotoxin, killing every single employee and continuing this need to have tests that are taking place because that's built into her code. She says it's like an itch that needs to be scratched. So she makes tests naturally and does for years and years on and only has one uh, person left. Uh, which is Chell. Yeah, the main character. Uh, So it's pretty removed, but even uh, in Half-Life 2, you see some pretty big, like... Points that talk about aperture, okay. Essentially, super interesting. I had no idea. That's really pretty interesting. pretty interesting, right? Yeah, so definitely. that whole series is one of my favorite gaming series to ever exist. Not just lore wise, but just the way it's played. Definitely. And they're two very different games. One's a puzzle game, and the other is almost this action adventure shooter. Um, but I don't think there's any other shooter you could play that is more fun than Half Life. It's just fun, and that's something that I almost forgot because. I finally beat uh, Half-Life 2. No two. way! So I'm done with the series. I'm actually not completely done with the series because... Alex, right? Alex is uh, is a game which I also started. And I'm uh, I'm two and a half hours in. And first off, let me, let me talk about Half-Life 2. Yeah. This game, I think I forgot because I put it down a minute ago. Because For I'm sure. like, I don't want it to be done. Uh, that's like one of the most fun games ever. Like, truthfully, in shooters, there's a lot of moments where I feel like the repetition of uh, move forward, crouch, shoot, move forward, crouch, it's almost like a hallway, right? (coughs) Bless you. (coughs) Oh, my man. The way that Half-Life structures it is complete open, free physics that you can, you know... Essentially, uh, you can tackle a solution in whatever way you want to. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that is incredible. That is a fucking, like, a feat of gaming to have a shooter that is consistently fun, consistently introducing new ways mm. to play the game. Uh, and it's just incredible. I beat it. Uh, and one of the biggest reasons I didn't want to was I didn't want it to be over, but I also Definitely. didn't want to be one of the people eternally waiting for half-life 3 and i get it 100 percent now i beat it it's left on this massive cliffhanger huge to a degree where i'm like that you didn't know until i I knew of it and i knew it was like okay after that we need half-life 3 but i didn't know all the specifics and i didn't really know what it was uh but i I'm now there. I'm literally like researching like is there any news of Half-Life 3? Is there some kind of like information coming out with Half-Life 3? Uh so far. Oh yeah. I mean there's not much, but uh because of Alex and because of everything that we learned from there, um it's it's huge. This game first off Alex, which I've been diving into, incredible. It's yeah. the best it's the best VR game ever made. I almost feel spoiled right now playing it because I was on the store the other night uh, looking for, like, another type of game like that. They're all so, 
like segmented or they're party games or they have some kind of thing to it. This is the first ever high budget, huge. I literally remember having a point. Uh, I mean, first off, it's one of those games where I'm almost acting with it. There was a part where I was riding in this in this car and I was like moving in real life to it because it's that immersive. I hell? literally, I just am. It's all VR, it. right? It's all VR. Yeah, okay. completely VR. You play from the perspective of the character Alex from okay. Half Life, and uh, it's like first off. Animations of people are incredible. The way the the everything looks is incredible. I uh, especially probably coming off of two, right? Absolutely, which I isn't mean, ugly. No, it's but not. It's but older. it's it's definitely older. Right. You absolutely can see that, and that's so funny you say that because uh, you start off in City Seventeen, which is where Alex lives and, mm. and where the whole game takes place. But you're it's this brand new shift of perspective because not only. Is this game a VR game? It's incredible looking. It looks amazing. I yeah. don't know how it's possible. I'm not even kidding. I don't know how someone could make a VR game this good. I don't see it as like something that will consistently happen. I don't see it as... It, it almost feels like this will forever be the greatest game. Unless something comes by and blows it, the physics are amazing. Mm. The... 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 the um, uh, I don't know the right word, but the the weapons and the 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 system in which you use everything is amazing. It is it has like that kind of collectible feeling of like uh, the original game, yeah, yeah. but it also is just terrifying. Also, because as playing as Gordon Freeman, you have your uh, 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 hazmat suit basically. Right, right. I don't know the exact. I forget what the HTV suit. HTV. Um, I believe so. Okay. Uh, yeah. HTV suit, and uh, you're kind of like a you're kind of a beast when you're there because it it neuralizes toxins like all these things right. You have a bunch of guns. In Alex, it's almost like playing as an average person in the world of Half Life, which is terrifying because the world of Half Life is filled with shit that no human should be able to survive. Right. And so, not only am I loving the shift of perspective. But the literally being able to walk through the the city seventeen and see all these things that I recognize from this game, it not only wants me wants there to be a Half Life three, so much more. But this whole perspective is an incredible shift that any fan of the game will automatically just love for what it is. And that's not even considering everything that it does as a game and yeah. as a VR game. So uh, I am oh, hooked. Man. That makes me feel I'm amazed. so uh, good. Honestly, like I can't believe how not from someone incredible. even from a Half Life fan yeah. or even like I don't even I have PSVR. We talked a little sure. bit about that on pregame. Sure. And <clears throat> nothing really in me is. I'm a very very big. This isn't just as a gamer. As a human being, for me. Ease of usability is huge. Yeah. So I, I, I even struggle with like bags and backpacks mm. because if it's too complex and I can't get out of it and easily organize it the way mm. that my brain will take mm. it, I won't use it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So like VR, like how you have this whole VR setup, I almost live a little by curiously through you because that would be how I'd use VR. Absolutely. And I'm not willing to spend the money on it like right now because I know. Even with, like, you know, it's this crazy thing. Being an adult, the right. more money you make, right. the less time you got, Absolutely. right? So I got no time for VR. Absolutely. But 
I especially like coming from you and and how I I feel like I understand you as a gamer mm-hmm. and the differences between you and me. It's really cool. It's really fucking I'm, cool. I'm happy you're because able to I've at least wanted to hear first yeah. hand experience about yeah. this game specifically yeah. since it came out. I I could not be more impressed. I don't know. And and the most amazing thing is it's bringing something that affects. It's a prequel, but it brings something that affects the idea of the Half Life universe. Yeah. And I don't really want to spoil because, to be honest, I think you should play it. Definitely, I really think you should play all the Half Lives. It's so worth it. These games are fun. Like they are seriously fun. I almost was expecting to go into it like. Oh, it's a classic. For sure. I gotta play it. For sure. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. But I was amazed by what these developers do. And getting into the developers, these guys from the original team, which one of the most unfortunate things is that a lot of the original directors and and actual creators of the original Half-Life series are no longer with Valve. They just don't work there anymore. They're in other companies. They're working different things. And I'm happy for them in every sense. Yeah. But it's one of the reasons we haven't gotten a Half-Life game. But after experiencing Alex, which it's a very different experience than Half-Life, for sure. it breathes Half-Life. It, it is, still has like the essence. It's the modern Half-Life. It's mm. taking what you would do in a, in a VR sense mm. uh, and just making it like everything you could ask for. Definitely. Uh, I, I am so into it. I'm seriously so into it. I also... Talking on the developers really quick. Have you heard of Half-Life Lost Coast? Have you heard about no, this at all? No, not at all. So this was released after Half-Life, the original, Half-Life 2. Uh, it was a year after they released this Like before free, episode 2? Before episode oh. 1 and then episode oh. 2. Yeah. Oh, you're right, you're right. So yeah. originally the way it was going to go, this was the plan, was they did Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 episode 1, 2, and episode 3, which was a scrapped oh, game that was supposed to come out a year after. Oh, that's honestly probably why yeah. I haven't heard of it. Because I really, it I got never my house of knowledge yep. mostly from Orange Box. Yeah. And then from friends in yes. that time period. Yeah, so it was a uh, it was a game that never got made. Got it. It's the Half-Life 3 that was going to wrap up kind of the story arc, uh, which is really interesting. But... Um, I uh, in between those games that that what was supposed to be the three parter in Half Life Two mm. was uh, something called Lost Coast, which is maybe a, a fifteen minute experience. To be a hundred percent honest with oh, you, really, it's just this. Uh, it's kind of like what they did with uh, the um, uh, the sh- uh, the the shoulder uh, feature connected. Got it. Yeah, where it's it was a scrapped level. Yes. Um, but they revitalized it for just a an experience. A small experience. It's a small yeah. experience of but you literally still play. You play it, and it's got it. But its whole point was they turned it into a tech demo for their uh, uh, HDR uh, usage, and they they designed the whole level to be okay. able to showcase what the later games and everything they've been working on. And they even have a commentary mode where you literally can walk up to things, activate it, and you'll hear the commentary of the... There's only like wow, 14 of them. Sick. The developers, you get to hear him. Gabe Newell, he's talking and talking about the whole experience of of, of making Lost Coast, For how sure. the lighting, they, they made it, and the depth and the way your eyes work and how they wanted to recreate that uh, into the game. I played it both ways. I played it first time without the commentary. It's just a blast. It's yeah. just it's a fifteen minutes of just pure half life fun. Okay. And uh it's um 
it's seriously incredible. They even have like a character that like talks to you. That's like wow. it's a whole experience. It's called Half Life Lost Coast. It's Lost completely Coast. free. Yeah. Okay. Uh, seriously, just worth the fucking fifteen minutes it takes to definitely play it. Yeah, it's, it's free. Yeah, and it's free. So uh, I got to play that, and I played both versions. I got the whole commentary, and I really got this insight into how G- and they didn't just talk about oh the graphics and everything they talked about how you design a shooter level and they mm. explained they were like this is called a courtyard uh this is where a player would get to and they would say uh, it's kind of a, a breather for a second but you see that there's places where enemies could show up places are walled off which makes your attention go to the and i'm like these guys are geniuses, geniuses. they seriously know exactly what to do in game design in order to make they were talking about like the structures and how they wanted you want to create something that catches eyes mm. but also is a furtherment of what a um what a place should uh, a shooter should should have yeah uh just incredible i love that stuff. seriously I, man i, love it so I, I was blown away uh i i uh yeah i played that a little bit after alex and i'm i'm loving alex wow. i literally cannot stop thinking about it I, I i and i've never gotten into a vr game like that wow and i can see yeah. myself playing it again i already re-downloaded you, you beat it no, 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 no. Oh, okay. But okay. I can already see myself playing it again. Yeah. It's one of those vibes where I'm yeah. like, I'm going through it and I'm loving it. It's got the achievements on Steam. Oh. So Steam VR isn't a separate thing. It's just an extension onto Steam and I love it. I wow. think it's so good. It's really easy to set this up. All you do is plug a, 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 this special type of USB Type-C onto the headband and then boom, That's headband, it. whatever the fuck this is called, yeah. the VR device. And... Getting into that a little bit more about the Steam VR because I've been so excited to talk to you about this because okay, you yeah. Sam had no idea if no. you didn't gone through this venture. No, no, so, no, no. I, and I honestly barely even knew what yeah. Steam VR was. Yes, so so it it's the application in which you run through the Valve Index, which is their own personal VR device. Right. If you want a gaming experience that completely puts games at the forefront is for gamers is uh, selected with uh, achievements and all these ideas steam vr is there and i am so happy that i've gotten to experience it because i'm already thinking about getting other vr games wow. to play on steam vr because it's exactly what i wanted the oculus to be and what we talked about a little bit in pregame is that shift that most vr ideas are yeah. going towards is not really the gaming idea and so i uh am seriously amazed uh i i if i need my fix of i just want to be a gamer i want to have that headset on steam vr is perfect it's literally That's amazing it's man. everything you could ask for it's it's everything i wanted everything that i feel like it, people are going away from uh they're literally in any vr headset that you have oculus the valve index even others i don't know if there's uh, many others i don't know of them but you can hook them up and they work through Steam VR. It's not some exclusive thing that only works with the Valve Index. And I love that. That's crazy. It's perfect. Yeah, it's, it's almost like open source. It's open source. And and that is so amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. Instead of trying to just sell the product, which is what you know Alex is for, or technically, you know, to show off the, the power of the Valve Index. It's just it's making VR something more than just uh, the experience of uh, the the meta 
mm. or Apple or any other like it yeah. feels like we're kind of heading towards. Yes. So it's definitely it's and amazing. If uh, if so I'm not amazing. mistaken, yes. too, isn't the Steam index or the Valve index then? It, it's one of the more expensive ones, right? It's about a thousand dollars. Okay. About a thousand yes. bucks. So yeah, it's then extremely. in comparison to something like what you have, which, which was two hundred. It was two hundred at the it. time. It's three hundred now. But right. It was two hundred at the time. Yeah. Wow, interesting. They the Meta wow. when they rebranded it to the Meta Quest, they raised it up by a hundred dollars. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't. And so you I don't can't think I ever acknowledge that, but I think that's I, why I, I bought this hearing that you bought it for two hundred, and I was like, two hundred is a steal. That's a steal. That's a steal that for a steal. VR. That's how you, and that's why I'm so disappointed with Meta. It's like even just raising the price already is decentivizing, deincentivizing people to get into VR. What you need is a cheap. Easy to use, plug in a bowl, uh, 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 conduit to the to the to the product that you sell. The yes. product itself, truthfully, should not be the showcase. It's it's you got to get over that if you want a console to actually work. Absolutely. And well, so just as Nintendo put it best, like in what we talked about last yeah. week. Software's got to back it up. Software needs to back it up. And so it's funny because when we were talking about these consoles and everything, I'm getting to a point where the VR is, I hope, going to be a viable point because I also think with everything I've experienced so far in Alex, Alex, the story, is going to be essential to what happens in Half-Life 3. It's it's so really you still think Half Life Three is coming? I I know it is now. You know it I is. I know it is. Just because there are so many new models, there are characters that show up with brand new models, brand new styles. They created an entire city seventeen, and yeah, sure, it's for VR. But these details, it's almost. It's too thought it's out. Too thought it's too thought out. It's too thought and, out for a tech demo. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not a tech demo. It's a full game. It's it's if anything, I feel spoiled now. I was looking on the store Fuck. the other night. I saw Assassin's Creed just did a uh, a game. Right. And I was watching the trailer and I was like, oh, this looks good. Because it's fully voice acted. They actually put time into it just like it looked like with Alex. Oh, yeah. And a little bit of like like disappointment sunk into me because in the trailer I realized it was an episodic experience kind of mm. like super hot yeah if that makes sense yeah and yeah. i looked at it and i'm like oh this isn't a story and i lost all interest but oh. i would have i would have if i never experienced alex i would have looked at that game and been like oh this was like a great vr experience but alex totally. just blew the idea wow. of what a vr game could be it blew it out of the water there is there is so much to it yeah. and i am uh i'm hooked i'm seriously Dude. hooked i am uh thoroughly impressed um and yeah, Half Life. If anything, it's just it's staying on the forefront of my mind as of now, and I am now officially on the train of I am st- I'm waiting for Half Life Three. Half Life Three. I need it to come. Absolutely. So that's what I was so excited wow, to tell you dude. about. There's yeah, some really, I had no idea. Really, really cool stuff that I. Uh, that's really sick. I'm bro. learning. Can and, I tell you where I had? I went to two Talk places to with my headspace on Talk to everything me. you were saying. Yes. One was. Uh, almost like a parallel with Halo, mm. which is, you know, you were talking about the, you know, there, there's just such a gap between it finish, the original team finishing, mm. um, what the last one released by the original team is what, Half-Life 2 Episode 3? Episode 2. Episode 2. Yeah, because right. 3 never you're right, you're right. saw the yeah, light of day. Never saw the light of day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's almost, you know, it, just looking back on history's sake, mm. in our... 
like wheelhouse of video games, yeah. right? I'm thinking of like Rare. I'm thinking of the Halo, like Halo as a series, like Bungie right. specifically, right. and then Bungie making Reach, and then mm. okay, we're done. It's going to another team. The team having right. the same essence and spirit, or so they say. Mm. We're, we're going to call the team three four three. We're going to have some people who are coming from Bungie to work right. for us. Not right. the main guys, but right. some people, right? Some people coming. And back. yeah, and and for me, that I can relate specifically to Halo because. I was so into Halo For at sure. the time. Like even uh, you were talking about the documentary part of the commentary, mm, right? Mm-hmm. There was uh, there's this whole series that Bungie, you know, pre DLC, pre mm. all this, you know, when they were making Halo Three. For 360, mm. they they documented like the whole kind of like development process. Mm. So they'd have like. I don't even remember exactly how it went down, and I honestly didn't really follow it personally. I followed it through my friendship group. Mm. So I had one guy who was a die hard, I'm gonna be a software engineer and mm. work for Bungie mm. at a high school guy. Wow. So he was always telling me about like, oh, they just dropped a new uh like uh I don't even remember what it's called, Vidoc, I think, or like video documentary. Oh this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Vidoc about Halo or Bungie okay. just dropped this new uh video series. And they were describing, you know, the development process behind Halo Three, and it it was this feeling of like if you if you're a Halo fan, mm. which I was, and I never really gotten into politics behind gaming sure. up until this point. Sure, sure. Hearing he he said she said Microsoft Sony whatever, but this was like watching a video, watching the developers, watching their passion behind talking about their product, right, and talking about the 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 thought that mm. went into this building and this weapon and this character Absolutely. right fascinating yeah and i i really i remember being like wow there, there's such heart and soul here right but but it to add on to that yeah that idea you're 100 it, it's fascinating but at the same time you're probably like it makes sense it makes because sense. this game is so good yes you don't just make magic out of nowhere no that just doesn't that just doesn't happen in movies or tv shows you need to know what you're doing mm. and you know to even like uh i, I can't remember if i said this last week but i finished the bear did I you tell did? you about that? Yeah, I think you okay. did say that. Yeah, it, it, like that. I've been watching videos just dissecting like how amazing yes. this show is, uh, because it just it works. The people who are writing it know what they're doing, and there's no accident about yeah. that. These actors know what they're doing. They're amazing actors. I'm finding out this show has won like five Emmys, and I'm like watching Holy the speeches. Shit. Uh, the main actor, you yeah. really like him. Uh, I love him. I, I can't remember his name. Yeah, but, I don't remember. But he, he's lit. Alan White. Alan, I think you're right. Alan White. I think it's Alan White. Yeah, I believe that. That sounds really funny. Honestly, I'm going to check it right yeah, now. But check. Alan White, uh, this guy uh, won like a, a, a couple Emmys for his performance. And they're on him, bro. Yeah, but it's also Seriously. like, oh, that makes sense. It makes sense. Yes, of course. Because his heart is course. in it. Of course. Yes. That That's what makes sense. That's the thing that. Um, so. Like kind of like segueing like it's a, Jeremy a Allen White by the Jeremy way. Jeremy yeah. Allen White. Yeah. Okay, Jeremy White. Okay, got it, got it. He's also uh yeah, he's thirty three. Remember we talked about that? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's crazy because he literally like upholds like an eight a seventeen year old vibe he, so well. In the show, I thought he was like twenty five max. Max I'm not kidding. Because right? he 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 just has a young vibe to him, but anyway. Yeah, well yeah. uh I wanna like Segue into another point here, which is that, you know, then fast forward to 
not even where we are now with Halo, yeah. but yeah. even earlier, like mm-hmm. when they they first started three four three, they remade Halo One, yeah, and then they actually made their own Halo game, Halo right. Four, right, and Halo Five, right. I everything in me because of my own like bias towards the series and everything I just right. told you about, right. you know, Halo Three and Halo Reach, some of my favorite gaming experiences ever. ever. Yeah, and I thought, wow, like I might not even be a Nintendo gamer anymore, mm-hmm. I, or Pokemon, or sure, Eddie, or sure. Zelda. The, yeah. I this is, this is community. Mm-hmm. This is heart. Like all these things, and you know, also at the time, we wasn't doing so hot, right? Sure. So it was like it was all sure. in tandem. Yeah. But go to what has become of Halo, bro. Half Life Alex is not what happened to Halo, right. right? Like it was very much like, wait, 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 wait. What about all the heart? You know, right. it's missing. Yeah. I, it's something in me. I wanted to love Halo Four. Yeah. I wanted to love Halo Five. I couldn't. Yeah. And me, it wasn't just me. Me and all the boys. For sure. We like all got on the train and then... And then they were like, this is not it. Because guess exactly. what? It was... You could see it. You could feel you could it. Feel there's, it. There's, there's a huge I could feel point. it. And you know what? That's one thing I'm really happy about with the Half-Life series. It's not oversaturated mm. with junk. They said we are not capable of making one of these games and therefore we won't. Yeah. Instead of trying to recreate this team or whatever. I don't know how they're able to do it with Alex because they're able to recapture this magic that worked. It's very different, obviously. A VR game is never going to be the same as a first-person game. For sure. It never will be. But I think that's one of the more fascinating parts. Absolutely. And it's also the reason why I think there's a Half-Life 3 coming. They would not put this much effort into this game if it was a one-off. And if they were able to recapture this magic, it's not a one-off. It's not some VR team working on it. It's a project that will lead to the next project and truth be told i believe it'll be coming in the next three years that's that's what i'm saying Yo, not trying to stick with three imagine i am i'm telling you it would be one of the biggest gaming releases of all time half-life 3 imagine that as a title people would be pulling out their pcs dusting off the yeah the, the, the people the who, dust, aren't gamers who aren't gamers who aren't would would hear Half-Life 3 and say, I got to check this out. People who even just know it as the meme, like I yes. did for the longest time, Same. would say, okay, what's the value in this? I got to play the other games, yes. all these things. It would be, and you could sell it for $70, I would pay for it. Absolutely. You could sell it for $80. $80. I would pay $80 for that game yes. right now, especially with... The fucking graphics of... Uh, dude, Half-Life... If you look at some of the animations for Half-Life Alex, you are amazed. Amazed. They, they're, these characters stand in front of you, right in front of you. And if you move positions, they look at you and they're talking to you the entire time. Just serious, wow. serious tech that I'm just like, this is a whole new gaming experience. I've never experienced something like this. And I've been a gamer That's, my that's honestly life. crazy, bro. Because the second point, mm. really, that my brain was going to was yes. my experience with Pokemon Go. Mm. And a big, really, like, uh, anchoring into a, a specific, like, what I'm getting at for a point is, is the feeling I had when I really started, like thinking about pulling mm. out my phone mm. to play Pokemon Go when I was looking mm. at this gaming phone experience that I've never had before right. and that as a gamer I thought I could never have totally. I would never want that totally because I'm not that type of gamer right and how much 
I, I'll get into Pokemon Go in a sec, but like the feeling that I felt, you're almost describing it in such a different way of like all, all these things. Like of like, mm. you're saying there's no way I could enjoy this right. to this level. Right. And you are. Right? Absolutely. It's honestly amazing. I, I, I Going into Half-Life completely, uh, it just keeps following my mind because every time I pick up the game... Uh, sorry, when I first picked up Half-Life, yeah. when I first picked up Half-Life 2, and even now with Alex, it's this idea of, okay, well, I'll play this, right? And I'm just blown away. It, it, Alex, Unreal. I would never expect myself to be as into... I played that game for just hours straight. Like, like I, I, I haven't been able to because of work, obviously, mm. and I don't want to come home and... You know, oh, yeah. not experience, not enjoy the experience as much. But I'm definitely playing it tonight. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, like there's no question on those ideas, and I've never been put in a position like that. And it's almost like when I first got Spider-Man Two on the PS5, where it's like I am looking forward to nothing but coming home, sitting down on the PS5, mm. and playing that game. That was my PS5 experience of like Absolutely. this console holds so much value because of this game that exists. Mm. And so it's just a game changer to be honest. It's already put like VR way above what I expected it to be. If anything, I wish other companies and other like would go full ham on the VR the way Valve did. Hell and yeah. honestly, it I think so far with Alex, it stands with some of the best games produced by Valve, which is so exciting because uh, I've been I played all these uh, these games, uh, all these ha uh, Half Life games, and they've been released over years. The first Half Life game was in the '90s, right? It's an it's an older game. I can't believe it's that old. It is, of course, though. But it it um, I remember even the logo for Valve. Do you remember the logo for Valve? Uh, the, the the bald guy. Yes. With the Valve yes. on the back of his head. When you first boot up Half Life, it's a different logo, right? It's this guy in a suit with a Valve on his eye. So and then and then you play Half Life Two. It's the guy with the the Valve on the back of his head. Then you play Half Life Two Episode One, and it's they do this thing where like the guy starts turning around. Do you remember that? He like yes. slowly starts turning yes. around. And now there's a new logo with the the Valve guy, but they do this like red print. It's amazing seeing it, and I'm like, you wouldn't create a new logo. You wouldn't do all these things mm. if you're not cooking up something. They're cooking. It, they are absolutely right. cooking. Right. And so uh, I, I'm i so happy now to be one of the Half-Life fans who's experienced all the games. I can't wait to be Alex. I can't wait to know what's happening in the story. Uh, and also, Half-Life is a trippy experience. It's not just yeah, like sure. a guy with a gun. It's a whole, like, there's time space and these idea of border worlds and, like, it's an experience, and so having it in VR almost feels perfect in the current experience that I'm having it, um, and so it's just amazing. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's so dope because I, I feel like genuinely I'm getting this realization that you are the first real, like person or friend I have had who. Mm. Ha is experiencing this mm. or has experienced it and is telling me about your experience. Yes. Everything else I've always read or heard yeah, about Half-Life, right? For sure. But actually, you know, and I know what kind of gamer you are. Yeah. And you're not a 
uh, play video games to waste time, gamer. Can't you, waste time. No. And no. even what you're saying about you got to be in the right headspace because right. you play games for that feeling and the experience. Absolutely. You actually, it's not just games. It's it's anime. It's, yeah. You do things for the experience, which is what I do. I also so, was going to say, I would not recommend a game to you if I did not think you would enjoy it. Absolutely. And that's the truth is that I wouldn't just say, oh yeah, I enjoyed it. You know, yeah. you, should, you should play it, dude. I'm telling you, you need to play Half-Life because it's the most fun shooter I've ever played in my life. And also, yeah. like, you want to get lost in some lore. You want to you want to experience a world that seriously feels lived in and has this history, uh, and yet still like uh, upholds all these ideas. Like, uh, like w- one of my favorite things. Have you ever heard of biopunk? You ever heard this? Uh, it's, I it's think a style. I have. Okay. So yeah. so. Everyone knows cyberpunk is the idea of like cybernetic enhancements, yes. futuristic technology, Blade Runner esque, right? Yeah. AIs that exist, those ideas. Biopunk is this different aspect where in the future, biological technology is almost just as important as physical metal technology, like like circuit technology. So I'll, I'll try and explain that. Yeah. The idea would be almost like uh uh what was that one game uh. Bioshock? Yeah. Remember that definitely. one? So that idea that um, the enhancements you get to your character are biological uh, mutations or genetic uh, enhancements you do to yourself. Literally you what know what I mean? They're called. Exactly. Yeah, in the game. Uh, that is one of my favorite styles. My favorite book of all time, All Tomorrows, is the entire idea of expanding oh, on that. Oh, okay. I've read that book like three times. Yeah, Audi- and you've audiobook. talked about that before. Love it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's just such a cool idea. And so the idea being that physical biological the technology of the universe the genetic code and the way that you can if you splice those things there are potentials to being more important as a tool than anything you could build the idea being that that uh even like this one idea of uh uh, genetically uh, altering uh, a species so that its mind is the is huge and the most powerful mm. thing, and it gets used as a battery, almost like uh, 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 the Matrix. Yeah, the way you yeah. use that's biopunk. That idea that a human would be a battery. Biological technology is un. You can't create it out of uh, like a computer would not be as powerful as a human is. Right, and so. Uh, I've just been uh, one thing that I love about uh, Half Life and Half Life Alex is they're really moving into that idea. The combine, the people, the villains of yes. the story, right? Are uh, they use uh, biological technology and workforce uh, in a way that is more? It, it mixes this this uh, literal like circuitry with biological technology. And uh, it might be a little disturbing at first where you're like, oh, what is that thing, right? You, yeah. you, like, that could be in your head of like, what is that? Uh, but it just builds this idea of just uniqueness and this idea of, of uh, serious sci-fi that I think w- is more towards the, the darker aspect mm. that I personally think is the most interesting sci-fi because sure. there there's just a lot to it. So there is Half-Life fucking I'm gonna wrap it up here. Half-Life is incredible. Half-Life two, uh, episode one, two and fucking fuck no. Episode one, two, three, four. No, five. I wish. I wish. Um it's a it's amazing. Alex is amazing. VR has blown my mind yeah. now. Uh, there was a point where I was holding this picture 
that I just picked up. Yeah. It was kind of hidden too. Uh, and uh, I forgot I was in VR. I don't know how to explain that Dude. experience. I've never had that experience. No, VR yeah. is usually like, oh, this is so cool for the technology. Right. I was holding the picture and I was I was looking at it. I was like, oh yeah, look at that picture. And I was like, that's not real. Like I literally had a moment where it was like, I can't even explain it in words. It was that's like I was crazy. looking at it and everything just looked right. The the graphics are so amazing. There were fingerprints. When you shined it up what on the, the light, fuck? there were fingerprints on it. And I was looking at it and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Wow. That's a picture. I was like, that's a real picture. So anyway, blown away. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very much blown away by it. They like to geek, geek. Take a whole bottle, making a repeat. Joshy. Yes. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up or catch me up on? Um, hold up. There was something else. Is it Power World? Not really. I have also been playing Power World. Yeah. I'm always playing Power World, of course. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you were going to be. Like, that's going to kind of be like a new, like, Animal Crossing style mm. vibe for you and mm. Pokemon style vibe. But it's almost yeah. like y- you play both of those games independently right. for different right. reasons. Right. But Power World kind of maybe fills both of those holes. I'd say so. I'd say so. It's definitely one of those things where it's like it's always working towards something, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's that that vibe for yeah. sure. But it's also, like, not an immediate, like, it's if like, I want to play it. Passive, it yeah. Right? A passive. A passive. Okay, okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Oh, oh, just one thing. Yeah. I uh, I just started watching Cowboy Bebop again. Oh. Yeah. Like you just restarted? Well, uh, Azzy uh, started it, and he was watching a bunch of it. Oh, shit. And uh, he got pretty far. And I was like, dude, I need to finish it. Because yeah. I only have, like, I, from where I'm at now, I only have like three episodes left, and uh, it's just so good. How many seasons is it? It's one season, really? twenty six episodes, and a movie. I didn't realize it was that short. I thought it was like two seasons. Nope, like, one season. Wow. Baby. And it's a, I mean, it's a slow burner. It's like a, it's it's pretty episodic, and it, um, you know, it's pretty slow. It's sure. slower than sure, most, sure. but yeah. it's uh, it's amazing. Yeah. Like seriously, such a fucking. There's- Fire it's show. funny you say that because I, I yeah. listen to a ton of lo-fi, probably more than most of my music right now is lo-fi, lo-fi. specifically because it's like, that's the vibe I set in my room 24-7 for both right. Kendall and I. Right, right, right. It's right. just like there right. unless we're using the TV. Right. Um, and it's what I listen to exclusively when I'm working. Sure. Like if I'm yeah. journaling, if I'm working on the podcast. Right. Um, so I... I've been like kind of like building a playlist and kind of like mm. if one comes on similar to like what you got right here with, yeah. with Tears yeah, of the yeah. Kingdom, right? Yes, if the do. visual is great yep. and the music fits a vibe and it's like the length is really good, I'll be like, all right, this is going on like my lo-fi work playlist. Mm-hmm. So one came on last night. It was Cowboy Bebop. Oh. And I've never seen Cowboy Bebop, yeah. but obviously like I'm like it, it, it said something like lo-fi and then like Cowboy Bebop style. Mm. So I was like, okay, whatever. My point is, I'm getting at is it's still I don't really know anything about the show right. other than what I've heard it from everyone who has watched it completely yeah. Yeah, yeah. and the movie. Right. It is a must watch, and it's a classic anime. It is a classic, no question. I would say the strongest suit of it is the vibe. The vibe. The vibe is just unbeatable. It's it's 
uh, it just it's world building without okay. needing uh, exposition or anything like that. Sure. It's like you you jump or into like the a world. big like show yeah exposition exactly. Yeah, it's definitely. really just the world you experience. You see the music. The music is amazing. Okay, it's so fucking good. It's jazzy. It's got this jazz feeling to it that I just definitely. love. Uh, you know, it's a, it's, it's all the characters are just so interesting and like seriously fun to watch. Okay. So, uh, um, well, that would make sense. I mean, look at that poster right there. That's a, that's, oh, I love the artwork. I love that, the poster. That the vibe, background. that vibe is exactly the way that the show. Continues. Yeah. I love that because, so uh, the music was really good. I, so spoilers, good. I put it on my workstation, Ooh. even though I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But there was one song that came on, like, you know how, like oftentimes the big playlists on yeah. YouTube. It's like a bunch of songs. Sometimes they credit them, sometimes they don't. Sometimes but like it was one of those where it had like the song playing in the mm. bottom. And mm. you could like tell it transition. It had a little like uh, music bar right. that was showing right. right. And so it transitioned to like a third or fourth song and it had a it sounded like it was just like a quote from the show. Like a direct dialogue mm. exchange mm. from one of the main characters, or maybe the main... What's the main character's name? Spike Spiegel. Spike Spiegel. Also another uh, superhero-style name, right? Definitely. Spike Spiegel, Lene Lovelady. Oh. Those kind of things. No, you're absolutely right, yeah. Yep. So we're putting her on that level. Absolutely. Uh, it, it was really... I remember, like... I don't even remember what the quote was. I just yeah. remember hearing it. And then I'm like... I stopped working. I'm like, yeah. wait, Kendall, can you, like, go back to the beginning of the song? Yeah. And I listened to it again, and I was like... Why does this make me want to watch the show? It's Dude, such a good vibe. It's such a great vibe. I, uh, I, I, I have this Instagram post with like all of us in it, right? From that day, and at the very end, so I have "See You, Space Cowboys" the tag, yes, which is what it says at the a corner of every episode. It ends, fades to bl- uh, not fades, but it goes to black, and it says "See You, Space Cowboy." Dot dot dot, really? which is such a tough ass quote. But I put this one on here too, which is just a middle section. You know how they have like commercial like segments in anime where it'll like like yes. full metal alchemist, yes. like full metal alchemist. Yes, you know what I mean. I know exactly. What so they would about. just like have jazz music and like flash like an image. This one was so tough because you see the way it's like put together yeah. aesthetically, but it says the work which becomes a new genre itself will be called Cowboy Bebop. That's such a tough ass quote. What the Just hell? saying the 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 show which will become a new genre in itself, it'll, it will be called Cowboy, Cowboy Bebop. Bebop. That's such a cool so- fucking Close. Yeah, yeah. Why just have very that? like self-aware. Oh my god! Oh, it's, I love it's it. Just I love so it. good. It's yeah, just so dude. good. Such uh, a vibe. Let me catch up real quick. Please let's, catch up. Let's me. dive in this episode. Yeah, so I want to say uh, like two things that really came to my mind here. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I really don't have a lot of gaming catch up for you. Mm. Because what's the only game I've really been playing? Everyone say it. Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because uh, convenience and everything else, but. Yeah. I think I said last episode, yes. we were going into the week of what was called the Go Sino Tour. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I know yes. that they only really do... Th- this event was so big, I thought it was just like, you know, there have been big events in the past. That sure. I've, I, I've kept you and everyone following the cast caught up on. Right. But this, uh, this Go Tour event, they do two of them a year. And they're the biggest event in Pokemon Go. And so this one was bringing a game-changing feature, which was the spatial rend, the the time distortion, that whole vibe, right? And they even... uh, 
there's a remote raid pass limiter. So there apparently they didn't used to be, so that's a whole like fan controversy, but I've only played Pokemon Go for like eight months. Sure. So apparently when I just started playing, yeah. it was literally during the event. Oh, but no I didn't way. know because I'm brand new and I was very casual. Right, right, I didn't right. think I was gonna like it as much as I do. Sure. So sure. you know what that event was? Which it one? was Primal Kyogre, Primal Groudon, right. and Mega Rayquaza. Right. Which they still haven't brought back. Right. And I, I there's a hole in me in this game. Yeah. I need all three of them. Of course. Especially a shiny yeah. of any of them. For the Groudon, oh, especially I'd say. Dude, they're all amazing. Yeah, they are. But the Groudon, I agree, because I've had well, a shiny. Rayquaza too. Ray Right. Yeah, the black. amazing. Oh my but God. I've never had a shiny yeah. primal Groudon, bro. Like Especially that, with that uh, ugh, the design. Everything. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I ha- I did have a very big goal of, mm. in this event. I chose the pearl version, mm. and I really I'm a shiny hunter, and that's yes. like my biggest fulfillment in the game. I it, I kind of have, it's two front. Raiding is my favorite part of the game, mm. and so is collecting and collecting mm. shinies and rares. Mm. So I really wanted from this event uh, to get, uh, ideally, a shiny, uh, what is it, Origin Dialga and Origin, Origin Palkia. Palkia yeah. I want a shiny of both, yes. but specifically Palkia. Right. And design-wise, I didn't really mention this last episode, but um, if you can picture the two designs in your mind, yes. I love the Palkia design. I even love it more now that I can like fully look at the model and spin yeah. the model and, and have it be a buddy on my map and walk mm-hmm. around. It reminds me of like like Roman mythology and Pegasus and mm. Hercules. Mm. That vibe. It's epic. It's it, it epic. Is like, an, like I'm not even just trying to use that term. Like it's literally like an epic design. It's so yeah. sick. Like even more so than the we'll Giratina design. It's cool. Like, Giratina? no question. Giratina, yeah. There's, like, the altered form, right. where it's a big beast, and there's the origin form. That was, right. like, technically the first origin way before we got Legends Arceus, right? Yep. So, seeing the Legend version of Dialga and Palkia, like, dude, I like, one of my favorite Pokemon designs ever, and I definitely appreciate it a lot more after this event. Yeah. However, I will say... I did not successfully achieve a shiny Palkia. No. At all. No. <clears throat> In fact, I counted after the event, and uh, oh, I didn't even say, there's normally a five remote raid limit yeah. per day. There was no remote raid limit for Saturday and Sunday. So right. I did what I I had a very busy weekend, right? right because, right. of course, it was during... The busiest time of my Have work. Have to, right? Yeah. But I, I set my Poco Walker up and had it passively do its thing. And then I was raiding whenever I could. But I probably got... There was probably... If I was to... Off the top of my head, I probably did like six Dialga raids. And like 25 Palkia raids. Mm-hmm. Also, the odds for Shiny is 1 in 20. Damn. During an event. Damn. And my first Origin Dialga... Was a shiny. So you you a got a shiny. No way. I sure did. And honestly, I'll be real. I wanted the shiny Palkia just to say it, like just to have it. Yep. But have you seen the shiny Palkia? No. It's a slightly pinker pink Palkia. Oh, okay, okay. So really, it's whatever. Yeah. I don't actually. It's kind of like uh, Garchomp. Sure. I don't really like care for the design too much. It's <laughs> more of the collector in me. The idea. The idea. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I'm. I'm very happy I actually got the uh, that Dialga. Because, Can I see it? Yeah, I'll pull it up right now because I got some more stuff to show you from here. There was a little more during the event too. 
Um, there, there was like a re-releasing. They had Azelf, uh, uh, Oopsie, Mesprit, and Mesprit, Mesprit yeah. uh, show up in the wild randomly. Nice. Uh, there was like a. Did a, you get them? Uh, I didn't get Azelf. I'm pretty sure you got Mesprit and Oopsie. I, yeah, I did. Yeah, nice. I got one in the wild, and I did a raid of each one. But their raids were only available for like, like a half day. So I only had like Damn. one shot at getting these guys, and when I went to go get Azelf, the raid was already gone. Oh, so man. I was a little bummed. Um, actually, here, around my map right now, there's a little uh, Whoa. Like, event right now. There's a little party hat on yeah. all the uh, Kanto starters. Nice. You know, and on Pikachu. But there was some more stuff that happened. There was unknowns. Unknown does not spawn unless there's an event happening. Oh, shit. And I only had like two unknowns of the whole alphabet. Yeah. Right? Then that's a whole like collector part right, of it. Right, right, right. So there's so many like layers to the collecting. And there's 28 unknowns, right? There is, right? Yeah. Because there's, there's well, there's all the letters. And, and then, there's an exclamation point, right? And so I think there's more because there's the exclamation point. Isn't there a question mark? Isn't there a there's an O and then there's also like a circle? Yeah, there's a circle one. So too. okay, I there was a few during the event that I got. Now I'll, I'll pull it up right now. So there was uh, I think is that N or Z? Uh, I think it's uh, I think it's N. Yeah, I don't think it would be Z. I think yeah, I think it's Z S-O- is a different design. I'll look it right. up right now if you want, though. Yeah. So this all, by the way, is just like all of the unknowns that were like during the event. So I think what? I had just like the S unknown before. And now, so I got like the U, the O, the N, the I, and uh, whatever. Oh, you know what it is? Huh. It's that it's H. Uh, I'm mistaken. Oh. Uh, yeah. The O and the H look really similar, right? Like one has like, oh, like yeah, it's yeah. not connected. Yeah. So I thought yeah, it was just like an a explanation circle. and a question mark. You're right. So there's Those 28. The two, yeah, yeah. yeah. So which one is which one is this one? I want to know. The diagonal. Uh, that is N. That's N. N. Yeah. That what does Z N. look like? Z looks like that. It looks oh. Look like a Z. It's like a little like rounder. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So there's unknowns happening. And then what's something you've seen in Pokemon Go that definitely is now the Pokemon. It's largely costume Pokemon. Oh, okay. Some yeah. exceptions. Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? So right. there's a lot of these going on. So they did a really, really sick one for Pikachu. And I'm pretty convinced it's only ever going to be from that event. I don't know if they'll ever re-release it. But they gave two... There was uh, two Pikachus that like came out for the event that had this, the uh, main characters from oh, Sinnoh. Oh, the hat? They had their hats. Nice. So here's one. Oh, I love it. Isn't that so cute? Oh, I love it. It's adorable. It's like the little uh, what's what's their names? Dawn is the girl, right? D- Dawn and um uh uh I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I, I have I no remember. idea. I I I'll know look it like up a lot of as like well. The, like uh in Gen three, it was uh Brandon, right? Brandon yeah. and May. Uh, well, this is Dawn's hat, which is my favorite. Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. It's so funny that you got the boy's uh, hat on a girl Pikachu. They, honestly, they, yeah. I thought it would be the other way around. Like, it would force it to be a girl. You know what I mean? But, no, it had uh, the whole vibe. It says Riley. So, What's his name? Oh, Riley. Riley? I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, Riley. Oh, Riley. So, this is the hat from... Isn't this... I think this is the hat from Legends. Yeah, that's the hat from Legends. Right. So they brought back four Because the one in the other hats. one has a blue Pokeball on it. Yes, and that's also from Legends. Right? Oh, that's the one from Legends. Right. So, so they, they probably had, had the blue Pokeball one too. You're right. You're right. Which I have right here. There you go. So that's oh, all four. Oh, yeah. 
So all the nice. the new and the old main character, right? From like mm-hmm. the the legends in the original. Right, right. And there was a possibility to be shiny. So my first ever Ooh. shiny event Pokemon. What? Besides, I think my first actual event, if I'm being honest, I think it was that uh that Pumpkaboo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah. this was like a costume Pikachu. Yes, yes. No way, and you got the shiny. Yes, sir. And it's a dawn. girl with the dog. And it's a girl. Oh, I love so, it. So Kendall was in a party with me when I got it. Yeah. So I first named her Kendall. Yeah. But I actually already have another Pokemon named Kendall oh, that she shit. traded me. And I was like, shit. I really like to make like a clever name. Right. So, you know, Pikachu's like a Thunder Pokemon. Right. Or some might even say a Spark Pokemon. Sure. So instead of doing like a Kenshu or something. Sparkle. Sparkle. That's so, and it's spelled like. spelled like Kendall. Yeah, like Kendall. Exactly. I love it. Don't I you think, think it so, fits the vibe absolutely. so well? Sparkle. So Sparkle is now one of my favorite Pokemon I have. So sick. Uh, which is so awesome. I love it. Honestly. And it's so cute. She follows me around the map. She's my buddy. And oh. once I reach a certain level with her, she'll be on my shoulder. Oh, nice. There's like, let's certain, go? Yes. Oh, there's a few that. Pokemon like Eevee and Pikachu. Yeah, yeah. And some of the baby Pokemon uh-huh. where you either carry them or they're on your shoulder. Oh, but there's only sick. like 10 in the game. That's so Pikachu's sick. one of them. And Dude. so I'm, uh, You're yeah. You're going to have Sparkle on your shoulder. Exactly. Can I see the origin forms? Absolutely. So, so bad. yeah, last thing I want to show you is yes. the shinies from the event. Yes. First up, Cresselia. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god, I've never seen shiny Cresselia before. That is such a good so shiny. So gorgeous. God damn, that's such a good shiny. Fuck. Really good example of like a recolor done right. You know what I mean? Perfect. Every I aspect of the Pokemon is so recolored. Good. Yep. Especially Cresselia because there's so many colors in her, right? Like yeah. She, she's got like the pink little like tri rainbow on her and yep. so it's a whole different light blue hue i love it really really sick looks so good okay another one yes. and this is what i love about pokemon go too is that yes. the sh- a lot most of the shinies i right now i'm at 72 Ooh. okay in the eight months i've played most of the shinies i have yeah. are not actually shinies i was hunting for especially since getting the poke walker right right so the bug pokemon that's in a tree Especially in Legends, Bur- Burmy? Burmy, yeah. Burmy. Yeah. So it has a regional or it has a seasonal form. Yes, too. it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So during the event, all four Burmies mm. were available randomly. Oh, shit. I got a shiny version of the grass. Uh, like nice. It's like a bush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? The grass looks like yeah, a little yeah. tree. Yeah. Really, really disappointing. It actually looked the exact same as another Burmy from you, the same. They could have done an autumn style and it would have been perfect. Right. Well, do you remember what Burmy evolves into? Uh, not really. It's I... Motham. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The bigger one with the... the yeah, yes, with the it's nose. like a moth, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So I had never... Like, Burmy's not a Pokemon. It was more of a meme Pokemon from sure, the tree. Sure. And I had only ever gotten a Motham once before, which was evolving a single Burmy to complete my Pokedex. Oh, okay. okay. So, I want to show you what Burmy evolves into uh, with Motham and show you this shiny because it is one of my favorites. So, this is base Motham. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. right? Orange one, yeah. That, that is a shiny that right there. That is shiny Motham, my guy. That's what we want to see. That's, that's a beautiful so shiny. Beautiful. That's so well done. Beautiful, man. That's yeah, so well so, done. Yeah, uh, so once again, just blown away by, by Pokemon in ways I wasn't expecting. And that's just one of the many things I honestly love about this game. So, so let's cool. get to uh, my other shiny here. 
Oh, nice. Hawk's mom. That's such a funny you name. You like that? I love that. Because it's green, too. Yes. That's perfect. <laughs> oh, and my then God. The- Green Hawk? Yes, sir. I like that. That's very dope. relevant because we're yeah. watching Seven Deadly Sins. But Kendall, I, I pulled the Taurus. I'm like, what yeah. the heck? A shiny Taurus. And uh, she's like, I want it. And I love Hawk. Yeah. Perfect. Green Hawk it uh, is. I love it. Have you been watching that too? Or? Oh, yeah. We're actually, uh, we just got past where Bon and Meliodas reunited. Oh, so uh, one good. of the best anime scenes in oh, history. Oh, my God. It's so good. And the final Pokemon, my guy. Is Dude. the origin form shiny? Wow, I like that a lot actually. Beautiful. I love that. Beautiful. I also do love this design. Yeah, I do. it's really sick. It reminds me a lot of the direction they took the legendaries in uh, Scarlet and Violet. Of like one's a future, right? And oh one yeah. Is very like old, like the old past. Yes. Yeah. yeah I agree. Logical. So. That is uh, the wrap for my gaming experience for the week. And so what I want to add on, what really was Seven Deadly Sins. Oh, yeah. Uh, And with announcing that, I don't know if you are aware, but uh, Rebirth comes out tomorrow. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. My guy. So uh, I'm in the wheelhouse of like, okay, I am so excited to finish the work season. Yeah. Because I'm jumping Straight right into, into rebirth and experiencing what you have just told me about Half Life. Yeah, um, I'm doing that straight into Persona, and nice. then and then we'll go from there. You we'll know see what I mean? What we got. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what we got. Yeah. Uh, but I, what I do want to say is on Seven Deadly Sins, dude. Like everything that you and I have talked about, and you you reminding me, dude. Like you'll remember. Like there's so much you've forgotten because I have absolutely and rewatch it, and you'll be you'll be trickled. Absolutely, and I I am. Right back in the train that you and I were on for Seven Deadly in the nice, beginning. Nice, dude. dude. It's so awesome. It's literally so. That's another story I'd call epic. Like just I agree. everything that it's setting up in that first season. I even just like, man, it's so much fun. Like getting to find a new sin. You know what I mean? Like, yes. like, and it's like, oh, it's the right the fox. Sin so we have we have King now. Yeah, King is like the new introduced character. So, so actually, we're a little past because yeah, you definitely are. We've gotten to the point where we, you, I think it like it, we're what's that space that they're in where they die and they're like in uh, like the crystallized. Yeah, area. yeah, the other world, and then uh, that one girl shows up. Yes, and uh, with uh, the explosion. G- Gilla. 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 We remember. Yeah. Remember, I couldn't remember her. Oh name yeah, no, I do remember. Gilla. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, there's so many unique names in yeah. the show, and, and they designs hit. and designs. all the like armor designs of all the the coolest thing. One of the things I think about is every single Holy Knight has this sick armor set, and then underneath they have their own design too. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Dude, you remember when um that guy who's the of the uh, of of the weird fangs, and it's it's uh yeah. it's ruined, right? Yes, and yes. so he is all mined and stuff, and so you know then finally like. Uh, I think it's Meliodas pulls through, punches him, makes a dent, and, he, and then he rips out, like, he has that hole in his armor and yeah. his abs, and, and he's, he's like, shredded. you're a fool, because yeah. my body is actually my true strength. Right. My armor doesn't mean shit, it's right. stronger than armor. Yeah. Then Meliodas punches, punches through him through it. instantly. Yeah. Sorry, I had to do that, buddy. Sorry, buddy. You know? <laughs> no, I, I agree. There's, uh, there's so many good parts. So, you're... Dude. We just wrapped. We we did a two episode back to back. Nice. Uh, two night. It was on date night. We were doing it on Monday. We were watching some Seven nice. Deadly because it was getting to the point where uh, it was going really deep. Yeah. For the first time in the show, like yeah, really yeah. deep, right? So it's going in the backstory of Bond, uh, 
King and then King's sister. Uh, or Elaine. D- Elaine. I wouldn't say Deanne. That's not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then yes. and now I'm thinking of the character that's going to be introduced soon who was uh, like the old best friend of King. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Do you uh, remember the name? I do. You do? Do you want me to say? What's it start with? H. Dude, why, these, why these names are so good in this, first... in this shit. It's not bad. Um, do you want me to say? No. Because I think I think you'd be better if you just watched it. I think you're right. If it comes to me... Do you me, remember how they show up? I don't even remember how he, how he shows up. Okay. No, no, no. Then I, I don't want to say yeah. anything. Okay. Yeah. I remember, but I remember, that's where we're at. So King is like yeah. more or less like he just now is understanding. He has the conversation with Elaine mm. and understands like... Even like, oh, it's so emotional because he's literally like coming from a place of like, no, like, Elaine, I'm here to save you. And she's crying to Bond. He's just being ignored as he's watching what's happening. And then Bond's walking away. And Elaine is literally saying, please, Bond, thank you. You know? Mm -hmm. And and he's like, do you see the backstory? What is this vibe? It like slightly, oh, okay, just the okay. backstory of him meeting Elaine. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and everything that happens. That's there. so emotional. It's so emotional. Like bro. that whole thing, and and him getting critically injured, and her like like forcing him to drink that. Yes, so good. Without even knowing what's gonna actually happen, no. you know, like no. oh my gosh, amazing show. Mm. So especially if any of you out there, like I would even describe. I, I, it was funny. I was talking to a cashier at Target also uh, mm. on date night. Like we were mm. leaving to come home and, and like enjoy our night here after we went to dinner. And the cashier was like asking me all these anime questions. He, I think he noticed the Avatar oh, tattoo, yeah. right? Yeah, Which yeah. is a great kind of like segue to anime when people really notice it. Sure. And, and they'll call it out. Not just yeah. say, well, it was a cool tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Bro, is that Avatar? Right? Yeah, so yeah. we start talking and he recommends an, av- uh, an anime to watch that was on HBO. And, I, and he's like, what's one you got for me? And I said, have you seen Seven Deadly Sins? He never even heard of it. I'm like, all right, I'll be, he's like, I'm kind of new into anime it. though. Yeah. I said, okay, I'll be real. If you look at it, it looks very anime. So this is for everyone out there too. If you mm. look at it, it's on Netflix. Yep. Very, very accessible. Yep. It looks like a anime, a very stereotypical anime. It does. And honestly, it feeds into that whole vibe. Right. It treats itself like a very stereotypical anime. It does. But it will blow you away with how actually how fucking deep and dark and how much it grips you for a journey you're not ready for. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. That is Seven Deadly Sins in Agree. a nutshell. Yes, bro. Agree. And so much grander than you can even possibly imagine. Are you going to follow my watch order? I am going to follow you your should. watch order. You I'm going to have to screenshot that and, and put that somewhere. You so definitely I, like, should. You don't have, have to worry about it until uh, season four. Four. Yeah, that's okay. when the first movie happens. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I do not want to fuck that up. And then there's a point where you have to stop in the episode. So yeah, you gotta you remember told that, me that in the last episode, you just gotta stop just for the best watching experience. Watch the movie and, and then finish the last episode. And then in one go. sitting, right? Probably should. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I would say so. I, I say you probably should. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just saying because I mean, the you, last episode too. Yeah. The last. Yeah. Well, the last episode it goes until a certain time. Then there's a bit of a time skip, but to you, get the full 
experience of everything that happens at the last part of the last episode, you should definitely watch the movie. Mm. Definitely worth okay. the and it's the second movie. But I have it all written down for that thing that I sent you. With that being said, Josh, yes. let's get plugged in. Let's brother. get plugged let's in. Dive into the episode, yes. shall we? Let's I'm really excited. I'm really excited yeah. to share with you in the audience what we got cooking today. I'm excited too. Um, with everything we've talked about yes. previously, and and in both of us trying to evolve too with the cast and and get a structure that just feels perfect, right? It's like a never-ending journey for it both is. of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, because we can uh, talk forever That's as right. we. Uh, I mean, you don't even have to give us a prompt. During no. the pregame, we are, didn't we, have anything. I'll be real. We're at yeah. two hours and 46 minutes mm. now. Sounds about And right. we've had no prompts. Nope. So that is the nature of us and the podcast. So it. let's dive into it, Joshy. Let's, uh, we'll start with our plugged in section here. So let's uh, let's give a wrap to the audience, shall we? Let's do it. Welcome, my friends, to the official Flash Bros podcast. As we said earlier, this production, uh, to put it in a nutshell... It constitutes two best friends sharing casual discussions and exploring our collective interests, mainly video games, anime, all the things we're passionate about here. All those, all those, All those things. Uh, Highlighting modern headlines and nostalgic topics framed around gaming, anime, and further diverse passions. Our focus is set on spreading positive vibes while providing comprehensive and informative content for each other and our audience and building a vibrant community where you can actively join the conversation. That's right, baby. Does that sound good to you, Josh? Sounds perfect. Perfect! To me. Our episodes drop every Friday at 5 a.m. with our exclusive pregame episodes dropping every Thursday, so look forward to that. Tomorrow morning on the 29th yeah. for a special Leap Year episode. Leap Year, uh, baby. It is available everywhere, mainly coming out of Spotify, where you can also check out our Spotify Q&A and get involved really easily that way. Yeah. Uh, literally, like not even have to like send a message. It's on the episode. You respond to my question. You press enter. It's good. Easy. You can do it from your phone. Simple. Uh, also available on YouTube and all audio platforms. So, uh, where I mean... You know, if you're listening to it, you probably found it. But mm-hmm. wherever you would like it, you can get it. Promise you that. That's much. right, baby. Uh, we invite you, my friends. Speaking of community, join the community. Get plugged in. Questions, comments, corrections, discussions, just some examples. Write in anything because we're down to just have you guys uh, join us as if you were Absolutely. sitting here with us in the VIP lounge. That's how you we feel. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Uh, so for how to get plugged in, first, best place, Patreon. Okay. Our Patreon is where we uh, really run the entire business model and where we push out all of our content is through Patreon first and foremost. So you can go over to our website, patreon.com slash flash bros podcast. And there is a free membership. All you need is like your name and email. I think I don't even think you need a phone number. Uh, and if you just sign up there, you can respond to all of our posts that way and right in there. Uh, you'll get email updates and access to our discord immediately and you'll also have a opportunity you'll see a link there to become a gold tier sponsor joshi let's dive into that sponsorship let's real quick do it. uh perks include recognition during each episode access to our exclusive content that's right like pregame that we mentioned oh earlier, yeah with much more to come we had a In fact one. You'll get access to all future yes. premium content from the Flash Bros, including yes. video content coming this year, coming, coming very this soon, year, yeah. uh, and all of our exclusive posts directly to you. You can also send submissions directly through the Patreon app, which uh, I think is a huge benefit, especially considering today's techie world, and we're all on the go. So if you like ease of access, if you like exclusive shit, 
definitely check out our subscription. Uh, we don't think you'll be put disappointed, especially for five dollars a month. Absolutely should because uh, you also get exclusive Discord access. Yes, priority access to both Joshy and I. Um, and I definitely am not very involved with the Discord and won't be until my season is up. Yeah. Uh, but lots to come there, my friends. And, and the Discord is also free to anyone, but there's anyone. priority to um, the sponsors. Uh, yeah. There's a. There's a. Yeah. So yes. Should... Absolutely right. Yeah. Absolutely. And and. Also, it's really even seamless. Like you connect your Discord account to your Patreon, and when you become a sponsor, your membership within our Discord community automatically upgrades That's right, baby. to that level. That's so right, baby. I don't even have to go in and accept you. You just already are. That's okay? right. And with the last big perk here, which is definitely worth member mentioning, it's a membership lock-in price. Yes. What does that yes. mean? That means. You pay now the $5 a month, and we want to incentivize people who have been with us from the beginning or the longest. So if the future, uh, which it will, the price goes up, 10 bucks a month, 15 20 bucks a month, you get all future premium content access until you cancel. And if you're paying $5 a month, you get that forever. That's right, so, baby. That's right, baby. That's how we huge, do it, baby. Perp. That's how we do it here. Alternatively, let's get into some free access here so you can email us flashbrospodcast at gmail.com or simply reply to those uh, Spotify Q&As I mentioned and that will uh, be the easiest way I would say to just uh, get involved send in a message and you don't have to do anything else or even get signed up with your email or put it out there uh, we honestly really, really appreciate and respect privacy. So right. if you guys uh, want to just uh, be involved from a distance, we're so okay with that. That's so right. Don't hesitate, you guys. And your support means everything for the podcast and our vision of this community. We appreciate and love every single one of you. That's so right. Baby. Do not forget that. Never do. Joshie, let's dive into our Patreon sponsors here. So as I mentioned earlier, list of uh, one of the perks is recognition during each episode. That's right. So I have a list here of our current Patreon sponsors which have been here for a long time. A long and time. we fucking love them. Love Let's start with Annette A. Yeah. Annette, happy to see you. I don't even know if she uh, really is listening to, like, or caught up on the episodes, and she's got a super busy life. Oh, but she, she is. is my mother, and she is uh, yeah. one of the biggest supporters we've Yes, yeah, she is. As with she's... your mom, too. Yeah, she is, absolutely. Um, I was going to say, your mom is also such a lovely lady. We oh, love man. her so much. Yeah, we do. We I miss really her. Do. I haven't seen the when, when are they coming to AZ again? Dude, I hope soon. I yeah, hope so I think too. my dad mentioned something about the spring, but it sounds like they're they got a lot going on back home. Um, sure. As as usual, as everyone. That's how it right goes. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping before it gets too hot. I'll tell you that much. Sure. Hopefully. Yeah. So it's to come to soon. Come. Then. Yeah, dude, definitely. It's enough. If she does come, she gotta get like an official Flash Brothers like greeting. Yeah, and, she and does. Luncheon, you know. What Absolutely. I'm saying? Yeah, dude. At a minimum. Come oh. on now. Uh, next on here is Donald Duck. Oh, yes, Donald sir. B, the this man continuous shout outs. Yeah, still haven't heard back from our message we oh, sent him yes. privately. We did. Um, on a couple our, episodes. On our, yeah, on our uh, uh, half a year. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, on our half a year episode. We sent him a message live and he still hasn't responded, but that's okay. We will wait. We will wait. And patiently. See. Yeah, we and, and we hope you're listening, Donald, and we hope you're enjoying all the content that's to come because Donald's been around, I think, since like week two of the podcast. He's one of the OGs. One of the OGs. He's absolutely one of the shout OGs. Shout outs, my Shout bro. out to the man. Uh, next on here is Kendall. Kendall. As I'm talking about the sparkle. Yes, uh, yeah, yes. Pikachu earlier, uh, based on her, but uh, actual legend, huge supporter of the show, yep. huge supporter to Joshi and I personally, absolutely cooking for us, cleaning for us in the house, taking like, care of Momo, taking care of yeah. Momo every day. I'm pretty sure she's taking care of him right now. She probably yeah, is. She probably as she's is. sick. So 
an actual godsend to both Joshi and I. We appreciate her very much. Seriously. And honestly, pretty much every on every Patreon sponsor that's left on this list knows exactly who Kendall is. Uh, so special shout out to her. Special shout. And next on here, as we mentioned earlier, Adrell Williams. Yes, sir. Uh, get a private plug. Yes. From Joshi. Absolutely. Real quick. Yeah. So he does Twitch streaming. If you guys are interested at all or watch Twitch at all, uh, he is absolutely hilarious. I would say. Um, if you're getting in now, you're just getting in the ground, on the ground floor of a community that is absolutely going to absolutely. flourish absolutely. because he is hilarious. He's personable and, uh, just has a lot of good shit going for him. Uh, yeah, a is amazing, but he's, uh, uh, at sweet a that's sweet a Y E E E that's three E's at the end of a, um, and, uh, go check him out on Twitch. He is hilarious, he is. lovable, beautiful man. I admire his social drive yeah. so much. Dude, yeah. It seems to have no limits. Just last night, he literally came in right when I got home from work. I was tired as a dog. He was like, play me in Smash. I'm like, I have to. You're you right. You have to, bro. Him and I are also getting to a level that's crazy because he plays me in exclusively Falco and I play him in Dark Pit. Him and I are just getting better every single time we play. It's crazy. His Falco's see, disgusting. It's good, but it's better now. I'm not kidding because I've been able to catch him on, on a lot of his shit. Yeah. And I still do because from what I've learned... Falco is a much more punish and Fox, I suppose, much more punishable um, uh, recovery than Definitely. I expected it to be. Definitely, especially with Dark Pit, uh, his Nair counteracts his um, side B perfectly. Oh, really? Yeah, because think about it. His Nair is a spin yes. that yes. completely like like it's like a circle. Yeah, and like a sword hitbox. Yes, so it's like disjointed. So it's disjointed. So it literally will cut off his side B and it'll launch him forward. Wow, that is it's pretty. Very it's pretty crazy. Yeah, but yeah, it's, Dude, it's so good dope. stuff. Yeah, shout out uh, Adriel, uh, man. Yeah, shout out Adriel, man. Yeah, for real. And we could talk about Smash for ages. Absolutely like, could. Uh, all the in depth. We could. Yeah. Hyper Wombert, like yes. uh, even our Reese and Big Sammy came over last night. We oh played yeah, a couple of rounds. Nice. Yeah. Reese is also getting really good. At yeah, Reese is getting good. Yeah, good. <clears throat> a lot more patient. A lot more. Yep. Uh, you know, I feel like when you play on like such, I, and I never want this to sound like we're better Smash players than no. anybody. But on we the, never want to just speaking away. technically. Yeah. It, when you get to like an advanced level of Smash. Mm. It's all about... It's like this never-ending game of rock, paper, scissors. Absolutely. And what I mean by that is, like, you're both throwing out things in moving ways, anticipating and predicting what your opponent is going to do. Absolutely. And it's all so fast. So... You know, when you get to that level, like, you're, you're just constantly, like, trying shit. You're constantly trying to punish shit. Absolutely. It's so addicting. I fucking love it. It's so good. It, it's so good. It's amazing. We yeah, should play some tonight. We should. Right after the smash. Absolutely. Actually, we should, you know, we should, get, huh. like, go eat. I, I just checked in with Kendall, uh-huh. and she door-dashed herself some Chipotle. I saw the guy walk by. Yo, oh, did that you? That was who I was wondering. I was like, who's coming to our house? Yeah, you down to pick some up after this? Sure. Like Chipotle? Chipotle? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. a beautiful vibe. I love this. Well, actually... Yeah, I did make some food from oh, the did restaurant, you? and okay. uh, I'm keeping it here. Okay, save some money. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you know it's always on me. So. No, we'll see, bro. Uh, Next on here is John Rao the Fourth, my man, Johnny Johnny. Johnny saw him boy, on Saturday. Nice. Uh, he actually had uh, a little bit of conversation. He started with me uh, at work, like just talking about what we were really discussing in the meat of like the the big three, mm. what direction, what it's going to look like in five years. Mm. He replied on the party chat section, so we'll actually dive into that when we get uh, there. He, it was the Spotify Q&A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, which I was like, hey, well, like, what is 
the industry going to look like in three mm. years? Who's going to be on top, mm. right? He had a very different outlook really? than what you and I discussed. So I'm, I'm excited, excited to get uh, into yeah, it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me because too. I really... I and. I think even how we approach it was like, I'm sorry, I disagree with you guys. I'm like, no, no, no. Take out Please. the apology no, because yeah. that's what this is all about. It's about different perspectives. It's not about disagreeing and being on one side or another. No, it's about right. conversation about what's to come. Yep. All competition is good. You agree. Know? Like if Agree. Pal- yeah. Whole- Anyways, let- yes. let's detract here. Yes. Whole tangent. Lene Lovelady, oh. big shout out, superhero herself. She could also be in Cowboy Bebop. She could be. Yeah. Yeah. She, she could be could. the main character. She to be absolutely completely she, honest. She probably you. is. She probably is. Yeah. yeah. Beyond Unico. Yep. So uh, shout outs to uh, Lene Lovelady. Love you so much. Last but not least, of the Saint of All Seven. Yes. You know who it is? Of course I do, bro. Who is it? Are you kidding me? Mike! Mikey Sandoval of the Sandoval Seven! <laughs> I love it. It's perfect. Love you, Mikey. Mikey and that Mikey. dude, like, uh, as I was saying in pregame too, that dude is, uh, his heart is 100% there yeah. when we're there working together. Absolutely. Both him and Lenan. Like, I, I couldn't do it without those guys. So. Yeah, man. Big shout out. And thank you so much for being big, big supporters of our Absolutely. show. We love it more than Nick could possibly know, too. <sighs> It's hard that, to put into that's words. saying the facts. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. In fact, uh, actually, uh, they've asked me, Lene has asked me several times to, uh, I think I sent you a text, but let me actually verbalize Ooh. it. Next Monday, Yes. if you're not working or if you're able to not work. I can uh, I can request it off. Yeah. Ne- okay. If it's not too late, yeah. this next Monday, the 4th, we're all going to Lene's for a hangout. Nice. Mikey is really going to try to be there. I don't know if he's for sure. But Lene will be there, and Johnny, nice. and Kendall, obviously, if you would like to go. I would You're, love to yeah, go. Expert. Yeah. I okay. would love to then go. Then let's, let's carpool. Make yes. it easy. Let's yeah, it. Make a whole venture out of easy. it. Look forward to that, you guys. I have a special shout-out to wrap this up from Brad S. himself, Shadow Buddy, also Shadow Buddy Music. Those are his social handles. You can find him on Instagram, uh, SoundCloud, Spotify. Uh, he's got a one. My favorite song that he has on his platform, Brett, by the way, is called a uh, uh, "Like Paradise." I think mm. is the name of the song. Oh, nice! Or like something Paradise. Or what just was the one Paradise? you showed me yesterday? That was the song. Oh, yeah, I think one. it's called "Like Paradise." That was a good one. Uh, yeah, this dude is. It's been so cool to see him evolve so much. Because yeah. I've been following Brad and his journey with music for a long time. Yeah. Probably at least a decade. Um, nice. it just he's been very passively doing it as he's. You know, he's a manager of a store, and he's he's married, and he's got all right. this stuff going on. Right. Uh, big, big, uh, like follower of Brad and fan of Brad and his work myself. But so dope that we've come together as childhood friends and helping each other in in our creative vision. So Absolutely. we couldn't do it without you, Brad. We literally couldn't. We literally couldn't. We couldn't. Yeah, couldn't. I could not have the hype I have for Hell our no. intro, Hell no. for our pregame intro yep. either. Like without Brad, it like it, Brad. it's such an integral part of all it of it. Absolutely, it makes me not want to even like go to look up other music. Yeah, I just want to take what he sends me and just go from there. Go, you for know what it. I mean? Fit yep. the vibe around what he is setting for completely. our vibe. And honestly, he fucking nailed it with this season's intro. I completely. So I can't wait for next season here. But Joshy, you know how we do. I know. Do you? Okay, let me preface. Talk We're me. back on track. Yes. For the main cast yes. from last week. Yes. From coming off of it, like I'm like. We're so tired. Let, let's just make it right. simple. Right. We're back on track here. So okay. With that being said, do you know what's coming? Of course, I know. What's right coming. now. Yes. Our first major section. Should I scream of the it out show? Loud? We should. 
because it's called Retro, Retro Recap. Yes, sir, baby. That's right, baby. Josh, it was beautiful. Thank We're you. back on it. This is our first. Uh, this is actually going to be our first that's that's unique in a way that Ooh. I didn't see coming from the inception of this podcast. Okay. Uh, and we're gonna dive into like what's wh- where where the evolution is going right now yeah. of of the current state of the podcast and what I'm envisioning wrapping up the rest of the season. Nice. Okay. Uh, my friends, to to reiterate, what is Retro Recap? Retro Recap is our first nostalgic trip into our first gaming section here. We take a we go through the list of games that were released for this week, which by the way, that's February twenty sixth through March third. Nice. And we, we, we find a game, a piece of history, and uh, a list of games traditionally yes. and we talk about them. But because of how our podcast has evolved mm. and because of everything I've said earlier, Joshi, I have one game. Which one? We're going to talk about today. What? That's it. And that's going to be our retro recap. Wow. And that's going to be the format we're going, we're following going forward. I'm 100% for with this. it. Yeah, you with I'm 100% it? 100% with yes, it. Yes, bro. I yes. think it's just really going to open up because for those who've been here since episode one, we had like 35, 25 games, and then we had like some more on episode two, Right. and we've slowly tried <laughs> lessening it from yes. here. Yes, yes. Right? And I feel... Very, very confident that we could talk about like one thing per section. I completely you down agree. with that? I'm so down. So down. We're perfecting it, bro. Perfecting Perfection. it, bro. Perfection. Perfect. So today we haven't even touched what the main topic is about. No, we haven't. You have an idea. I do have an idea. Okay. So I think that our retro recap is following that suit. Our game today, Joshi, is Pokemon Stadium. On the Nintendo 64, this released February 29th in the year 2000. Nice. I actually have to clarify, I when I was looking up some stuff for Pokemon Stadium, yes, yes. Uh, I had three different release dates I found, and I, I couldn't find one that was like a definitive a release definitive date. A definitive, interesting. Right. So, for North America? For North America, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's North America because uh, Japan came out in 99. In fact... What I did find out that I did not know before this episode what? is this is actually called Pokemon Stadium 2 in Japan. Because they a... already had a Pokemon Stadium. I've never heard of the original Me Pokemon neither. Stadium. And what? it literally, the cover is crazy. I'm not, um, I, I'm just not going to go through the trouble of like picture and like fact check, but it's when weird. I was looking up on Wikipedia, you'll up. see it on there. Like there is a Japanese box art of what looks like a more modernized version of like fire red and leaf green. Or I guess more of a classic. Oh, version. okay, okay. In one box oh, art. Oh shit! That yeah. is the. It was an original Pokemon Stadium. I, I don't know anything about it. What? So wild to me. Definitely Final Fantasy. That vibes, is wild, right? I'm Definitely. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, we we're on our second. But you know, you in America, you're a little slow because we're taking a long time translating the game to English and localizing it. So we're gonna like come out with another game, and that's just gonna be our second game. Not to confuse you, but your game is gonna be called. The same thing. Right. So we got Pokemon Stadium. They got Pokemon Stadium 2. This game came out in, uh, like, I'm setting it for the sake of this episode and the specialness of this episode. The first release date I found was February 29th, 2000. 2000. Which, if that's true, it's a leap year game, baby. It is a leap year game. You know what I'm saying? So, let's dive into it. Its anniversary only comes every four years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so we can finally celebrate it this year. Yeah, so it's the... 24th anniversary technically yeah but then if you're being like official yeah it'd be the sixth yeah 
Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's only been six, six or seven? Years. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Joshi, what um I want to know like your experience with this game because yes. I know we, we grew up very different gamers. Yes, we did. And, yeah, and N sixty four is definitely like that was my childhood was right. in that console. Right. I have a lot I could unpack about this game. So yeah. We could actually do a whole episode on it just yeah. from nothing other than my own experience. Yes. But I want to know where you're at. Did so, you play this game? Um, I didn't play a lot of it, to okay. be 100% honest with you, because Coliseum, which was on the GameCube, yes. was kind of more my time. Right? For sure. But I do have a little bit of experience with Pokemon Stadium because my friend Cole... Who used to who had a, a N64? Who okay. I used to play okay. the original Smash Bros. with him. Uh, he had the game and uh, he fucking loved it. He we used to talk about it all the time and it was like uh, kind of like a game you'd go over and just like watch the other person play mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of in my opinion and people still bring this up about Coliseum or Stadium the animations of all the Pokemon are mm. one of the highlights of what it is. Definitely. Right? You know what I Definitely. mean? Definitely. And the announcer. Yeah. Remember, like the announcer Absolutely. Yeah. And he's going down. Yeah. Like it literally, they took all this production to make it feel like a stadium. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, I agree. And I, um, I, I've also said before, I mean, I think that was so cool because we'd never really, obviously now it feels silly because you have, every single Pokemon 3D model on your phone. But before that, seeing Pokemon in 3D was almost like a new like dimension that you could Definitely. explore. Like I remember in Coliseum, that was how I found out that, uh, not Dusclops, what was the Duskull? Duskull? Duskull has yeah. a single eye that's behind the Yes, mask. and it moves. And it moves, yeah. Yes, so bro. it moves its head like that, and the eye kind of stays... I remember seeing that and looking at the character completely different because the original games and some of the artwork, it would have the eye at the center. Yes. So it looks like two pupils kind of looking forward. You're right. You know You're what I mean? absolutely right. And so yeah. that third dimension was so important. I know it's Coliseum, but it, that's the same vibe that you would get Definitely. from uh, Stadium. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or Definitely. Stadium 2, as we should call it. Yeah, yeah, either way, right? Stadium 2, which, by the way, Pokemon Stadium 2 that we got in the United States, that actually is fundamentally uh, a better game in every aspect. You think so? In fact, it's probably one of my favorite 64 games. Seriously? Yes, yes, for so many reasons. Is it on uh, uh, online now? I think it is. I I think think both of them are. Let me dive into... Yes. Let me put you in my headspace for Please. a second of why this game was so important. Yes. Uh, first of all, everything yes. you said. Right. Like, the animation, like, 100%. Like, the New it brought Pokemon to life yeah. in a way that had never been done never. before. Right? Yeah. And even Pokemon Coliseum, like, that was yeah. an idea of literally bringing it to life in a single-player yeah. adventure way. Right, right, right. That didn't really follow the traditional Pokemon formula. Right. I mean, it didn't. There was no wild grass. No, yeah, yeah. There was no what random encounters. Right. Was none of that. You got Pokemon from your opponents. Right. Which are like all evil Team Rocket grunts. Right, right, right. right. Uh, so, very different vibe, and I have so much love for Coliseum specifically. I agree. But Pokemon Stadium, it's this thing where if I was to like put it in front of you, mm. I don't think you could... I don't think even myself, I could capture... What I'm gonna tell you with which 
like what it was like at the time. It's kind mm. of one of those things, just like Absolutely. Ocarina, yeah. just like like some things that well, Ocarina is even a bad example because you can play Ocarina right now, okay. even the original non-release yeah. no HD, yeah, no, yeah. right? And you can have an ex- an amazing experience playing that game for the first time. Yeah, and you can appreciate and be like, okay, yeah, we've we've come a long way, right? But I see. So everything. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Pokemon Stadium, I don't think I could say that. But mm. what I can say is it did a lot of firsts for tech and for Pokemon. Absolutely. That w- and it's very Nintendo. Mm. From everything we discussed last week, from mm. like innovation right. and kind of new. Right. One of those things being the attachment they sold separately, mm. and it actually came with a copy that you bought in the box. It what was, was the it? adapter that attached to the back of the 64 controller, and you got to put a game card in it. A Game Boy game. What? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. Wow, okay. This is... I don't remember the name of it. It was called like some like expans, expansion uh, like cartridge. Expansion cart. Okay. Something. I'll, I'll stick it with is it. literally it's it's massive and ugly. It's a big kind of like tr- you know '90s. So it, right. it, and this came out in 2000, but it was off of remember all the '64s with the translucent color. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, the front of it was a, like a light Nintendo or an SN, SNES style like light gray. Okay. And the back was like translucent, like okay. that vibe, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it plugged in the back of your controller, and it made it significantly heavier. Do you know what it's called? And I don't, but if you look it up, like yeah. look up like N64 uh, Game Boy Pack. Okay. Or Game Boy Expansion. You'll see what I mean. It looks very interesting. <laughs> and you it's literally meant to put in that one right there. That is exactly That's it. That's the one. It's only meant to play. Like I I you know, I'll be completely honest. I don't know like if it really was uh, like exercised in other games, other series, mm. or for any other purpose. But in my childhood, what I remember was this came with it, and it was also sold separately. It was a completely different experience. It was beyond what the Super Nintendo did before it right. of the Super Game Boy. Right. Of putting in your game cart, right, your Pokemon Red, and playing it on your SNES. Right. Like, that was like, whoa. You know, it's not like the graphics are better. Right. It's just blown up. And it's on it's a in TV. color. It's on a TV yeah. in your hand in a controller. Yep. And there's no HD back then, right? Right, right, right? But it's just, it's bigger, it's brighter, it's better. Yeah. And the N64 controller, it kind of was like, you know, part of its funky-ass design. The D-pad's on the left, and it's almost meant for... A, playing a Game Boy right. on it, if you look right. at it in that sense. Sure. Most 64 games didn't utilize that D-pad. It, so, most games, actually, that yeah. I played yeah. didn't even have any functionality with the D-pad. That's Mario 64. Yeah. The D-pad does nothing. Yeah. Literally. Right. You don't even go through the menu with it. You yeah. go through it with the stick. right? Yeah. So, Pokemon Stadium, you actually control the entire game with the D-pad. That's the best way to play oh, wow. it. Right? So, it was very unique in that sense. Yeah, and then, yeah. They had this cartridge expansion, which only accepted Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Red, and Pokemon Blue. But as you progress through your single-player kind of mission-style thing in Pokemon Stadium, which really, like, what I'm getting at, there's there's multiplayer, and that was a whole avenue of how much fun 
up to four people can have right. on just the mini games, right. they nail those mini games. They're they're so fun. There's like a, there's one called Diglet Toss, uh-huh. and it's like a four by four grid of like whack a mole. Yeah. But instead of whacking the diglets, you're literally throwing rings and trying to land them on diglets oh, yeah. as I they pop that. up. Yeah. And some diglets are gold. Right? right, like a shiny diglet sure, almost, sure. and if you land on them, you get three points. Right, right. so and it, it's so obtuse, so it'd be too easy if you could just like modern tech use a Wiimote. No, you're like aiming your character and with like a little arrow, and you're using the judgment and based on how far back you're at to throw the disc. And it's kind of jank, yeah. but it's really fun. Yeah. It's fun because everyone's on the same level playing field. Right, 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 right. So, fun fact: I actually went to a PAX tournament. Maybe like three or four years ago, before I moved here. Yeah. Oh yeah, so it's got to be like four years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that, I played that that game, the mini games within Pokemon Stadium. Uh-huh. That was the tournament. That was the tournament. I made it to so like the funny. quarterfinals. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. But I, there is a a single player part of it that was super expanded in Pokemon Stadium too. Mm. But it was going through and beating all the gym leaders from the game and the anime. Right. So you start with Brock. Then you go to Misty. Then uh, you know you got a what it, Lieutenant Surge. You yeah. work your way up to Giovanni. Right. You beat Giovanni. Now you challenge the Elite Four. But it did this completely different aspect that's very not Pokemon, which is you don't raise any of your Pokemon. You're not lo- there's no RPG mechanic right. in Pokemon Stadium. Right. If you bring in your own Pokemon, it's from your game. Oh, that's so sick. Yes, with your moveset, yeah. your level, whatever. it In Pokemon Stadium, I think, <clears throat> if I remember right, it kind of implemented like the level 50 system. Oh, okay. So if you had it over level 50, it, it, would, cap fla- it. it would cap it at yeah, 50. Yeah, yeah. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. So if you didn't have that advantage yeah. of playing Pokemon other than Stadium, right. it had all 151 Pokemon, or maybe it was 150, one, or... You know what? I'll be real. I think it was one through 40, 149. So it's through Dragonite. No gotcha. Mewtwo, no Mew. Gotcha. You could rent them. So you build a party of six yeah. or three, yeah. and you tackle these gym leaders in the Elite Four with the Pokemon you rent. Okay? Yeah. Really hard. Because really? Really hard. Because all of your opponents are level 50. Oh, okay. All of you, your Pokemon are level 50. Right. And the way they would handle balance was lower evolutions within the chains for example say you take a ghastly and take a gengar right the gengar is stat wise stronger obviously right because it's a bigger evolution of course but it has weaker moves so it have like yeah. lick and it have like you know back then like we don't have all the moves we have now so right. it'd be like a lot more simplified sometimes you look at it and be like those moves are shit like yeah. Charizard has yeah, yeah. fire spin for his fire move right that's shit yeah Charmeleon has flamethrower so that's obviously yeah. better Charmander yeah. has fire blast like yeah. so they would kind of scale and that's and a really it was interesting, an interesting system yeah very interesting it that's made the game very challenging yeah but I'll sum it up by saying that you go through, and once you beat the Elite Four, it unlocked a new mode in the game for you to be able to play your Game Boy games, red, blue, or yellow, right, at double speed on your TV. What? So it was like, yo, this is sick. So then I went through, and I played all of Pokemon Red 
for one of my many playthroughs yeah. on my stadium at double speed. No way. And, it, like, and not like an emulator double speed. Yeah. No, it like literally played the game at double speed without any glitches. Interesting. Yes. I think they even made it so the music didn't double. Change? Yeah, that's right? crazy. If I remember right. Yeah. Crazy. Then the last thing that really was like, wow, 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 was after you do all of this, uh, you unlock Mewtwo as a final boss. And he literally is like, there's, have you seen like the layout for Pokemon Stadium? It's kind of like Xenoblade. Yeah. It shows like a hand-drawn map. Right, And right. you choose, you're like three magnetons floating around each other. Yeah. And you just like, that selects you're wherever you're yeah, going. Yeah, 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 yeah. So after you beat the Elite Four, which is really hard, you have to right. beat all four of them in a row without losing. Sounds pretty tough. Then you, you unlock Mewtwo who is floating above in space and it's the sky and it goes from a light theme to a dark night theme. Dang. And Mewtwo is now permanently in the sky as a boss you can fight over and over again. Oh, if tough. you beat him, which he is hard, right. like Mewtwo can take down your whole party, right. Right? right? If you beat him, you unlock triple speed. For your game? Yes! Dude, that's crazy. Yes! That's All crazy. these things, by the way, are in Pokemon Stadium 2, right. but tenfold because then you could play Gold and Silver and Crystal. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know if you could play Crystal. Because oh. Crystal was technically a Game Boy Color, color game, game. yeah. But I think it definitely could play Gold and Silver. Gotcha. And uh, you, you could do the double, triple speed. They they went ham. They, you know, Gold and Silver had the 16 badges in Elite Four. Mm -hmm. They had all that. And then right. fighting Red at the end. Right. That it was like an extension of Gold sure, and Silver. Sure, sure, yeah. But there is so much love. And I really wanted to bring you on that, that nostalgia trip with Pokemon That's Stadium. That's so sick. I'm not kidding. It's that deeper than you think. Way deeper than I thought it was. I didn't even know anything about the the playing the game with two times speed or even three that's new Crazy, i've never right? even heard of that yeah that's yeah so sick. yeah and like something that man with all the tech and all the things we've talked about vr and stuff it's right. like this is such old tech absolutely but i'm so happy i lived through that totally you know what i mean totally yes bro. yes yeah and something that you know really now, if I was to equate it to like like modern times, right. I think the last game that came out in this kind of vein was Pokemon Battle Revolution mm. on the Wii. Yeah, yeah. And that is not what Pokemon Stadium is. Gotcha. It is in like a small essence, right? right? It's like okay, they have the renting Pokemon system. Right. You you fight PvP, but it, well, what was it called? Pokemon Battle Revolution. Battle Revolution. As Palkia and Dialga yeah, right in the front. Yeah, I never played that one, though. I played it a little bit. Oh, okay. And okay. I, I just remember, I rented it, and I remember thinking, like, oh, this is the modern Pokemon Stadium right. vibe. Right. Because even Coliseum is not that. Coliseum sure. is only that single-player single, adventure, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And then yeah. you could do PvP, but only with Pokemon you had in your game, mm. and you had to hook it up with the adapter, yeah, and your yeah. buddy had to have the same thing, so you would fight each other right. via Emerald and Ruby right, right, and, right. and Sapphire against each other on a TV. That that was the cool thing, yeah. but that's it. Like It, it didn't really capture the essence sure, of what like made the Pokemon Stadium right. so special. Yeah, I'm 100% yeah. with it. Yeah, bro. I think Pokemon Stadium sounds like a innovation in the way that you would play a Pokemon game, especially Absolutely. a console game and what it means as an extension to those yes. said games. And very Nintendo. Yeah. More Nintendo than Absolutely. you, like, I don't know. L looking back, I feel like it, it could just easily be taken for granted what totally. it is. And it's, it's very exemplary. Right. And it made me really happy to see Pokemon Stadium right. come to the, um, like the eShop because yeah. that 
is de- that is a piece of history that yeah. and just like Pokemon trading card game in the Game Boy Color. Right, right. It's right. like there's so much effort and love here that you pr- no one will probably ever see. Completely. You know agree. what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there anything more you want to say on it? No, honestly, yeah, I cool. feel like you've said so much amazing shit about it. Fuck yeah, bro. I'm lie. Bringing a little nostalgia trip about yeah. Pokemon. Pokeball. Joshua, with that's being said yes. here, yes. are you ready to jump into the headliner this week? Um, Absolutely. Do you mind if we pee real quick? You know what? Let's do that. Is that Let's okay? Have, no, that sounds perfect. Because I got perfect pee. time. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just a little? Yeah. Uh, alcohol went right through me. Oh, I <clears throat> fucked that that's up, That's okay. Bro. That was not opening. I think these cans Beautiful. just don't sound as good. I Honestly, this pack's a dud. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go I with hope that. they don't change it to this forever. Mm-mm. No, we got to go back to the simple. You know what? I got these at, uh, at Circle K. At the mm. at the really sketch one that's like right around the corner, like Macy Review. That one? Uh yeah. That's my favorite Circle K. I like it. I love but the it. vibe of, of the community around. Do you it know is... Megan? It's so funny because oh my god. Okay. So I walk there so often. Really? Absolutely. Every time, like if we've had something to drink, we're not driving. Yeah. We'll go over to Circle K to get like a snack or something. You know? Yeah. So you're uh, not talking about the one that's on University. You're talking about n- no, the one on uh, right, right at the corner, right across from. the I'm apartments. not talking about that one. Yeah, I'm What's talking the about the one? one that like you take a right on Dobson and you walk down towards Riverview and it's the first gas station. On the oh, road. that first one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really care for it, but okay. I didn't think it was more sketchy than that one. No, you're, they're both really sketchy. I don't. Yeah. The only gas station, at, the nearest gas station to mm-hmm. us that I feel I don't have that vibe is QT. That's that's true. A half a mile. QT down. also is just a different vibe. It of, is. It's not a gas station. No, no, it's, it's really a not safe place. It's a safe place. Yeah, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I love that. I love that Circle K. I feel like uh, sometimes I can just get into the vibe, you know, especially like if I'm like if it's like late at night, you know, and I and I like pretend to not be scared of anything sketchy it almost reminds me of like the vibe of like a new york where there's just like people everywhere all the time yeah you know what i mean yeah uh, no anyway. for sure okay okay well i don't know if i trust them after picking this pack up all right so i wouldn't either episode i'm gonna try a different spot maybe i'll sure. try qt yeah see what's going QT, down see if they uh joshy yes i we're gonna dive into the pixel press let's do it we got right here, yes. uh, which I might honestly rename eventually to just like the headliner. Um, oh, okay, I'm keeping okay. up the theme of single topic here. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I have our main story I want to mm-hmm. dive into. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a meme, but I, I want to hear the news piece that you had this week. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. barely a news piece, cool. just something cool that I wanted to see even your reaction to. Yeah. Uh, or start even with if that. you had anything to say about. Uh, but uh, essentially, so the leakers are are kind of back. Some of the big leakers who uh, got arrested, those guys are gone, and the new leakers have basically Wait, shown for... up. Do you remember how? Do you remember how? Yeah, remind me. Those big uh, Shonen Jump leakers yes. got arrested. I do. Like a couple weeks back. Yes. Uh, or a little bit longer than that. Maybe like a month ago. I think it was like a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Um, so there's some new ones that are going about. And uh, the leakers whose job is to leak the story uh, for this latest chapter of One Piece are giving spoiler warnings for what's going to happen in this latest chapter. 
And it's kind of like buzzing about everyone is just, they are like, what the hell could possibly happen in the story? With the way it ended, the last chapter, I absolutely can see what they're talking about. So, they haven't (sighs) unveiled what it is yet? They're just giving a spoiler warning as they're kind of deciphering it and whatever? They're saying, uh... Just be careful of spoilers. Yo. Which is crazy. That's crazy. Never have I ever heard of that happening with leakers. Who yeah. are basically being like, beware, like, be careful of spoilers. That's the job of a leaker. Yeah. Is to, like, That's spoil, what I'm right? thinking. Yeah. yeah. No, so, for sure. Pretty crazy. Sounds like an oxymoron. To yeah, be literally, yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, but just a just a, a crazy thing, and and I don't know when the next time that's gonna happen with a, a big story like that, no, where the yeah, leakers sure. are warning people about <laughs> spoilers. So just thought that was interesting that's... and worth mentioning. It's caused quite the stir, and everyone's theorizing, especially in our group chat. We're just cooking up yeah, what's, ideas. What's kind of like cooking? Is La- there like well, some consensus. So uh, I'll just say that there's a lot of huge. One of the biggest appeals of One Piece in general is that it's kind of the tale of of how a big world government that that controls the entire world, mm. how it the corrupt and hidden nature of it can be completely oblivious to the public, essentially. Absolutely. And so our theories are the public learning the true dark intentions and rulers and uh, kind of like a. The people pulling the strings of like learning about it. The stuff we know about as the reader and then the public kind of finding out about it. That's the theory, but we don't know how it's going to happen. We don't know like like what's going to happen, but it was okay. very okay. much set up in the last chapter. And so it's really good shit. I, and it's so, so good. Where are you at personally? Are you? Uh... I think I think they're setting up kind of a red herring of a character that they think that, that you would think as the reader would be the one to leak this information mm. about like huge information about the world government. Uh, but I think it's a red herring. I think that it's going to be another character that was also set up recently is going to, uh, like, I think this, it's like a broadcast that might be okay. sent off. I think it's going to be intercepted. And I think it's the broadcast is going to be finished by another character. That's like one of the, one of the main characters. Basically. Okay. Okay. It's super exciting. And it's literally like everyone in, uh, the group chat that we have, uh, which is six of us, we're just cooking. We're literally just all thinking about different things. Everyone has a different idea. But that's my theory that's right now. Crazy. I think it's going to okay. come down to cool. a, a different character, which I'm keeping this weather free. Yeah. But uh, it's huge. So everyone be careful with spoilers. We'll dude. See we'll see what happens. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, thanks for bringing that up, Joshy. Because uh, kind of the, the format um, that... We kind of briefed on like before yeah. we got in the episode. Yes, we were talking news specifically, yes. right? Like, yes. I'm like, hey, you don't need to report on anything, right? Right, right. So I feel like that is going to be the vibe going forward. Of you definitely don't need to, okay. But if there's something if want, worth yeah, mentioning, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you like, you really want to, absolutely, definitely bring that definitely to our worth, news section. Yeah, because you know what? When you know, there's there's slower uh, weeks when it comes to. Um, uh, anime news especially you know what I mean oh yeah oh uh, yeah and um, a lot of cool stuff can be announced but nothing is always you know as crazy as you'd want it to be for sure yeah you know we don't I mean? need to as as you and I have talked about and uh, shared with our audience like we as uh, the Flash Bros don't need to 
bring up something just to have something to talk about. Yeah. We yeah. should only really be bringing up things that we... Because we'll talk about anything. Exactly. Exactly. I, can I mention one more thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, our friend Azzy, he, he watched that Demon Slayer movie, and it's not... I reported wrong, by the way. It's not a movie. It's uh, like an experience where it's the last two episodes of the Swordsmith Village arc... Which I haven't seen, so no spoilers. Okay, yeah. Um, and then the first episode of this latest season, which is usually about an hour. But Azzy in Seattle saw it in a 4D experience. And so his chair what? was like shaking and like air like went on him. And he said there was a part where it was raining and then water was like like falling from the ceiling. What Isn't the that heck? crazy? Yeah. That's wild. I did yeah. not know that so, was even happening. I didn't know either. Anywhere. I don't know if it's going on here. I know he's in Seattle, so right. who knows? Shit, bro. Seriously. Okay. Well, uh, Joshy, I want to dive right now into um, kind of the... I want to have one new story to talk about, uh, like, going forward as far yeah. as, like, just just cu- touching on, like, the new format for the mm. show. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, there yes. is a minor piece of news I also think is really worth mentioning. Okay, okay. Um, we don't even really have to talk about it, but this is the DICE Awards have officially happened and unveiled Ooh. their winners, yeah. which, as we discussed at the end of last year, mm. and all of our discussion of Game of the Year and things, the DICE Awards is probably the second, second biggest, biggest to the game video awards. game award. Yeah, 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 that's like really, really just publicized and talked about. It's just kind of a bummer it happened so late, because now yeah. we're already just in, you know, Rebirth's about to come out tomorrow. So we're already in this wheelhouse and headspace of, of what's coming now. Sure. Sure. But I think it's worth mentioning uh, just these awards and, and recognizing these feats at the games that um, came last year. You sure. Know? Sure. Uh, and we got a shit ton of amazing games last year. Yeah, I mean, no question did. about that. So real quick, I want to touch on what their categories were called and what their winners were. So the first category they had was Outstanding Achievement in Animation. Cool. They had uh, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1 and Super Mario Wonder with Spider-Man 2 taking the cake. Wow. And they had nice. outstanding achievement. You know, that makes me happy. Oh, I know it does, baby. Because yeah, those animations, as you've mentioned, the animations are insane. Incredible. Insane. It's seriously amazing. I mean, there's a lot of characters in there too, but the the amount of scale of like when I picture Spider-Man and mm. just even web slinging in general, like that whole a dynamic animation that is fluid enough where any corner you turn or whatever has to have an animation that works with it or unique animations where you rarely see them but if you run into like a a specific corner that's that's yeah like in a physics based game physics based game in an it like as as high budget as it is and as thorough as it Mm. is with a map as big as it is that is a feat. So I, I definitely. definitely think they deserve that. No question. Yeah. Yeah. No Fuck question. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like you're definitely uh, more qualified to just really discuss on that than I am. I think they from deserve your experience. It. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I think they so for out, their next award here was Outstanding Achievement in Art Direction. Ooh. That award went to Alan Wake 2. Oh, uh, yeah. Not surprised. I mean, they Didn't also it? won yeah, the Art Direction game, game with awards. the Game Awards. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Next on here is Outstanding Achievement in Character. And what I'm getting from the list is I'm assuming this is a character within the game because the winner was Miles Morales. Mm. within Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. Yep. That's a really good one. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said before when we talked about Spider-Man 2, Miles' whole arc and everything he goes through, 
this makes me so happy that Spider-Man 2 is it, getting too. some kind of award me for too. the things. Because that game is incredible. And not to say it got snubbed or anything, because it was a tough year to compete. Definitely. That is, yes. that is a year that if, if it was back in like 2018... It would have taken the cake, no, no question. question. Like literally, no question. It would have gotten game of the year. All these things, right? Uh, but I understand. I get. I get it. 100%. Definitely. But uh, yeah, Miles is consistently just. It's amazing, seriously. By having three games with him in it, yeah. Miles, the expansion included. Um, it's just amazing seeing him grow as like a, a young man into a, into an actual like adult. Who's like making decisions, and uh, it's beautiful in ways that you really wouldn't expect. And so uh, I'm really, yeah, I'm happy that. Yeah, definitely deserves. And correct me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like any character recognition Mm -hmm. I've really seen from uh, the uh, Insomniac Spider Man Mm -hmm. series, Mm -hmm. it's really been about Peter and about Yuri Lowenthal as a actor, sure, sure, and a character. Yeah, and I don't think I've seen like Miles really show up in, yeah. in the forefront other than his own game. Yeah, yeah. This this kind of like shook me when I saw it. I was like, wow, yeah. like hell yeah. He is the secondary main character. I mean, like truthfully like that game is so incredible for everything it does, but also for what uh it sets up by having two main characters. Definitely. How do you do a game like that? How do you set it up? That's what I'm saying. And they just work perfectly in each other's stories uh, in ways that I uh, am extremely impressed with. Hell yeah. 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 And you're uh, you're a hard man to please, so I'm sure it's pretty good. That is true. Well, the next on here you'll also be happy with. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You're going to like this list. I'm loving it so Uh, far. Because a lot of people might, like, let me just clarify here sure, and sure. put this out there that a lot of people look to the dice awards list as the definitive list really yes and that wow. uh, game awards is more of a spectacle okay. Even, uh, that's just public opinion sure it, i i want to hear it yeah I, yeah because yeah, it's worth noting too like as i mentioned on that episode mm-hmm. they have unveiled that there's an extremely extensive selection process mm. however in how it's presented mm-hmm. especially with what we've talked about this year and things we sure. talked about before the cast was right. conceived, right. which is it's kind of brought on like this Emmy Awards thing Absolutely. now, right? Publicity, say clicks, right. likes, right. At, whatever. Right. So I just think it's really worth noting the respect that the Dice Awards, I think, honestly deserves. Yeah. Um, even despite it's uh, late coming to the party. Okay. okay. Uh, right. So the next on here, outstanding achievement in original music composition, hmm. Spider-Man Two. Wow. Yes, sir. That was against Diablo 4, Alan Wake 2, Planet of Lana. I'm loving this. And Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Dude, I... I like the whole list, too. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I I completely agree. Uh, There's a uh, a track. It's more like... It kind of becomes like a sound bite after a while. For sure. Um, But the theme of one of the main villains, Kraven, is... Such Craven. Uh, a have you never heard of Craven the Hunter? No, he's no. a pretty famous uh, Spider-Man villain. Okay, but what I said when I was initially talking about the game was that uh, especially when I've seen him in things like Spectacular Spider-Man, he feels very goofy. He's his whole thing mm. is he's he's called Craven the Hunter. He's a hunter man from uh, with like kind of superhuman powers. Okay, uh, that is just obsessed with the hunt. That's his whole thing. And so he goes to New York to hunt Spider-Man. There's not a lot of depth you can find 
there naturally in like the comics where it is, but Insomniac just takes that character and does what they've been doing best, which is just making it as compelling as possible. And they added this aspect of, it's not really a spoiler or anything, but uh, this aspect of him like dying of cancer. He has cancer and he uh, needs to find this uh, kind of reason for his death, like this for purpose sure. for his death, yeah. where it's like he is a hunter naturally, but it's like nothing has ever escaped him. Mm. He needs to mm. find... So it's not just Spider-Man. It's New York as a, as a whole. They have like all these characters in there, you know, big Spider-Man characters Definitely. where he's like, if one of these can be the death of me, I will accept that. But I will not accept anything less. I will not let my life yeah. like be taken by anything that's less than... Uh, 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 like the death of a true warrior, right? Yeah, so there's, okay. There's, there's just a lot of uh, depth to it too, That's where it's so like cool. he's escaping, he's running from something. There's, there's, there's something deep in that. So, well, um, uh, I'll continue. Yeah, because yeah. The next award. Well, what I meant to say, I'm oh, so sorry. Yeah. His theme is just incredible. Amazing. It incites all everything I've just said in like a couple sound. It's like this. Mm, like sound yeah. in the in the theme it, it's it chills it's chilling it literally makes you like terrified i'm not even gonna lie dude it's like so it like yeah. makes you think like you're like oh dude i do not want to see this guy because he he's dangerous bro but dangerous anyway anyway okay well the so next uh, achievement on here is yes. outstanding achievement in audio design mm. also going to spy dude that's what i'm Dude, Same. because that's also a theme, but it's also just a sound you hear when you encounter his guards, Definitely. all these things. Let's not even mention Peter and Miles, and I noticed this right when I was playing it. They both have completely different thwip sounds. And Dude, I was going to bring this up yeah? because I remembered you specifically yes. brought this up yes. in one of our like catch-ups yeah. when you were first getting into mm -hmm. Spider-Man. What you mentioned was the design... Not just in animation and everything you said earlier, but the audio design. The you audio mentioned you literally said the word thwip before. It, yeah. And I well, couldn't remember what it was. That's but the so Spider-Man thwip. The that's thwip. what he calls it. Yeah. Because yeah. in the okay. comics it says thwip. It does? So yeah, that's what they call it. Uh, <laughs> okay. But yeah. It's, I didn't know there was some canon. It's genius. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like, yeah. It's the canon thwip. Lore. You thwip. Yeah. Um, but uh, that uh, sound design is not only genius... But I think, truthfully, it couldn't be better. Yeah. The sound of, of... And also, I mean, audio and music and everything you could say, but there's uh, two different musics that play in the background of whether you're playing Peter mm. or Miles. Miles in the game before he came, became Spider-Man. He makes beats. Yes. You know, he's a young African-American yes. teen. So there's this, like... Right, and he's there's got that bass. vibe to him. Yeah, yes. absolutely. To his there's character. this bass, like, like beat... That goes to his Spider-Man theme that literally, like, it's so... Like, like when you're, like, cruising on the web? Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and like, Peter's is a little bit more, like, orchestral, like mm, an, uh, mm -hmm. a, a traditional Spider-Man. Um, but the, the Miles Morales music, you switch to them, and it's just two different vibes. Seamless. It's yeah. seamless and Dude. perfect. I It's masterwork, masterwork of sound and music. Yeah, so I'm so glad they deserve this so much. Yeah. Dude, I, I yes. am, I'm even realizing now how disappointed I was in the game awards because everything i'm saying this was like like i was playing and i'm like this is what 
triple a game should be absolutely like no 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 bullshitting around this is quality yes. that you don't see in every single triple a you really don't like to be honest no, with you and no. i bet you uh, there's some other games that probably wouldn't have even thought that spider-man should have two different thwips or the sound of his web wings coming out or the sound of every single punch he makes they're all different and unique to each spider-man that's so, so amazing okay let's yeah. continue sorry i'm, I'm getting too into it no, I, dude, love I love it so i absolutely love it because it's getting i mean spider-man's getting the recognition that i think it really deserves for it's what deserved it this you, whole time yeah. but especially like with where your heart's at i'm, yeah. I'm not surprised bro absolutely uh, but we'll keep burning through and again if you want to keep uh, adding quips that is totally okay quips yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll take that your, your quippy, quippy quip 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 whip. Thwips. I'll throw a couple of quip flips in yeah, there. Yeah, quip flips. That's quip a whips. tongue twister. Quip All right, next on here is quip outstanding quip achievement in story. Hmm. That went to Baldur's Gate three, which like I think definitely. Like sure, uh, I was sure. kind of surprised Alan Wake two didn't take it because everything I know about that game and it did win it with the yeah. actual game awards. Yeah, and how they handled the storytelling hmm. from two characters, one perspective of uh, the veteran, one perspective of brand new to the series. How it handles that. That is all masterwork. I, no question. It sounds but like it, yeah. it sounds like, from my understanding of what we've talked about, Baldur's Gate 3 and how they handle the storytelling yeah. and the multi-million conversations and directions and a choose-your-own-story mm-hmm. type vibe. That's what I was going to say. Sounds crazy. The effects that it can have on the main story, yes. the decisions you make early on, 12 hours before you get to a certain part, Yeah, that's... A feat. That, yes. And, and I am not even one to say that Baldur's Gate doesn't deserve it. It's just, in my opinion, disappointing when a game like that, which is a masterpiece in its own right in storytelling and, to be honest, I mean, like choosing your own yes. uh, journey, gets put up against games like Tears of the Kingdom or definitely. Spider-Man because no, those problem. games are masterpieces in their own right. Yes. You, you know what I mean? No, definitely. So. Definitely. So... Next on here is Outstanding Technical Achievement, mm, mm. Spider-Man 2. Wow. Along tech. with Action Game of the Year, yes. Spider-Man Dude, 2. let's go. I know, Finally. bro. Oh my god, this Amazing. feels so good. Can I even... You know what's next? What's next? Adventure Game of yeah. the Year, Tears of the Kingdom. Perfect. Where, That's perfect. Dude, it's perfect. Action Adventure, absolutely Spider-Man uh uh adventure what was adventure it? game of the year adventure game yeah. of the year no question tears yes. of the K- there's right. no deny i think it also won the same category in game awards i think you're right i think but it I don't definitely even know, it might have been classified as action adventure to be honest oh it might have been because yeah. it's hard to even like quantify now like what even is you know we talked about that loot that boomer shooter yeah. category right yeah, yeah. of steam it's like how do you even, along with music, right? We've mm-hmm. evolved so much as a society to right. like creative medium. Right. How can you, how can you even put the same two like Tears of the Kingdom and Ocarina of Time? They're kind of not the same no, no. game. Not even right. Close. Like so, you can't say like all Zelda games are just this adventure game because they're uh, not. They're how not. do you even define an adventure game? It's it's tough. That's right? a really good question. Seriously, right? I mean, that's it's. Uh, you know, what you can define them. Huh. Family game of the year. Ooh. What do you think won that one? I think it's Super Mario Wonder. It sure yeah, is. It my deserved friend. it. Following I that, really like these. I'm mean, uh, not just because it's yes. the, the games I love, but I. I seriously felt you fall behind what they're saying, right? Way more, I feel like, uh, than I feel like the high five rush, high five rush, yeah, high five yeah. rush. When you know what I mean? Does like, that not feel a little bit biased? Almost like it was like, like 
they played it and they just liked it a little yeah, bit more. Right. I mean, obviously that's okay. No, I'm with you. But I'm with it you. just feels like at a, on a technical level, if you're gonna go like for best music and best sound design, I have no deny. I'm never gonna deny it. That High Five Rush is probably a, a achievement of its own. Yes. But a triple A game like Spider Man Two. Come on, that's that's so different. Definitely, man. And you know, I'll be real. I don't know what like uh, their like the Dice Awards process is for voting for these things. I do know what the Game Awards is, and I do know that from everything they have claimed, it's very unbiased. Mm. But there isn't a stipulation on beating a game, which interesting I, it, and how can you quantify that i get both arguments sure i i get the argument of how can you fully fully i think this is where you probably fall in and i follow you yeah how can you fully give your like review of a game if you haven't fully experienced Absolutely. it however there is another perspective of basically in a nutshell <laughs> You know, do you need to experience everything if you have a definitive like uh, stance on something within the game? Like, yeah, I mean, thirty hours in, right? Twenty hours in, right? Right. So it's tough, right? It so is I tough. Don't know, I don't it know is. If, if where this wheelhouse is, but to be honest, it kind of sounds like the voting is more geared towards people who've played the entire experience. Sure, I would say. You know, I let's continue though. Fighting game of the year, Street Fighter Six. Okay. Racing game of the year, Forza Motorsport. Good shit. The, and to me, look at the list. That fits. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Right. Like compared to Nickelodeon uh, All Star Brawls Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mortal Kombat One, yeah. uh, F Zero Ninety Nine was in there for Racing Game of the mm. Year, and like you know that's amazing. But I don't think that's a technical feat of Not Racing really. Game no, of the no, Year. No. Uh, if Motorsport didn't come out, okay, sure, we have a conversation, but. Yeah. Uh, continue role playing game of the year, Baldur's Gate three. Makes no sense. surprise there. Absolutely. Sports game of the year, MLB The Show twenty three. Okay. Strategy simulation game of the year, Dune Spice Wars. Immersive reality, technical achievement, mm-hmm. Horizon Call of the Mountain. I've actually heard really good things. From yeah, that. I'm not kidding. Yeah, yeah I have too. And I'll be honest though, like other than hearing it's good, I don't know anything. I don't know about anything it. either. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if it, it sounds like it's a unique Horizon I experience. I think it's a pretty unique. Yeah. I feel just on reading that, and I read this list once before we started talking about it, but right. I, fe- I felt like my gut instinct on seeing that was like, you know, you know my take on Horizon, right. and you know my take on Horizon about like, almost like overhype, because it's something new, it's a new mm-hmm. IP, it's, like, it's, it's great on its own, but in comparison to Breath of the Wild... Where I really felt like Breath of the Wild did everything better. Absolutely. And a lot of people argue the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. I disagree. Yeah. But I feel like Horizon would be a crazy experience in VR. I was going to say the idea of also an open world VR game, which is what I've heard it is. Uh, really? Yeah. I think that sounds like a, a technical feat in its own right. Definitely. So, so And I also, mean, the wheelhouse of, or I guess like the world building of robot dinosaurs but i'm in that world mm. that sounds it does sound way more way compelling i actually might play it and i haven't even played the other dude ones. if you do we gotta talk we'll about definitely it talk yeah about i would it. love to, to to see it and i would it, love to spe- honestly even if i don't see it just hear your thoughts on yeah. it uh, if you dive into that i i would push you to do that that sounds amazing love to. uh next on here's immersive reality game of the year that goes to asgard's wrath 2 right. outstanding achievement for an independent game goes to cocoon and mobile game of the year goes to what the car, 
Online game of the year goes to Diablo 4. Okay. Probably the only uh, list Diablo 4 is going to at all. Yep. Outstanding achievement in game design, Baldur's Gate 3. Along with outstanding achievement in game direction, also Baldur's Gate 3. Mm. And game of the year, Baldur's Gate 3. Mm. So, sounds like Baldur's Gate 3 really deserved it. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> and, I, and from everything I've seen, I think it does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and we actually, we talked on this list a lot more than I thought we would. But I'm, I'm so happy with it because it really, I feel like the focus was a, a lot more on Spider-Man 2 in, in ways it really deserved and it didn't get recognition completely for. Completely agree. You know? I yeah. completely agree. Because no one's really talking about how good the art direction of it is in Spider-Man if it's just a nominee, mm. to be honest. Agreed. Right? I like, agree. maybe a little bit, but not sure. to the extent that you're talking about. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, Joshi, are, do you mind then if we dive into this week's headliner? No mind uh, at all. Sweet. I don't even know if there's a... There's probably a little bit of discussion to be had, but I, sure. I, I was really excited when I saw this news okay. piece. Okay. The good. title, my friend, is yes. Game Sent. Have you seen this? I have not. Okay. It's one word. Game Sent, Sent is capitalized, okay. is a new AI device that allows you to smell game worlds while you're in them. What? This story comes from IGN. This is crazy. This is nuts, bro. What? This is, this literally took me back to the mini story that I was talking about being at E3 with my dad uh-huh. on like the kind of 4D breaking experience right, right, right. where you mentioned with Azzy. Mm-hmm. Check this out. <laughs> the subtitle is Play It, Smell It. Fully immerse yourself. That's crazy. Uh, if you've ever wanted to fully immerse yourself in a game to the point where you can smell things that appear on screen, then I have just the product for you. No way. Uh, this also is like mostly directly quoted from IGN, by the way, as I felt like the whole story was really a massive meme. I'm so, so excited. Let's dive into it. Game Scent is a new product that uses AI to release a scent that directly correlates to the gameplay on your display. Uh, In a press release, the company says that its patent-pending adapter allows the device to use real-time audio cues to dispense a scent. Huh. Yeah. How does that even work? I have no idea. That's crazy. Because I thought this would be all visual. Right, that's what I would assume Based on the tech I was talking about earlier. Right. Okay, red flashing, hot, blue, a lot of blue, cold maybe, like whatever. so it w- the cues for are coming from audio to dispense a scent like the smell of rain during a storm or gunfire in a first-person shooter that corresponds with the game you're playing. Mm. Game Scent is a small box that sits on your desk compatible with PCs, consoles, and VR headsets. What? As the device can plug into either HDMI or 3.5 millimeter jack because all it needs is the audio. Wow. Right. The device is... Uh, uses swappable cartridges to quote keep the sensory the sensory adventure going end quote uh, and a clean air it's I'm putting that in quotes because that's what they're literally calling it is a clean air neutralizer uh, is tech that's inside that removes the scent after uh, a steaming game ses- session wow I cannot speak. Uh, I also added in some like fluffy words. So yeah, yeah, yeah. let's restart. A clean air neutralizer removes scents after a steaming game session, so you don't have to worry about the smell of a smoky explosion filling up your house. That's so funny. Game Scent President Casey Bunce said studies have shown that the sense of smell imprints a long term imprints into long term memory more strongly than any other sense. 
And with GameScent, we're hoping to elevate gamers' experiences to be more exciting and memorable than they ever have been before. Wow. <laughs> so out of the this box. Is so fucking In this fucking funny. crazy. That's crazy. Out of the box, shit. it comes with seven cents. It got, or, uh, oh, I'm sorry, including the neutralizer. So as a scent for storm, forest, racing, explosions, and gunfire. And additional scents are being developed and will be available for purchase in the future, including a sports arena, blood, and fresh cut blood? grass. Blood? Blood. Oh my god. And fresh crazy. cut grass. What is that? They emphasize that. Oh, you know what that could be? What? Uh, like a farming simulation. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. like Minecraft was the first place I went. Yeah, like, Minecraft too. Yeah, that would add to the experience yeah, for sure. Uh, also, $180 retail. 180. 180. You can actually get it right now. Wow. So, yes. This I, is a brand new device. What do you think? That's, that, that wraps the story. Okay, so just with complete honesty, I don't know if I would ever use it if I hadn't played Half-Life Alex. Because imagining that kind of experience with the Half-Life Alex experience... Might be crazy. Might be crazy. Might be like insane. So I, when I was filling out the story and reading it, and I was, I was really wowed by it. I mean, it is a meme, no question. Definitely. But it's also like I'm with you. Like I'm like, yeah. And I haven't experienced Half Life Alex. Right. I have experienced Tetris Effect. Sure. I have experienced sure. uh, some PSVR. Right. right. Actually, quite a bit of PSVR. Like right. when it first came out. Right. And. Yeah, Robo Recall and other experiences that I would say were not like virtual reality immersive. Sure. But I remember how I felt. We've talked about it plenty of times playing Breath of the Wild right. for the first time. Absolutely. And how, you know, you're, you're glued to that screen. Right. 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 And it's really crazy because I'm like, what if? You know, like yeah. what, like I believe what their president's saying about like, you know, there's long-term memory associated with smell. Dude, I totally get that. Blue. That, I, that is blinking my brain to things that have nothing to do with gaming. Totally. You know, the smell of vomit, uh -huh. you will never, ever acclimate to that smell, Absolutely. but you know what it smells like, uh -huh. right? Instantly. And yeah. you know, like, okay, you're almost like your brains is, if you're not like, if you're sober and capable, yeah. you're, you'll automatically go into a mindset of, I got to like take care right yeah so i was even gonna say i have this really interesting experience with goat cheese because have i explained this to you before no i thought but i, I think this is a perfect uh kind of segue conversation from it possibly so, goat cheese so tell me i first of all i hate i extremely dislike disliking types of foods okay because i never want to be the type of person who writes off a taste mm. just because I don't understand it or anything like that. I just did it recently with blue cheese. When I was a kid, I hated blue cheese. I hated it. I literally thought it like, like I'd smell, smell and be like, Bleh. like that's, that makes oh, me sick. I love and blue cheese. Me, I always have. Me too now. Now. So I trained my taste buds at Top Golf. I would take the blue cheese and I would like rest it in my mouth and I would kind of like smear it on my tongue and I would like just like taste it yeah and i would taste it and i would appreciate like, all the in. taste yeah and take wow. it in wow i've wanted to do the same thing with goat cheese but the issue is i've been to a lot of petting zoos mm. uh one of the examples did you see the one at uh ren fair i did yeah yeah um there's goats there, there right are. there are goats there and 
there's also a lot of shit and piss. Definitely. And the smell of a goat, from what I've learned from these these experiences, experiences. Yeah. is that they smell like a goat. They smell like... And goat cheese has the taste of a goat. Mm. You can taste the goat So you're smell. like associating that goat cheese with like shit and piss? When I taste it, Sam, it tastes like shit and piss. Wow. And I can't even remember the last time I've been to a petting zoo. Maybe at like a like I went to a zoo a couple of years ago. Yeah, but it's so ingrained. Well, butterfly wonderland. In my, uh, I don't have goats there, but <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good example. Uh, but like it's so ingrained into my Definitely. senses. This idea that that taste of a that smell or taste of a goat is shit and piss. That's what it tastes like to me. And so I've tried goat cheese, and every time it tastes like shit and piss. It, and so literally, and it Damn. makes me gag. I just tried it again at work because we have goat cheese at work, and it, it almost gagged. Are you gonna do that? Put it in your tongue. Like, I will smear it. I've tried, your mouth. but it makes me gag. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is that I put it in my mouth, and I'm like, this is disgusting. It's literally disgusting. It tastes. It feels like I have shit and piss, and that's not Damn. from the taste of shit and piss. That's not from the taste of a goat or a bad taste from. From goat cheese, that's completely sensory smell that I'm experiencing. Is this association, the visual and the smell of a goat, of seeing shit and piss. Wow. And all that is all connected enough where the taste of goat cheese just, it's... Yeah, I don't, like, as you're describing it, I'm like, it makes total fucking sense. I have nothing that I'm relating it to, though. Yeah. Other than maybe vomit. You know, like, or I don't know I if there's a lot of other, but but it's not. With it. I'm not associating that with like right. some other like food, right? right? It's really yeah. just like I'm associating it with the right. smell and the visual, right. right? So, would you, at the end of the day, with this yeah. being said, yeah, yeah. would you be like, okay, take Half Life Alex out of it, which sure. to you is a really good example. That's an example where I like, would you, uh, would you like feel inclined to use this within your VR experience? I think it'd be cool. Yeah. I don't think I would pay the money for it. $180. 180 bucks is a lot of That's money. That's a lot. That's yeah. enough. Throw a couple couple stacks in there, and you got yourself a PlayStation Portal. Definitely. So which one Which one are you going with? Definitely. Or, or like three years ago, you could have gotten a, a headset. No, right, VR headset. right, right. So it's just too much. Right. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think about it if I didn't have the amazing VR experience that I have. For sure. For sure, you know, but Half Life Alex in there with Alex, would be interesting. I could see myself like if they had games like Half Life Alex, I would love like a like a three sixty walking, mm. like I would walk to play that game. Uh, like oh, that'd be sick, dude, so sick, right? That'd be, that'd be so sick. Yeah. I honestly, if they had like that type of like you know that that tech exists yeah. because I've yeah. seen demos of it. Yeah, but like actual applicable, right? It's on the shelf now, right. and it's an accessory you buy for your. VR experience, yep. right? Like where you can walk in place and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, that's probably honestly what I'd like more than any other Be so gimmick. Sick. Yeah. Did you ever watch a uh, uh, Ready Player One? No, dude, yeah. I haven't. It's on my list. That one's a good one. Yeah, but it's definitely it's it's in a world where all those technologies have come out and they're pretty perfected and they're kind of cheaper. Like you for could sure. probably get them for cheaper. And so, uh, just all the characters who are in that VR world are able to like they they're walking around because they have like one of those pads, like oh in yeah, their, like, trailer park or something. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. No, I'd be with it, bro. 
Um, Joshi, so we're going to segue now yes. into the next part of the show. Yes. Before I unveil what that is, mm. let's, uh, let's take a little pee break. Let's take you pee down? Break. I'm so down. Cool. All right, Joshi. Yes. So how this is going down yes. is we had the next section. Yes. Is game drops. Okay. We are dropping the game drops. We're do- dropping game drops? Yeah. If anything is like worth uh, bringing up, I feel like we can just put it into our kind of patch notes news section. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I did skip patch notes this week, uh, if you didn't notice, because normally the only like piece of like definitive uh, weekly patch notes we have yes. is the Spotify Q&A. Yes. But I moved that response to our party chat. Smart. Uh, to fit the vibe of this. Very episode. smart. Yeah. yeah. I'm loving uh, it. Like, not always going to be like that, but I okay. feel like this this week it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, and then next on the list after the game drops, side quest. And actually, mm. especially because of how we have evolved and added this mini series, it's not that I want to take away, but I feel like if kind of off topic, right, mm. is the vibe you're going for with the series. You and I extensively cover off topic in pregame. Absolutely. So let's move directly to the main topic. Look at that. Man, are you down? Yeah, I'm so down. Yes, sir. I feel like it's Beautiful. just going to make everything like really concise and we still got the energy for it. 100%. So today's main topic, yes. Joshi, yes. as you probably can guess I'm so excited. from what I talked about earlier, Pokemon and following the wheelhouse of Pokemon Stadium in this theme, the episode today, my friend, mm. is Pokemon Legends because... Yes. As of, I think, yesterday? Two two days ago. Two days ago. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Pokemon Legends is now officially a sub-series within the Pokemon universe. Yes! Which, uh, I... Get the feeling you were just as excited as I am. Absolutely. And I was going to say, it's also possibly going sub the idea of uh, generations. Yes. We don't know exactly if that's the case. We don't know, truthfully, what it sounds like from this latest announcement. Yes. Is what we're looking at is there could be multiple Legends games per generation. Absolutely. Because I don't believe right now we're out of Gen 9 yet. I think you're right. And I think what would be the call towards Gen 10 would be a remake Right? Right. Which is not an announcement that we got on Pokemon Day. You're absolutely right. And despite what everyone was thinking. Everyone was thinking. Which Yeah. Yeah. I was one of those people. Me too. You know? Yeah. That's and all the things we heard about with usually gold and silver and, and black and white. We'll get there actually absolutely. because there is some dissection within the trailer. You watched the trailer, I assume, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Of course, of course. Yeah. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Audience is like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, what about? are we talking guys, about? There was the Pokemon Presents, mm-hmm. uh, the first of 2024, yes. and I'm not sure exactly on Pokemon's history here with mm. these. All I know is that in these events, as far and few as they happen, yeah. they're a pretty big deal. It's uh, for Pokemon Day. Pokemon Day. Yeah, So yeah, it's yeah. only once a year? It's once a year. Yeah, okay. but they okay. don't always have huge, like the biggest announcements. Uh, but it was Pokemon Day, the announcement for... Uh, most of the big games. Yeah. It's usually those, but obviously they're not always announcing the biggest, newest generation Definitely. of a game. Sometimes, uh, Sometimes I think last year, direct. last year it was the big thing was the uh, DLC for, yes. for yes. Uh, Pokemon. Uh, You're absolutely Scarlet right. Yeah. And I think if I remember right, when they unveiled 
Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Legends Arceus. Yes. That was during it a was Pokemon during, Direct, yep. right? It was a Direct. Yes, and, okay. Which is not Pokemon So, Legends. yeah, you know, Nintendo does their own thing. Pokemon yeah. does their own thing within True. Nintendo. Yep, yep, yep. Um, with Pokemon being like like a IP of Nintendo, mm. but being extremely big outside of Nintendo right. on its own. Right. You know, probably one of the biggest. Absolutely. Um, it, sometimes people don't even associate Pokemon with Nintendo because of things like the Pokemon trading card game. Yep. That Pokemon literally Go. has nothing the to do with anime, Nintendo. Yes. Which is its own thing. Yes, it absolutely. Its, it's huge, man. Like cultural following behind it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. at the Pokemon Presents, you know, I'll be honest, uh, most of the info, largely uninteresting. You know, mm-hmm. stuff with Pokemon Sleep, stuff with uh, this and the anime, stuff with Pokemon Unite, stuff mm-hmm. with Pokemon, uh, uh, there's that mobile game, uh, Masters, I think. Yeah, Pokemon like Masters. Yeah. yeah. But. Yes. All the rumors, as we kind of alluded to, you know, talking about, okay, during this, this announcement's going to be huge, because mm-hmm. it's going to be the next mainline Pokemon game. Right. Potential to be a black and white remake right. potential for a gold and silver remake right. there was even a article that came out it, you probably saw it of like it seems like they're going to combine black and white with gold and gold silver, and silver somehow which was right? a huge, lead, huge. Like, rumor yeah so what we got mm-hmm. is a game that and not any gameplay just some visual mm-hmm. and some dialogue and some concepts yeah and then the and the title revealing at the end Pokemon Legends Z-A mm. with uh, basically I have a little bit of I think they're just calling here. it Z-A Z-A I think that's just the name yeah. I think it's spelled like that yeah it's like yeah, Z-Dash yeah. and you saw like the whole right. animation of yeah, it yeah, yeah. it's all yeah, yeah. it's very fancy yeah. so we're just going to speculate and talk mm. about this announcement uh, being the big ass Pokemon fans I know we both are absolutely okay Absolutely. So, uh, I want to preface before we dive into uh, kind of the meat of the yes. conversation, yes, okay? Yes, yes. Uh, I want to leave this pretty open-ended, but I want to I want to really just, uh, I guess, touch on the info that we know. Yes. And the info we know yes. is that, as in the trailer and on the Pokemon website, this whole game is taking place within Lumios City. Lumios? Lumios City. Lumios City. Yeah. Which... Is not in gold and silver or black and white. Nope. This no, no, is no. the main city of X and Y. The Kalos region. Exactly. Yeah. Which, that was not what I was expecting Absolutely. at all. Absolutely. At all. But but can I say? Yeah. Before we get, I mean, just while we're saying, that is what I didn't even realize was perfect, but is perfect. If you look at Pokemon gold and silver, Pokemon black and white, all these ideas that we've had and everything we've heard, these games have extensions to the original game. X and right. Y is the only generation that stands alone with no DLC, no sequel game, no any kind of reimagining game like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, no sequel like Black and White, no Ultimate Edition like Platinum or Emerald right. or Crystal. You're actually right. It's the only game that has standalone as the two. And I feel in my heart that this is the perfect direction you could go because black and white doesn't need it. It can have its own big remakes if they want. That's what it can do. And and I think Sinnoh needed it, especially with the direction they were going. And I think 
if anything, well, we can get into speculation. For sure. For but sure. I, I, I want you to finish the facts, and I'll, I'll continue what I was saying. Yeah. You, well, because I'm, I'm with you, and I'm so are you really? interested in your perspective well, coming from a, like, a, honestly, a really hardcore mainline Pokemon fan. Huge mainline. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, every let's, let's game. The, we don't have a lot of info, so there's not much really here. It said worldwide release 2025. 2025. So it's at least a year out. Okay. Yep. And knowing Pokemon probably means it's going to be a big. Uh, like March through May release, probably, or a holiday release, could like be November, yeah, yeah, October, could be. and that traditionally follows, especially like mainline Pokemon games. Usually, However, yeah, Arceus came out last January, it did. or like two Januarys yeah, ago. Yeah, two January, so yeah. that definitely is a possibility. They're not Absolutely. afraid to do that. Absolutely, okay? and uh, it's just worth noting that what is on. I think the whole thing is stated in the trailer, but yeah. this is on Nintendo's website. Yes. It's Lumio City Urban Redevelopment Plan, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So kind of making it unclear, and especially in the visual, it looks futuristic, could be in the past, though. Uh, so timeline-wise, yeah. unclear. Know. We don't know. And then how does the trailer end a massive symbol for mega, mega evolution. evolution, dude. My uh, guy. Oh, that's, that's what I needed. So uh, I'm going to continue what I was saying. Yes. Which was the idea that um, not only has this given... Because I'm of the opinion that if a Unova black and white game comes out and it's in the style of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I will be insanely disappointed. Really? Absolutely. Oh I'm my shocked. god, you're messing with me. I'm That's shocked, so crazy. bro. I I despise those games. Yeah. I think that they are some of the worst that uh sorry, uh that Pokemon Company has released when it comes to it is the worst of yeah. any remake. And you've opened my eyes but to of that any a project lot because it, it is I didn't see it in the lens that you did and you noticed the lens in that trailer. It's in the uh, first trailer of Yeah, it. it's um abominable. Like what you've d- what they've done with that idea of of a remake. It's and I hope that there was enough fan backlash, or at least they said we're not fulfilled with what what happened. The reason that this Legends games gets me excited because, to be honest, when it comes to Unova or Kalos, Unova stands above as one of the best regions, if in my opinion, the best Pokemon game ever made, story wise, lore wise, mm. uh, uh, gameplay wise, animation, pixel art. Uh, the 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 music I think is the best in the series. I agree. And and Even uh, ambition layout of yes. the world. The like, world it makes sense. genius. It's uh, it, the ambition of it too. 150 brand new Pokemon. I'm not gonna expect that from any kind of remake. I like to live up to something like that. Yes. But at least give the game what it deserves and the respect that it truly does deserve. And by not going down the line of here's a shitty remake that is not creative at all and is just 3D is it's 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 like a it's like an upres. Yeah, it's not a like mod, a like not even modernizing. No, like just a more modern way to experience. It's it's not even the. Not, yeah, the, it's just it's just. You know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, because it's a lazy. It's lazy. Like a it's lazy bad. port. It's a. To the modern it's world. literally feels like a modern port. It doesn't feel like it's the same framing. It's you you line it up, and and that's abominable. That's horrible, right? And so, but that came alongside uh, Arceus, right? So this idea that, okay, maybe Legends is not going to be a handheld release with a shitty remake and then a really good standalone title that takes place in the same region, 
maybe this is its own series and then we can still expect something of quality down the line. That's me also being ambitious and hoping for something really good, but it, it bodes well. That's all I'll say. It bodes well. With all that said, with the title and everything that we know about Kalos lore-wise, do you remember the character AZ? You know I do. It's the yeah. big uh, giant He's guy, a right? giant yes. that exists in the Pokemon universe that centuries ago had a massive Pokemon war, which is one of the only we've heard of beyond po- uh, Lucario and the Mystery of Mew, mm. where uh, literal regions had a war with each other. There was a super weapon created. There was clearly technology that we didn't know about. Lore in the Pokemon games that is so mysterious and yet is only brought up in Kalos, this is the perfect game to do it. Mm. Also, there was no Pokemon Z game. This title is genius. ZA. I was literally going to bring that up. That's the game that we all speculated absolutely. that we never got. That we never got. And now it's being completely like like redone. Kalos, Megas, all these ideas deserve more of a push. They mm. absolutely do. The, one of the biggest appeals of Pokemon Go to me is Megas. I, I really don't think I have any need for that game beyond the fact that it keeps Megas alive. So not only is that interesting, um, but from what I assumed in my speculation from urban uh, uh, expansion is that it's going to be a I don't think it's going to be as long back as Arceus is Mm, but I think we're going to learn a lot more about the character AZ the Pokemon War Mm. and I think that this urban exploration or uh, urban redevelopment redevelopment plan plan is going to be turning the houses that that were once in uh, Lumo City mm. from those old designs to a modern, modern look, right? Which isn't going to be futuristic. What I know what you mean by it being futuristic. What it looks like to me is uh, blueprints. So it looks kind of futuristic, but it's a blueprint in the same way you'd make the blueprint for the Eiffel Tower. But making the blueprint for uh, Lumos Tower and... Uh, Eiffel Tower. Yeah, like, yeah, the exact same thing. Uh, but that idea is super interesting. And I'm really, really fucking interested to see what they do in that sense. Yeah. Uh, I have a, uh, other speculations too. Yeah. Um, uh, can I add one? Add as much as you list. want because I need one to... One speculation I have yes. is the fact that when they showed the logo Pokemon Legends, mm. it was displayed in black and white, which is not the vibe that mm. Pokemon has ever really shown their logo, and they didn't show that right. with the last Legends game. Right. They very much shown, like, if I remember right, it was like a green Legends, like right across the bottom. Uh, Something like that? Yeah, yeah. Right? I, y- it wasn't monotone. It wasn't mo- or monochrome. I guess you could say. Sure, right? It sure. wasn't black and white. And with the speculation of rumors that were heavily on, like, focus on black and white, like mm-hmm. we're talking about, that was one thing that stuck out to my mind. Do you think that was intention? Um, I'm gonna say possibly. Possibly. I don't know if I can speculate that deep to say that that's what it is. At this point, mm-hmm. but I hear you and I'm with you 100. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, I do. Okay. I do. Okay. And that's what I'm saying is that I. I hope, you know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with Legends. I don't know what this is 100% now. It's a series now. Right. You know what I mean? Um, this is uh, deep speculation okay. that I really wanted to bring up to yeah. you. Yeah. So in the uh, trailer for the final uh, expansion 
the Indigo disc when it showed off all the starters that would be available in the um, uh, uh, the future. No, no, no. In in uh, the Indigo disc, the oh, yeah. latest one, every single starter is available to find and capture in some way. So you can have every single starter in Scarlet and Violet, which is pretty that, cool. That's really cool. When they were showing off in the trailer and they had a couple other Easter eggs that people were pointing out, this is the biggest one I can think about. Okay. When they showed off all these Pokemon, they showed off, and this is just so hype to me, they showed off when they showed each starter from the Pokemon Legends, Arceus, it was accompanied by another Pokemon. Can, so, you, be, can you give me an example? I will. Yeah. So when they showed the shot of Cyndaquil, he was next to Torchic. When they showed Osh, and they were the only starters that had that were paired up in twos. When they showed Oshawott, Oshawott was next to Piplup. When they showed uh, uh, Rowlet, he was right next to Snivy. And the theory basically goes that this is a massive hint on who the next starter trio is going to be in the next Legends game, which people were saying there either is going to be in Unova, obviously was what they thought at the time. And they were like, this makes so much sense beyond the fact that it's Snivy. That wouldn't make sense because they're trying to go away from that generation. Right. So people were already theorizing. They're like, if this is some kind of thing, they'd be breaking the, the code. And that's what kind of brought this theory and kind of shattered it for the original idea. But now that we know it's a Kalos region, right. not in Unova, this idea that it's Snivy, Piplup, and Torchic, that's fucking... It makes sense. It is doesn't just make sense it's absolutely plausible and possible because they wouldn't just pair up these these three pokemon they didn't show any when they showed all the other ones they were by themselves and they paired up only with Cyndaquil that's crazy Dude, man right? no, I'm not kidding I I'm with you I really don't think that was unintentional I don't think and so either if that is true yep. I'm going to extend into are you shitting me? Torchic, one of my favorite starters ever, I is potentially imagine, a main starter. Imagine Blaziken with a new form and a new mega form because of that new form. Imagine Piplup Emporion with a brand new form and a new mega, obviously. Yeah. And then Snivy's Superior with a brand new form and a brand new mega. I'm not going to lie of... The list of starters, I don't know if I could think of another, like, trio that... That's better than that? No. I completely agree. Seriously. So, so that, that, right when I saw that, I was like, that's it. That is, this is officially Pokemon. This is not right. some kind of, like, right. fan idea. That's how they paired them up in the trailer for the latest Indigo Disc, which, at the time, people speculated a new Legends game would be in works, all they did was confirm this even deeper. And I am I, think you're absolutely I am right. convinced. I, I have no there is no doubt in my mind that it's Torchic, Piplup, and, and Snivy. They I feel like they work together perfectly. Yes. I feel like the look of having Oshawa next to Rowlet and Cyndaquil works just as well as having the, these three Pokemon standing next to each other. And I can't think of a cooler three yeah, that's totally fine. Uh I can't think of a three cooler like starters. To have in, in uh, like, uh, sorry, starter final evolutions to have. No, dude. I wanted to bring that to your light I, here because this I'm is. I'm so glad you did. Yeah. Because I agree with everything you're saying. Like, just from the 
the the perspective of not experiencing that. Right. Like, I mean, this is the first time I've heard of that at all. I'm just and deep I haven't in the... really dove in yeah. myself. I wanted to kind of bring some of my own personal speculation right. to this conversation without right. really going deep because I right. figured you probably were exposed more to the deeper side of things and if anything you probably had your own speculation like you do right, right. now. Like did you read this or was this an idea that just came to you? Not not when I was watching it. It was it, I watched a couple videos and people were okay, speculating okay. and yeah. people have been speculating uh, Hell about yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So, so no, this is, I, I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. What, what else you got? So obviously there's the, uh, AZ, uh, yes. the connection, obviously, yes. which the, I actually made that connection myself too. Yeah. Like I, I yeah. was like, that is something I looked up cause I was like, what is that giant's name? I couldn't remember. I thought it was like AJ or something. I'm like, could this guy be involved? And his name is literally AZ. AZ. I it's couldn't... called ZA. What that's, the heck? That's that's it. That is just complete confirmation that there is. It has to be. There is lore connection, and yes. there's something going on. Uh, I'm interested in that flowette uh, idea of his like weirdly designed flowette. It's a it's a Hisuian form. Have you thought about that? It's just a. It's the first time we ever saw a form, and it's because it was from long ago. And now you have the perfect example to not just have wow. that formed floette, but that formed floette with a flabebe and a um, uh, florigus. Flor- florigus, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, wow. that is exactly what it is. And I didn't make that connection until the Legends trailer. And I'm like, oh, it, the Legends game, the last one, had Hisuian forms. We're about to have whatever the original name of of Lumo City was forms yes. uh, of these Pokemon, and we've already seen one of them, and it was that Floette that Dude, was with AZ. You're 100% right. I'm I, right? Yes. Because it's, it's an exclusive form, it's a different color than Floette, and it has an exclusive flower that it's holding. It's not the same form. Yeah, no, you're right. You know what that I mean? That makes me really think then, if I was to make a speculative guess, yes. this is in the past. Absolutely. You know, like this isn't... Uh, because it was really hard to tell. Like it really made it seem like it could be in the future or the past. You know how much? Don't know. Right. Like I not. You can't tell me that's not an exclusive form. You're so right. And it could not even. It might not even evolve into uh, Florages. It might evolve you're into right. its own Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, dude, you're absolutely right. On you that. know what I mean? No, so for sure. So and that all, this, all the lore surrounding. AZ, like it's yep. really fascinating. I actually had, I have another kind of speculation on Z- the ZA part. Yeah. Which, you know, just separating now everything we talked about, which I think is all true about uh, Kalos and about mm-hmm. the AZ character. Mm-hmm. What if then, you know, going with the rumors in gold and silver, what if the logo being monochrome, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. what if also, because there's no starter that's from gold and silver, the right. only, even come to my mind i'm like yeah piplup needs this desperately absolutely De- like uh i'm sorry who does empoleon right em- empoleon, empoleon yeah definitely needs this because mm-hmm. empoleon is slept on empoleon is completely not, agree does not get A water the, steel starter penguin starter, penguin like it, starter it's, with it's that it's so awesome in concept but it's overshadowed by a lot of other water starters including blastoise uh, water right? starters and the Two other starters that were there, Torterra and Infernape. So right. Yes, dude. they they those For that's sure. 
in that's an incredible three starters, but I feel like you have to naturally go for a, a Torterra or yeah. Infernape. You know what so I mean? So the only one in my mind, I'm like, I, like if I was to be like, hmm, why didn't they? It would be probably for Alligator, mm. which is the water starter evolution from Gen Two. Yeah, because. Very just forgotten about and yeah. slept on, and uh, a very, like it's a base water type. Yes, What's uninteresting his name? for alligator. No, the first. oh totodile, totodile, yeah, yeah. and then crocodile, yeah. yeah, and uh, good shit. It so I guess like in my mind I'm like, hmm, why didn't they do totodile? That as a question, right? Right. But I, I really have this feeling. But you know why? Like right? maybe this why? Because they already did Gen two. They're cherry picking a starter from each generation that'll be in these Legends games. So so they already did you're Cyndaquil. Right. They, they did already Cyndaquil. did Cyndaquil. Oh, so, you're right. So Snivy, Gen 5. Yes. They're choosing either one that was loved extremely, right? Or one that needs a little bit of needs love. Needs more love. Snivy, yeah, you're I right. feel like. Uh, they went, uh, and if we're trusting this, Torchic. Which I feel like is the decidui of this generation. Absolutely. Where people like Cyndaquil and people like uh, Oshawott, but they're not fan favorites. Decidui is absolutely a fan favorite. Absolutely. He was just like Blaziken. He was in uh, the po- uh, Pokin. Yep. Um, the yep. Pokin game. Yep. Uh, which is which was way before uh, Incineroar Definitely. got put into. Definitely. Which I don't think if he was in. Poke, if he wasn't in Pokken, I think Decidueye would be the one put in instead of Incineroar in Ultimate. If they weren't going for... Uh, I think you're right. And yeah. also, if I remember right, too, being on the <clears throat> Smash hype train at the time, yeah. Decidueye was really like, if they were bringing That's what people Pokemon, wanted. People were wanting Decidueye. And so, and so the way that Decidueye, surrounded by two who need upgrades, it's Torchic surrounded by two that need upgrades. You're right. Piplup and Snivy. It's just perfect. It is just. It's perfect. just perfect. Yeah. And, and why would they pair those guys up? Okay. One more. Okay. Going back to the speculation on on the yes. ZA. Yes. That also, to me, seems like a massive hint at going back to its roots mm. because of just simplicity, right? Mm. It's like okay, we got the alphabet. We got like where we started, where we're at, A through Z, right? Yeah, yeah. And and then flipping it, mm. almost like going backwards mm-hmm. to its roots. Do you see what I'm I saying? Do, right? I do, I Z to A. Yeah. And the dash is there, right? right? So it makes me really think like there is hidden intent. There's a, yeah. It makes me think there's a lot of hidden messages I think there's just way the more, way more, especially with po- what Pokemon Company's been doing with uh, even the disc Pokemon, mm. which was lore-wise just like shattering to the whole community of Pokemon because there was so much secrecy but there was so much setting up and then they utilized it perfectly by releasing the indigo disc and obviously the the teal mask before it just perfectly setting up and and executing yes. in, in, in my opinion obviously people can say what they want about scarlet and violet but that's what i experienced definitely another little detail that okay. i wanted to bring up okay. um uh, i'm blanking right now fuck wait i was just about to say something um, Search for it. I'm searching uh, right now. Let me see if I got anything else I want to touch. Oh, oh, on. I just remembered. Oh, yeah. Okay. Lore wise, yeah. I think this is a perfect time because Scarlet and Violet just came out. Uh, the biggest theory: two rivaling nations are the ones that um, uh, uh, that, that had this massive war, right? Yes. Uh. uh not Galar. What is the... Paldea. Paldea. Paldea 
is a very ancient um, uh, civilization, right? That was there for a long time. Yes. And in the lore was in a Pokemon war. And there's there's remnants of this. There's a blacked Yo. out part of the map where Kalos is. Because in the Pokemon world map, it's Paldea and Kalos is right next to it. You can't access it, but it's connected with a land bridge. In the lore. Check this out. What I can get deeper. I can get deeper. Okay, Check this okay, out. Okay. So in Kalos, lore-wise, from what we know from Pokemon X and Y, they had a massive super weapon that was... Uh, extremely catastrophic. Team Flare, their uh, operation was to try and reawaken the original legendary Pokemon that would send power to that uh, ancient weapon, right? Okay. What we see in Paldea is a massive crater in the center of the entire map. It's surrounded by this massive crater, which has... Since since that point, dude, I'm about to go crazy with theories because this lore is about to go stupid. Yes, bro. First off, I'm going to show you Paldea. If you haven't seen... Uh, uh, if you haven't, haven't seen a picture, a, no, a map of it, no, I, I will show you... the first time hearing of any massive, so, massive-ass crater. So that crater right there, that's been there since ancient times is what they've said. But there's a mysterious amount of energy that comes from it because of the disc Pokemon that's located in the center of it, which has completely terraformed the idea of this. Check this out. I'm about to go fucking crazy Let's right hear now. It. You ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, it's perfect. So the energy that's used by the um uh by the super weapon that was created is the exact same energy that we've seen throughout the series that's um that's uh terraforms the uh environments around it okay so in pokemon uh sword and shield we found out about this massive energy pool of this huge godlike hand that turned out to be the third legendary if you remember it don't. The third legendary who you face with the two brothers who come back that was the reason that gigantification or uh, gigantamaxing happens was because that creature lived inside uh, the energy that existed throughout that all of DLC? Galar. No, it was the end game of. Uh, I don't know if I remember. Did what you was not the play Pokemon? it? It was. Uh, no, I think I, I can find a picture, but I don't remember his name, and he's got a really goofy design to be 100% honest with okay. you. Well, keep going. Um, I'll, I'll fact check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and he's the third legendary. So there's uh, there's the sword and the shield and then there's that guy who's the reason the gigantic That was Gen happens. 8? Gen 8 was the one, okay. yeah. Um, so check this out, right? There is a huge connection between all these games which come with this idea of the energy that exists to power up this device, right? Okay, that yeah. energy was transferred to Paldea through the massive war where they completely decimated the center, which was originally what they claimed was the original kingdom's founding of Paldea. This is the lore you learn in history class of Paldea, was the ancient kingdom used to be at the very center of Paldea before it was destroyed, right? How would it be destroyed and leave a giant crater? We have the answer right in front of us. Pokemon X and Y, which is in Kalos, which is literally to the same, uh, in, in real world, France is right next to Spain in the same right. way that they would do that, right? Yes. 
these two countries that are going at war was Paldea and Kalos, or whatever Kalos was called back then and whatever Paldea was called back then. This energy continues to exist within the legendary that was created from that moment, which is the disc Pokemon they just finished the DLC with. They just finished it. This is fresh on their minds. This is not them going to reach. Kalos has a massive reach they are a massive connection with the latest Pokemon game. And so it only makes sense for them to go. And they even mention it. They even mention it. The whole idea of uh, of mega evolutions are... I don't want to spoil too much. Do it. No, it's I fine. don't want to spoil too much. Okay. But there are, there are connections between mega evolved... A Salamance is a good example. Okay. The design for a Mega Salamance looks just like the ancient form, the Paradox Pokemon Salamance, which is uh, like slicing wing or something like that, right? Okay. The reason this is, is because that energy that was used back then, which is Mega Energy, was used to create that crater and it is literally connecting these two regions through the energy that exists within them. Megas in one, terrestrializations in the other because of the legendary it created, and all the Paradox Pokemon, they were created through that said legendary. So what we're dealing with is finally a conclusion Yo. to what they're setting up right now in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Wow. And, they, and what they've been they, setting What they've been up. setting up. There is no question in my mind, this is all mostly lore-wise. Right, Definitely. but everything they've been doing with Sinnoh, they've already mentioned uh, in in history class. We learn about uh, and in the DLC, we learn about ancient types of Pokemon, and we learn about ancient Pokeballs, which we played in Legends Arceus, right. which came out, and then Scarlet and Violet came out. They're literally directly referencing the last Legends game that came out, and I have no doubt in my mind this next Legends game will be the partial lore to the war that happened between Paldea and Kalos. There's no question in my mind. Wow. There's no question in my mind. That's actually nuts. That's man. all that's all lore that yeah, you learned. Yeah, just lore. Yeah. It's just lore. I, I also found the the uh, Pokemon, right? Yes. It's like the third. It's Eternatus. Eternatus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. E e Eternatus? E Eternatus, no. Eternatus, yeah. Eternatus, Poison yeah. Dragon type. Yeah. I remember that guy. Yeah. I, I did that, he's, that whole quest. He's the reason that gigantification happens in that region. Yes. And he is... Uh, the like way the, that the energy source, yes, more or less, in the same way that uh, those wep those energies all exist together. So the reason Gigantamax gives forms is the same way that Mega Evolutions give forms, and through that connection Paradox. to Paldea, Paradox Pokemon, and even to a degree Terrestrialization, which is the uh, uh, which is the um, outcome of the legendary that was created from the use of that super weapon. Whoa, dude. In the same way that we know that those kind of, and, and it gets even deeper lore-wise, if you start bringing in Eternatus being not from this universe mm. and being the source of the energy that exists in Kalos, right. because in Sun and Moon, we learn that Eternatus is not from this dimension. He is technically an Ultra Beast. We don't learn this directly, but this idea comes in through the idea that there are not there is not one dimension in the world of Pokemon. 
right? Yes. We're living in in the current one that we have with Pokemon, but Pokemon like Eternatus, not from this dimension. Came through a wormhole that brought this different energy that completely powered the tool that created the disc Pokemon mm. and created all the the special. And I swear they're gonna they're gonna explain the origin of Megas, which we already know as being like that kind of uh, like relation with um, like Pokemon that died before, right? And those Mega Stones that exist. It's only gonna get explained, dude. It's gonna be the origin I to think, Megas. It's gonna be. I think you're right, dude. I think you're right, and right? I really, I the thing that hypes me the most about yes. about the entire conversation, even going into it, I'm right. even more hyped now. Right. I'll be honest. I'll tell you what, Sam. I have been on this train for months. You know, remember when I was first getting into the theories before the DLC was even yeah, announced yeah. for Scarlet and Violet? One of the biggest theories was there has to be a Kalos expansion that is going to be a part of the DLC because that part of the map is blocked off. It's a land So bridge. this trailer coming out. This is literally confirmation that has been predicted months ago that I have been on this train about. And the fact that it's Let's a Legends, go. Legends game and it's ZA, yes. and we already have that Floet design, we already know about the super weapon, we know about the lore of AZ, we know about all this shit that's mm. been going on, it's the extension in the same way that Legends was the extension that came before Paldea, yes. and Paldea is going to expand into the lore of what happened. They went crazy on the lore this in, in Paldea. Nuts, I'm telling you, man. I'm hyped. This is what I've I'm been so sitting hyped. on. And once that all the DLC came out and it ended with the Indigo Disc, and there was no expansion to, to Kalos, if anything, there was an expansion to Unibah, and we yeah. were like, what's going on with that? That's right. kind of a strange situation. Why would you set up all these connections to Kalos? Introduce the region that was a part of the Great War with Kalos that was introduced back in the 3DS? Why would you do all those things? And now it makes it sense. Makes so much they were sense. setting up for Pokemon Legends ZA. What if even in a like on top of everything you just said, another added dimension of what if this is why we haven't gotten Megas until now? I actually completely think it's going to be the explanation. I think not just an explanation, but but the like and not complete, like a patch in no 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 lore explanation the complete like, utilization of what a mega is. And obviously, people could say, "Well, Pokemon Company wants to do new things with their shit for sure." But they've been setting it up lore wise too perfectly. Dude, I'm telling you. I I have been I'm on this. So hyped! Bro. I thought it was gonna be DLC, but it's a Legends it's game. A Legends they've been planning game. this. I bet you they've been working on this since the last Legends ended. I think you're right. And Pokemon uh, Scarlet and Violet came out. The DLC. They were working through everything. They said, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna finish the disc arc and everything that's connected with Paldea in this game." As the DLC, we're gonna finish this up, right? And then the next game is they're going already to ready to move on. I'm telling you, know? you like seriously, this was what they've been setting. Wow, up. man, they've been setting. I'm this so up. hyped. It's seriously, like the the most hyped I am for the, all of this was that unveiling of the Mega Evolution symbol Dude, at the end that of the trailer. Shit is... Because where my headspace immediately was going was yeah. without knowing anything you just said. It was yeah. like, oh my gosh. This is going to be the origin yeah. of Megas. The origin of Megas, new Mega Evolutions, 
right? I brand new form. I'm so hyped. It's fucking stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. I I promise you, man. I'm with you because that that this is this is what I've been expecting. Dude. I've been waiting. I've been well, waiting. I, I have one more question for Please. you. Please. Nintendo stating yes, just in a very similar way, the same kind of like fan outcry because mm-hmm. I saw Reddit too with this post. I yeah, saw yeah, people yeah. just what they're saying. Right, right, right. And people are worried that Nintendo said. The entirety of the game takes place within Lumio City. So instantly, you know what that means, right? That means everyone, uh, all like the generic fans who aren't like maybe even like in the nitty gritty or just just the fans. Sure. They, the very loud Pokemon fans. Of course. Uh, talking about Which power, they're loud. Right? Yeah. Very loud. Extreme. Okay. The, a lot of what I'm seeing in consensus here mm-hmm. is like, okay, how can you give us a Legends experience? How can you give us anything like Arceus and not... Not saying, not me trying to defend them being like, well, obviously it's going to be a different game. But how are they going to make like this experience and they've they've now set up what Legends is supposed to be. Right. At least in a scale of this is not a small side Pokemon adventure. This is a big deal. And this is like the things that affect the mainline game. So it's almost like a sub mainline Pokemon game. Absolutely is. In ways that Pokemon Coliseum, that's not a No, no, no. This is a brand new this is a brand new experience because everything that we got, which was we've never gotten new forms. We've never gotten new Pokemon Full new legendaries yes. introduced in a spinoff ever before ever. this, so we're in a new we're in we a are. new era. So, does it concern you at all that mm-hmm. they're stating this is only taking place in Lumio City? Do you have any kind of you know where my mind's going with that? Is mm-hmm. like shit. Does that mean it's not going to be even? It might be like the same kind of three D run around and much more in depth than a regular Pokemon game, like right. a mainline, right? right? But what if there isn't really this big? I don't know, all the draws that brought us, like, that we got with Legends Arceus, Mm -hmm. with catching Pokemon on the fly, with Mm -hmm. all these new features, with, Mm -hmm. uh, like, just a very different experience that Mm -hmm. we've talked about. Mm -hmm. Are you concerned at all that it's just going to be within the city? Uh, Not at all, honestly. Not at all. And I'll explain why, and there are plenty of ways that you could make this work perfectly. One of the biggest uh, things that I've heard from reviewers that I really like was the emptiness that existed within uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yes. It's like, yeah, and it's supposed to be in the wild. Of course that makes sense. You're researching Pokemon. You're the one going out Mm. and braving the wilderness. It's a wilderness, right? It is. So it works for me. I was totally okay with it. And if you're not down to get in that headspace, I can get it because it is kind of an emptier game. You know what I mean? Naturally, it's not like Breath of the Wild where you're consistently finding new things, but... um, the way I see it is that if you can set up an initial area that is so expansive and and full to the brim, there is so much you could do with that. I also saw blueprints, and here's my thing. I'm not going to try I said this about Tears of the Kingdom, and I was wrong, and that's okay. I think you will be helping build the city and upgrade it over time. I believe it's going to be just like... This is what I'm getting from the blueprints and everything I saw and the fact that it's strictly in the city. It's going to start off as pure wilderness with a couple of houses and settlements. Shut the and it's going to be like up, Colony bro. 6, the way you extend it and you Yo. eventually build the tower and slowly over time it's going to look like it's being built and then you get it maybe by money and collecting Pokemon, getting sponsors. I don't know. But that idea of, of strictly setting it in that city 
if anything, one thing I felt Arceus was missing was the necessity of the town. It was nice and it was good and it was great because it was a settlement, but there was not much was, you could do it to it. Eventually, hit hub world vibe. It was just a hub world. Yeah. It really was, to Literally. be honest. Yeah. To get to the select screen, if you are telling me you're going to bring the hub world to the outside landscape and theoretically, what was the word they used? It's it's the the they're talking about building. They're talking about redesign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, uh, I have it right here. It's their urban redevelopment plan tell me that doesn't sound like building a town it does tell me that doesn't 100%. sound 100 it, it, that kind of verbiage is what's used for colony six that's what it you're is you're 100 right you're it's urban re- redevelopment dude i'm, I'm so glad i asked that question because, because that's what's going on in my head and i'll honestly I, I said the same thing for tears of the kingdom and i was hoping it would have some for sure building a town element it's it, there's not really any there no spoilers they didn't do anything like w- branching off of what they did in breath of the wild with building oh like that. yes yeah there is an expansion on that okay but to be honest that's the most you'll get okay and and building your own house and those kind of things which i loved and i loved that for but i was hoping that it would be like their central parts in hyrule where it's all a terror yeah. town that was my stupid theory that i had and that's okay <laughs> i love theorizing about that but I got obsessed with Colony 6 in Xenoblade Chronicles mm. Definitive Edition. I was obsessed, dude. I couldn't stop expanding. I literally got oh, I, know. I got metagame, too. I never really go to metagame. But I found... Within a JRPG? I found, yeah, absolutely. Sure. I found respawn points, and then I would turn off the game, close it, and it would change those respawns. And I would run through this area, pick up all the things. If I didn't get it, I would return to home menu. You have to close the game off completely. I got into it. So if you're telling me there's urban redevelopment in a Pokemon game with wilds that exist outside of expanding that territory and finding secrets all in one map, you're telling me that there's no more map select, which was one of my least favorite parts about Arceus? Absolutely. You're telling me it's one world? Okay, give me more better news. Like, give me me better news than that. The people who are upset or disappointed are not thinking about what that could mean for a game that you play i could be completely wrong i'm i'm i I absolutely could be but i have a hunch on this one that that's what they're setting up because they would be fixing everything that i found a little nerving about arceus yeah they would be fixing the complaint of emptiness you don't want it to be as empty Build the houses. Build the houses. You're extending on this game that might be able to last longer than than uh, 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 Arceus. You're not getting rid of anything, but you're telling me this whole city, which will eventually become, by the end of the game, Lumo City, that shit makes me excited. That Bro, sounds amazing. I am so happy we had this conversation Dude. because, to be honest with you... With everything that you were telling yes. me about, like, just, I don't know, conjecture and, yes. and hope for this. Because yes. it sounds like we kind of combine the conversations two in one. What we think is happening, mm-hmm. what we hope to happen. Yeah. And I didn't mean to. That's just what, no. I, what I hope and what I think are, it, are one and the same. It's perfect. And that's why I'm so excited. I am so, like, you have, like, taken the conjecture in my mind and really, like, given it a lot of structure with a lot of bases, especially in the lore aspects. And the one hesitation I had going into this conversation was that question. I couldn't imagine for myself, I didn't dive deep, but Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine how could this be anything 
I guess for me and what I want from Pokemon mm-hmm. within the confines of one city, I couldn't envision that. And you just laid it out in a way that I am so behind. They called it urban redevelopment. Urban redevelopment. There's plan. Why would they? This has to be in the past. It. It. it, it oh, has of course, to be. of course, of course, of course. Like and not primitive. I, I'm like not, just in the past, exactly right? in the past. It's the story of Lumo City. It's the it story of building that city. And I have it's, no doubt in my mind that it is going to be, I think it's going to be tighter. I think it might be less literal area space because it's right. not about adventuring into the wild. It's about taming the wild. And I think it's about think building right. and, and putting, getting money, getting Pokemon. I don't know what you need. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do Dude. like a, like a, there's certain Pokemon that can help build Shit. things faster. If they're looking at power world and thinking that that's, it's, it's. It, the idea of this, it, the hype is through the roof. It's because the roof. not only did everyone that I've been involved with predict that there was going to be Kalos material sooner than we thought. They just confirmed everything we've been thinking about. Lore-wise, they're hinting at it with the name. We've already seen the special forms that existed years, almost 10 years, over 10 years ago. The, so Even the the Florgus thing in yes. Flabebe, like that, that's crazy to me. I completely forgot about that Pokemon. It's it's a, a, a specific form we only saw once and it wasn't available. You couldn't get it. You couldn't get that Pokemon. It was just for the lore and the story. And after Legends Arceus, I am convinced that that Pokemon will be of abundance. You will find it in the wild alongside other Pokemon, other Pokemon with original uh, 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 designs and brand new forms and a bunch of other shit that I am extremely excited about. Can I also say Please. that one of my favorite legendaries ever is Xerneas? Xerneas? Yes. Uh, for a lot of reasons. I love Xerneas. But I have that figure. Design wise, yes, bro. Like yeah. it's it's a beautiful, beautiful Pokemon. Yeah. You know? And and like it was all these things at the time too of being brand you know, X and Y, let's not forget, mm-hmm. introduction of fairy types. Fairy types. Right? Absolutely. Changed the entire game mm-hmm. from a dragon dominant space. Absolutely. Like forever. Absolutely. And Xerneas was at the forefront of that, mm-hmm. being the legendary, the yeah. first legendary. Yeah. It still is the only legendary that's full fairy type. Yeah. Right? And, uh, dude, and look at, and fuck. Look, at, look at even, I didn't okay. honestly expect to be this hyped. Dude, I, that announcement was exactly what I should have been expecting. And I'm I not kidding. Exactly I think this is needs, still, man. I think this is still Gen 9. And I think that this is not the start to Gen 10. This is just my theory, though. Okay. I think this is that might be the only finishing thing I disagree up, with you. I on. think this is finishing up Gen Nine. Yeah. And I think Gen Ten is going to be remakes and the uh, mm. and the uh, next generation. Yeah. That I I I see that point, mm-hmm. and I think it very well could be. There's a possibility for both. I'm going to be on the the other side. Though. I want I'm that. Be on the side of and I, will I think be, this is going to be the start of Gen yeah, Ten. Yeah. I think that it will still follow with remakes. I think. I think we are going to get a, like a for sure better, better rehash, like more of a a new age, let's go, gold mm. and silver. I think, I think so it's going to happen. And I think it, it, that's especially prevalent for me literally being in Pokemon Go and seeing yeah. how successful, how it's yeah. still going. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I think they, they've they really learned a lot and they, the yep. Pokemon company themselves could like really, really like rehash and, and use that. And I think yeah. gold and silver really needs it, even despite having a remake that's not 
that old in the grand scheme of things. No, and right? beautiful. And beautiful. And beautiful beautiful and as hell. Brings a lot of I, new I, things. I really think uh, this is going to be the start of Gen 10. And I think, you know, Pokemon fans, this is almost like a slap in the face to them, to be honest. Mm. In a way of all the outcry that they've had for Power World, bro, trust Nintendo. Okay? Absolutely. Like, seriously. Like, like trust Pokemon. Like, trust yep. that if they fuck up, which I think they did in a lot of ways with Scarlet and Violet. Sure. They, that does not mean they're down and out. No. Of all companies. And, and that's that's also, I'm agreeing with you, and that's coming from a Power World player. Yeah, for sure. I am, I am putting my faith in Nintendo, and guess what? If they disappoint me, that will further the idea that if you can't stick with the race of making something of value that people get mm. hyped mm. and look forward to with being disappointed, you're not going to last. No. To be 100% yeah. honest. And the sales will show it. And if that means, you know, uh, pulling back on the brand of Pokemon, which I can't see right now, they need to stick this landing to be 100% honest with you. And if they don't, it could be bad news. I, I completely agree. Yeah. And I, I'm i more hopeful for... Oh, Huckadoo! Hey, Huckadoo! Huckadoo baby. I'll pause real quick and Huck you out of here. Okay, Huck's out of here. Yes. Joshy, how I like to really wrap all yes. of this, I now have more hope for Pokemon than I thought possible. Mm. I honestly, like, I because of all the hype, where my headspace was at with uh, waking up, uh, you know, a couple mornings ago mm-hmm. and seeing the announcements, mm-hmm. I, w- I was really, really expecting almost mm. a beautiful, like, okay, Pokemon's learned now, especially with Power World putting pressure. Okay, mm-hmm. they're making a really done right remake of Gold and Silver mm-hmm. or Black and White or mm-hmm. some combination thing. Mm-hmm. This was not at all what I was mm-hmm. expecting. And I'm so happy we had this conversation because genuinely leaving this, yeah. I am more hopeful and hyped for Pokemon than I have been a long time. Absolutely. A long time, Absolutely. Bro. You know, like yeah. even going back to like Sword and Shield and it being the first the first Switch Pokemon game mm-hmm. and stuff. The the hype I felt is is very different from what I feel right now. Absolutely. And uh, I'm I think Pokemon is really I th- I really think we're far from anything close to them uh, just running to the ground. I think they still got it. I and think I, they do too. I think they're willing to take uh, to push limits that yep. most companies will never. I completely agree, completely. And I uh, yeah I I'm a Pokemon fan. I, I honestly probably always will be. Uh, I, I hope we but are forever. I hope so too. I, I hope that they can uh, seriously make something special. Me and too. they've been setting it up, to be honest with you, perfectly. I've been We've literally known about some kind of expansion to Kalos since before the DLC That's happened. crazy. And this man. only is expanding on that. Mm. So to wrap it up. I'm extremely excited. I think there's a lot to dig into from the very little they gave us. Uh, but uh, Yeah, could, more could, than I, I thought. I don't think I could be more excited. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm so with you. It's crazy. It's been it's about a 55-minute main topic Yeah. Uh, with nothing to really much to talk about that, from yeah. what they gave us, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, they, like, you're 100% right. And there was a lot to There was a lot more to unpack here than I thought. So. thought huh? Thank you so much, Josh. Course, this buddy. was, like, a beautiful, beautiful main course, topic. Yeah. And um, I think it really exemplifies uh, the spirit of the cast, to be honest, Agreed. between both of us and... And uh, things to be hyped for, you know? Absolutely. Uh, so, Joshy, let's segue right now into our party chat. Let's get it. Uh, what time is it now? Boom, boom, boom. It's 1230. Oh, beautiful. 
We've got a late night ahead of us. Let's chug these. Ah. Hey, you know what? I'll I'll finish this and crack a new one for our trivia. Which we'll get to in a second. So, Joshy, for party chat this week, party chat is uh, for our audience out there. These are uh, reader and, uh, or I would say like reader, like I think like reader mail. Yeah. All the way back from like Nintendo Power, like, you know, little submissions. Right, right, right. Ooh, you got the, the tweet yeah, stack. Yeah, that's what I always do. That's beautiful. I actually I have a we picture on my Instagram. Five right now. Mm-hmm. Stack straight up. Uh, so this week, uh, for the write-ins, it, you know, I haven't also been, like, reaching out and sending messages uh, as much because I've been so busy. Uh, but it's perfect because following the theme of kind of one thing per topic today, yeah. per, per segment. Yes. Uh, we have Johnny responding to Spotify's Q&A. Nice. So let's dive into that. From episode 27, I asked, based on our conversation around the big three, Nintendo, mm-hmm. Sony, Microsoft, mm-hmm. who's going to be on top in five years. Yep, yep, yep. Johnny said... I'm excited to hear this. Yeah, he said, I don't know, but I think we're for sure getting a PS5 Pro model mm. with more storage. Mm. I think he's absolutely right on that. I think it's going to get announced this year. I agree. And maybe even drop this year, too. It could. Uh, I also bet it doesn't matter what the next Switch is capable of. No, I'm sorry. He said, I bet it does matter mm. what the next Switch is capable of in terms of performance. And that was a conversation he brought up to me directly at the bar. He really feels strongly in like disagreements with you and I that Nintendo needs to be pushing in some way their hardware in this next iteration. Did I not say that? I thought we agreed with that. We... I thought we said they have to because they're two generations behind. Didn't we say that? We did, but at least from what I remember, from what you said, in my Mm -hmm. perspective is that it's much less important for Nintendo than... In comparison that, to Microsoft, that to is Sony. still true. I, I still, I, I yeah. definitely think, I think that's, that's definitely true. true. But um, I also do agree with Johnny. So I don't think there's disagreements at all. Yeah. I think that if you're using the power and the capability of a Wii U, which is two generations behind, it's not sustainable. For sure. The Switch, if they're making a Switch Two and that's their next console, the truth is there is no like like uh, what's the word um uh. Like, what's the right word where it's like, you know, the, 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 the kind of like appeal of a brand new gimmick. Yeah. What's the word for that? Like. There's no, um, the, the shock, the. Oh, like, yeah, I, the, I'm, like, I'm getting what you're saying. That's like, not going to, that's not going to sell a switch to. For sure. There has to be some kind of upgrade. So I'm with Johnny in that. And I kind of. Feature. Yeah, that, more or less. Like no, Dave, I was gonna say like, like new feature because you know Nintendo's always the nuance, been pushing those. The, yeah, nuance is the word for it. The It'll yeah, come. whatever. Usually yeah, I'm on that right. wavelength. Right now I'm not. Yeah, I apologize. That's okay. Uh, I I hope also my opinion is known that I completely agree with that, and I yeah. think that that's how Nintendo has to go. Yeah, I uh, yeah. and I'm probably less on that front, mm. and that was what I was talking with Johnny about directly. Is yeah. that I. I really think, like, if Nintendo is keeping up what they have done during this generation with the Switch, software-wise only, and the Switch 2 comes out, there's no new gimmick, Mm. like, there's no, like, you know... Novelty! Novelty! Novelty. Novelty. Yeah, I'm so sorry to interrupt. I'm with you, I'm with you. No, it's perfect. It was there. You were cooking, bro. I was. So, novelty... The novelty of the portable Switch, the console and uh, handheld... Right, so... Yeah. 
Definitely, they if the Switch Two came out and it was portable only or it was dock only, yes, that would be a disaster. Okay, Agreed. comparative to what Nintendo has set for the expectation Agreed. of their Agreed. experience, right? Yeah. But they're always usually trying new shit, right? And usually, as they've even said openly, they're trying to do it before anyone else. Okay, mm-hmm. which and they've done that. They've done that with. Fucking, let's even go back to uh, the Virtual Boy, mm. the first ever VR gaming VR thing. VR heads, okay, and yeah. Now, you and I are having a conversation today, 25, 30 years later, yeah. that VR is actually approaching total viability. Right, right, right. 30 years later. So Absolutely. Nintendo is very, like, they're not afraid to do They started the motion control, like, the, yes. the crazy They started the first it. mass-produced gaming machine mm-hmm. that had a capacitive touchscreen. Yeah. And it didn't just have that. It also had a non-capacitive touchscreen. It yeah. had two fucking screens. Yeah. And they did that at the same time. And touchscreens weren't the thing back then. No. I mean, it's not like a touchscreen. It's a... What, what is it? What? It literally had a stylus. Yeah. yeah. What was that called? Well, so capacitive. So a capacitive uh, yeah, touchscreen yeah, yeah. is a pressure-based yes. touchscreen. And yes. there's advancement to the level of depth with the tech. But... For example, modernized touchscreen mm-hmm. that I have on my iPad that you had in your phone. phone. I mean, the first iPhone. Yeah. It could handle... It's a multi Even the Switch. Even the Switch. Yeah, the Switch yeah. is a It's multi-touch. a multi-touch. Uh, there's a deeper word for it, but it's a multi-touch touchscreen. Yeah. So in that, it's much higher. It's not pressure-based. It's right. sensor-based off of heat, right. off of your fingerprint, off right. of the plushness, right? Right. So you couldn't use a normal stylus or a pen. Right. Like, I could take this pen mm-hmm. and use it on my 3DS. Right. You, you can't do that you can't do on that. your phone or, or on any of those. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So even with that being said, like, you know, touchscreens were still around. Like, we had, like, fucking phones that were, like, the Palm Pilot and sure. it had a little stylus. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wanted to use it. Of course not. So it really was the first piece of tech that, especially in the gaming, gaming wheelhouse, oh where you wanted to, you were willing to use a stylus mm-hmm. on a touch, a capacitive touchscreen. Right. Like, crazy. Because even then stuff. the Vita, the competitor yep. that came out a year later, that was a multi-touch, that was a multi-touch yeah. display yeah. that was way more advanced. Absolutely. But it's just showing that, like, Nintendo, like, if they implement their ideas software, if, yeah. they, if, they, if their software backs up their vision of the hardware, right. it does exceedingly well. Right. Right? I do. And, like, other than really, I would say, the Wii U. Sure. Where... I think it just fell flat. Software wasn't... There was some software that took advantage of that multi-touch. The gamepad and like, you know, I've talked about how it's your bag for Wind Waker, your map, and how amazing it is. It wasn't multi-touch though. Yeah, maybe I misspoke. It was yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a touch screen. I know what you... Multi-screen, yeah, yeah. Okay? Multi-screen, yep. Uh, you know, it, what, it was implemented well mm-hmm. a little bit. But they right. didn't full send. They were already working on the Switch and advancing Absolutely. the Wii U. And you could feel it. It was being the evolution to the Wii. And exactly. The, uh, the Wii U had to have an evolution. You, but you could even feel that they were going half-assed. Yeah, you know I what agree. I'm saying? Like It's like, they okay, some of the best. And now looking back, the best games we don't have that are on the Wii U, mm-hmm. it's two Zelda remakes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So do they, you know, as opposed to where we're at now... In the current gen and looking ahead, as you said yeah. last episode, yeah. every piece of software you could possibly really want on this system, Nintendo has done. Yeah. And they're still going. Mm-hmm. So, looking ahead, backwards compatibility, backwards compatibility I think that's got to be assumed. Mm-hmm. So, 
really, I just under this this belief to wrap up and, and bring a full circle is right. is I really think if they keep up what they have with the software, and it really is a small hardware upgrade. I'm mm. talking, it's a you know the reports are saying it's not even OLED. Okay. Right. So if it's just a slightly bigger, better resolution LCD, mm-hmm. and it's slightly just better, it's just a slightly better switch. Right. But the software, like we're talking about with Pokemon, like Zelda continuing in mm-hmm. their direction, they go whatever. Metroid Prime. Metroid 4. Prime Four. Okay. If they continue on the software path they've been on, right. I think the hardware is largely unnecessary. And you know what? I am with you on that. Really, I, I am with you on that to where I see where you're coming from, uh, but there comes a point where, truthfully, there has to be some kind of upgrade to stay in the game at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like n- exclusive Nintendo games are great sellers, and they absolutely will be. But when we start moving on to things like the PS5 and we're going to have games that are tailor-made to that kind of software, you can't, you can no longer bring the new FIFA to Switch. Cause, For sure. Because if you're building something on the PS5 or the Xbox One or yeah. even PC, yeah. a Wii U is going to be impossible to port to. Unless we're going to start getting more of those like... Remember those Game Boy releases? You're right. <laughs> like, yes, it's just going to be impossible. Yeah. So I'm with you to where I see what you're coming from, and I agree to a degree. But there has to be some sort of change to even be a console in the modern day. Yeah. There can't be... It can't run worse than the Xbox 360. It can't run like mm. just as okay as... Uh, a, a PS3. Yeah. You gotta get up. We you have to. Yeah. You know no. what I mean? Just for, sure. just for for games. Yeah. I and I'm with you. In fact, I would say even because I'm I'm largely really just talking about a look ahead, speculative five year standpoint. Where are we at? And yeah. Nintendo has very demonstrated this generation, especially mm-hmm. with the conversation of hardware. Right. There is many games. Right. To the point where I'd say most next gen games that are on PlayStation or PC slash Xbox right. Game Pass, they're not available or playable in any way mm. on Switch or they're playable with this new idea of a streaming game, right? Sure. Like the Kingdom Hearts series came yeah. to Switch, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not actually played the on the Switch. It's a cloud running. game, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't think there's success in that. I don't think yeah. the tech will ever advance to that kind of level Agree. to satisfy a yeah. actual... Like a, a serious gamer, I would say. Yeah. You know, not necessarily hardcore, but a serious gamer, okay? Yeah. Like, it's that, it's the techie stuff and, and fluidity and, and like graphic fidelity and how the game feels. I can't stand any kind of delay in my control stick. So, I don't know if cloud gaming will ever get there. No, I don't think so. But I do really think I'm staying my ground. Yeah. Just in a sense of Nintendo has exemplified this generation more than any time in the past especially with them about to pass ps2 sales mm-hmm. like i think it's gonna happen i think the switch will be the best-selling console of all time yeah within a year and i think uh it, they've exemplified that they didn't need any ounce of like the hardware needed to be enough to push what they want right but it doesn't need to be compared to Xbox and PlayStation and how they're going with right. their direction of fidelity, which right. no doubt right. that is a very traditional gaming Absolutely. experience. 
just to, and we can move on pretty soon, but just to kind of throw this idea at you real yeah. quick, is that we're not looking at the next, just the next five years, because let's look at the lifespan of the Switch, right? It's been around for, what, seven years? Yeah. Eight, eight years, coming up on eight, right? This year? I think it's going to be eight this year. Yeah. Uh, very soon. Very soon, yeah. The uh, capacity of that switch and everything that it was able to handle towards the beginning of that gaming existence and everything that we had going on, right? That is a completely different story than, let's say, us in seven years. Mm. If you're telling me that the Switch Pro is going to release, fuck it, next year, in seven years, if it hasn't had any kind of prioritize of of up upping the 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 tech or in some way making it better mm. we're looking at more than 5 years we're looking at the at least the lifespan of the switch we're looking at this is something we got to think about for a while and Nintendo needs to think about right. is that we are by the time the switch 2 theoretically the name the time the switch 2 is at the point that the switch is now, it would be so under, like 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 the the power of the the switch would be so under everything else that is available, it would not even seem viable. It'd seem like a joke, and I think Nintendo needs to prepare for that. It's it's this is a console mm. that is going to last for a lot longer than right now, or yeah. even the next couple years, or even the next five years. To be honest with you. Even in five years, you're pushing it. Mm. That's three generations behind, and more generations are coming. In seven years, the PS6 will be out. Yeah. And, you know what, and, actually, and, there's, and there's just nothing you can do about Get Nintendo needs to know, get it done now yeah. so you can rest later. For sure. Actually, I will uh, I will add on one point that I'm with you and Johnny both on. Yes. Um, in a different angle okay. which is going away from software mm-hmm. and i do legitimately feel like i agree with both of you guys on especially on the stance of just wide success and future success right in a sense of nintendo's got to get the shit unlocked which right. here's what they don't have on lock they do not have an online uh like like party play voice Absolutely. chat infrastructure yeah. unlock at all right. messaging dude we're still adding each other via friend codes we have stuff that's better now. Yeah. But, but it's so it's much later. It's, it's so, so they're like 10 years behind, it feels. Absolutely. Here's the big thing that I feel affected by mm-hmm. as a modern gamer mm-hmm. playing a Switch. Mm-hmm. And you probably feel this too. Probably. It is the lack of proper advancement in the hardware mm-hmm. Joy Con connectivity, mm-hmm. controller connectivity. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, oh, fuck. There's like one more. Oh. Bluetooth headsets, mm. okay? With both of those, I don't know if you've noticed this, this is definitely something I've noticed a lot. Playing a game like Smash or playing like A-player Smash or you have right. like a, a, a Joy-Con that's sure. Con- disconnected. Sure. The Switch has such limited Bluetooth connectivity and mm. it's only using that Bluetooth uh, like for the headset device and controllers. Right. So the more you connect to it, it has limits. You can right. only connect four wireless things to your console and 
they added the feature like three years later for Bluetooth headsets, right? Right. I've used my Bluetooth headset a lot on the Switch. There's two major things wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Number one, the audio quality is shit. Yeah, it's not good. It's shit. Yeah. It's nothing like the audio. You hook up a just a Bluetooth headset to your PS5, you don't have a drop in audio mm-hmm. quality. Even my Oculus, man. Even your Oculus. Yeah. No, the audio quality from a Switch, it sounds like they filter it through a toilet. It does. Before it gets to your it headphones. Does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a while. Second, by the way, it gets worse if you connect two wireless controllers. Mm. So with just one, your one pro controller connect to your Switch, the audio quality, I would say, significantly drops. Mm. The time it doesn't, it's when you're playing in handheld mode and you're not cooking up any other Bluetooth connection mm. besides your headset. Mm. It slightly drops. Yeah. It's still not perfect. Yeah. What the fuck? That's no, where I'm, I'm with you. I'm, you with, you. I'm I mean? with you. So, and then connecting the Joy-Cons, mm-hmm. like... All the things that we have had and the problems, I mean, like, with the success of the Switch, it's really easy to forget that we're still in the age where Joy-Cons fucking suck. I'm just going to say that. No, I'm Just in a way of, like, where we are at with tech-wise in the world, where we're at with, like, the beauty of holding that PlayStation 5 controller, Mm -hmm. what it feels like. The hardware feels so tight. And don't get me wrong. I love the Switch Pro controller, but I can hold the Switch Pro controller compared to the PS5 controller and feel a difference in quality on that controller. It has micro abrasions on the pack of X, circle, square, and triangles for a grip. Are you kidding me? That's such an attention to detail that is actually insane. On top of it, it has a touchpad on it. It like, you know, there's no issues. It even fucking plays sound Mm -hmm. from the game to your it, controller. It has colors. It has... Yeah, no. There's, you know what I mean? No, I'm with so you. So, I actually want to add on to your guys' side of mm-hmm. like... I do feel Nintendo needs a dramatic there improvement is a behind, yeah. on their their inner tech. But that's what I'm... I want to... I want to kind of put down... Put my topic... Or not my topic. What I just said mm. to, to that exact point. The idea of the friend codes, the tech, the connections, all these ideas were not that bad or different from what we were dealing with seven years ago. You're right. So You're where right. where is the Switch 2 have to be this year right. in order to not be what the Switch is now? Yeah. No. So that's what I'm saying. I think you're right. There is a necessity that has to be done, and I think that's what, what Johnny's saying, is if they can't do that, then mm. that's, a, that's a big massive fumble that is going to be essential to the sales of the Nintendo Switch I think you're right because they almost even for like me right yeah like it sounds like a little less you like you know sometimes Nintendo or sometimes like these companies they get a pass Mm -hmm. you ever heard of the Nintendo pass I I give it to yes Pokemon pass all the Mm -hmm. Zelda pass okay Mm -hmm. they get it Mm -hmm. and sometimes they really just get it for free okay because again two of the best games locked on the Wii U they are remade Zelda games. Right. They're amazing, but cool. I can definitely say out loud they're getting a pass there because totally. they're remakes. They're not even original, like designed for the console from the ground up. You right. know what I'm saying? No, I do. So we're not past that yet. And I actually, like, to really wrap this up, I, I'm so with you guys. And I think that all the technical side of things that we just talked about with like Bluetooth and with like these party systems, whatever. It's beyond gaming in a sense of, you know, gaming is like an additive to what you already got going on. And in the world that we got going on, you know, with laptops we got, and not everyone has the latest, greatest tech. In fact, most people don't. Sure. But 
I think it, in five years, if we are in the same place, right. I actually am kind of like now really thinking definitively it would be unacceptable. Exactly. It would be embarrassing. It would be embarrassing. It wouldn't work. It would, yeah, I'm completely with you. You know what I don't think is embarrassing or bad? The response that Johnny had. What a great Thank way you, to get us talking. Yes. And actually, like, like seriously, that's probably one of the best, like... like Conversation starting questions. Yeah. Yeah, that we've ever had written in the but, show. Yeah, but also just even his response, too. Yeah. Like, 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 you guys don't have to agree with us at all. Ever. If anything, we love it. If someone came in and said what 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 they're feeling, what they think, yeah, uh, not that people don't do that, but for sure, uh, I know uh, Johnny when he talked to you off cast, he kind of apologized. Never feel sorry for that. I do completely that agree. As much as you possibly feel, if you if we even say something, write us in. Yeah, say what the fuck are you talking? Yeah, about? what the fuck are you talking about? I think I don't know if you all heard me when I was talking about it in the plugged in. Let me reiterate: questions, comments, corrections, yep, and discussions. And easy. Really, a, a part of that is disagreements. Mm-hmm. Because to be honest, I think the world would be a really boring place, Josh, yeah. if we all just agreed with each of other. Of course. Right? We are interesting. Even you and I, we have so many things that we're similar in, yeah. but we are different. Absolutely. And we feel differently about things. And that's what makes our conversations interesting. Completely you know? agree. So th- I, I'm so with you, Josh. Thank you, Johnny. Like, uh, Thank you, Johnny. Please c- keep sending writings yeah. like these. And I hope uh, everyone. Uh, Really just takes that into account too if they're Seriously. filling out the Spotify key. Yeah. Like uh, we want to know really what you guys think, you guys not what you think we want to we hear. We want to hear because we will talk about all of it. We will. And we will never shame anyone for an opinion you have. So just no, beautiful. throw it all direction. All direction, baby. Yeah. Joshi, our uh, kind of like last like upbeat section here yes. to really wrap the show before uh, yes. we get into our, our epilogue here. Yes. We have our class trial. Yes, we and, do. Yeah, this has been going very sporadic over yeah, the last like few weeks, right? It does, because it definitely has. we had like the special episode for the sixth month, and we had like that crazy trivia we both did, which um, I, that was so much fun, and we got good feedback on that. that. Was fun. We're definitely doing that again. We got to. Yeah, yeah. I feel that was like a fun uh, one. yeah. Whenever it calls for it, we definitely. Next time, you got to put in some fun music. Or something You're like so this. right. Do, I actually do, do. Uh, it have, or I'm kind of ahead of you because I, I've started to look more at Brad's files, and there's one song that is this close to yeah. being the vibe I want for trivia mm-hmm. music, but it needs to be, it needs one added thing, and it needs to be longer. Text. So I'm gonna work with Brad, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm I'm working on it right now. And you're right, the trivia needs music. It's gotta have some music. It does, like okay. some some like upbeat kind of like you know like the da, 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 that da, one time da, when da, you did the thwomp sounds, yeah, and your Paper Mario, right? That has music during Ooh. it that fits so well. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of the vibe I'm going for. So. Okay. Joshy, let's dive into our class trials. Yes, yes. Let's get some trivia. So, I asked you to grab yes, some trivia. Yes, I did week. some Pokemon trivia. Hell and yeah. Um, some pretty. I just found a, an article that I thought these were really fun. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. But they're uh, with the anime, and they're with games, and then uh, they're uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah, hear yeah. it. Let's dive into it, baby. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get it started. Wait, Joshy says, "I'm so I'm ready." So ready. Alright, you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Alrighty, first question. How many um, evolutions does Eevee have? Ooh, let me think. So we got the first three. Mm-hmm. We got another two in Gen 5. Mm-hmm. We got another two in Gen 4. Mm-hmm. Seven. We got, so we got, I'm going to say eight. 
That is correct. Hey, eight is the let's number. Let's go, baby. Alrighty. Um, this one's from the anime, so uh, but from OG. I didn't go anything modern that you haven't seen. Uh, which Pokemon is Misty's main Pokemon? OG, first season. Starmie. I'm gonna give it to you, but it's technically Star you. It's technically yeah, Star you. Because remember, Star Me is like uh, it's the evolution. Right. And I don't think she gets it ever. I don't think he ever evolves. Really? Yeah, I don't. Why think so. do I have this like? Cause I, in my mind, yes. she had a Star You, but early in the anime, it evolved yeah. to Star Me. It fought a Star Me that was on uh, like this other girl had a Star Me, and it then, was the chick from her own gym. Yeah, you're right. And you're so, and right. so, yeah. So the Star You fought the Star Me, and eventually, I think it beat it. Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, I, I thought the same thing when I I'm saw gonna, it. I'm gonna give it an L because really? I do consider myself a Pokemon okay. fan, okay. and I have seen that OG anime as a kid, okay. and I rewatched. Yes, it, I should know that. That's okay. So thank you. That's okay. The beautiful. That's all right. All right. Uh, also, can I just say though? Yes. I am not really like a. I guess as a kid and even like as an adult, like I don't know the design of Starmie, Star You. It was cool. Yeah. But it was like whatever. Yeah. Uh, I really loved how they portrayed Raichu and Starmie mm. in that Pokemon. The anime, anime. Mm -hmm. Raichu especially. They made yes. Raichu. Like so scary, crazy. Dude. Did you have you ever heard of this small tidbit real yes, quick? Have yes. you heard of the lore behind Raichu? Like and with how uh, it was gonna have was a, gonna third have a third evolution? Yeah, it was uh 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 Do you, you know it? the name? I do. You say it. Gorochu. Gorochu, yeah. 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 It, so they were gonna implement it into the anime. Yeah. And then as I got the idea, they for, they were developing the game. Mm. So they were gonna implement it in the game first mm. and then put in the anime yeah however and they were they were going with the vibe of pikachu's cute and fluffy right right right. and so it's get raichu is more serious yeah gorochu is going to be like He's macho like a, a demon strong, yeah. a demon yeah yeah, yeah. kind of like a, a a lesser magikarp gyarados yes guy. yes 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 but because of the limitations they ran into with the pokemon they wanted yeah. the ideas and and then the hardware right they literally couldn't fit it in the decks and the design That's so, so they cut crazy. it they just cut and it. then they never put it in ever and then they introduced pichu <laughs> and so then they that was a three evolution line that's the max we got uh alrighty here's a fun one from the anime okay, okay. uh how old is ash at the beginning of his adventure Ooh, 13 give you one more guess 12 Wrong. What is it? He was 10. He was 10. You remember that? No, I don't. He was because he, he, he finally was so turned young. 10. I know, 10 years old. Oh <laughs> yeah, he just turned 10. He just and turned 10, 10 is like the. That's when uh, the you go on your uh, Pokemon adventure. Could you yeah. imagine going in your years old Pokemon, leaving your parents' house at 10? Yeah, that's too much. Uh, pretty wow. funny though, right? No. It's <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Alrighty. Um, I love like the ambition of Japan sometimes. Like it's like, hey, oh, kids, go out in the world. Yeah, dude. What? Well, because that's heck? that's kind of a thing in uh, Japan. From what I've learned, is that it's like kids just go out because there's a lot of forests. You just go out in the forest and you try to find uh, beetles. Beetles are huge. That's the whole idea of Animal Crossing. Is you like catch like stags. Yeah, yes. cicadas and stags and all those ideas. Um, it's funny though, cause like even in One Piece, there's like references, cause like any like guy in the in the show, not even just uh, not a guy, but like the the more like younger at heart characters, so like Chopper, Usopp, and, oh, and yeah. Luffy. Usopp and Luffy are like the same age at the beginning. They're 17. They like are obsessed with beetles. Like if you find a beetle, it's like so cool. Like on uh, on Jaya. Uh, Luffy finds a, a a stag beetle and he's like, look at this beetle! And Chopper's like, 
Oh my gosh, that's so cool. What do you think's cooler, that beetle or the one piece? And he goes, oh, that's too hard to choose. <laughs> the one piece, the ultimate treasure. Or just what a beetle. Mean, bro. It's so funny. All righty. Uh, this one's kind of tough. I also love, by the way, yes. that you pulled anime questions because yeah. that's definitely where I'm much less familiar with. Yeah, you think Especially so? Especially because I only really have seen the first series. I knew you watched the first series, though. Hey, yeah. my man. All right, you ready? It's been a long time, so it was perfect. Yes, it is perfect. I'm ready. All right, this one's kind of tough. How many types of Pokemon are there? Ooh, okay. For some reason, like... 16 is kind of coming to my mind, but let's run through. So we got like electric, grass, water, fire, mm -hmm. ground, rock, dark, steel, fairy. We have bug, mm -hmm. psychic, ghost. Mm, I think you already said ghost. Mm -hmm. Oh, you said dark, yeah. Um, poison. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely missing something. Flying, mm -hmm. fighting. Yep. Normal. Mm-hmm. It's 16. What am I missing? It's 18. It's 18. You missed ice. You didn't say ice. Ice! And then I'm trying to remember all the ones you said, but... I, what, what, what's your hunch? I'm trying to think. I said rock. I said ground. You said steel. steel. You said fighting. And dark fighting. and fairy. So the new types are out. You said fire? I said fire, grass, water. Electric. And electric. I not said fire. Dude, did I not say, I, I swear. You said electric first. And then I thought I said water, fire, grass. And then you said water, grass, and then you said ground, rock. I think you skipped fire. No! <laughs> Aren't you a Charizard fan, dude? Oh what my god, fuck? I'm fake. So there's 18. No, I didn't. Yeah. Know what I missed? That's which one? Dragon. No, you said dragon. No. Yes, you did. No! You said fairy, and then you said dragon. And I saw the connection that you made in your brain because you said fairy, then you said dragon. No, it was fire. Maybe right. It was fire. Right. We could go back and yeah, we definitely we'll find could. out. Yeah. We'll find out. I'm not gonna, but you know, if yes. you want, if y'all listen in and yeah, yes. you're like, oh Sam, you dumbass, you missed this. Let me know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. Beautiful. Uh, some of these are just fun, so I'm gonna hit you with some fun ones. Who it. voiced Pikachu in Detective Pikachu? Ooh, that was uh that uh shit. I haven't seen it, but it was Matt. Matt Damon, bro. It was Matt, uh, uh, no. What the fuck? Ryan Reynolds. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, like, what? Go. I can see his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, alrighty. Who, this is a little bit of, a little bit Ooh, of yeah. out of the game. Uh, so a little bit of real life, but I think you know this. Who was the first Pokemon ever designed? Shit. I think this was a question I asked you. You did at one point. On the Pokemon episode. Uh -huh. And I got it right. First Pokemon ever designed. Mm -hmm. I'll and give I you, have a hint. I'll give you any hint. A series of four. All right. Oh, start with one. Okay. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you four as a select, and you can choose. Okay. Ready. Ready. Bulbasaur, Mew, Rhydon, or Arceus. It was Rhydon. That's right. Yes. Sir. You know why I did those four? Why? Because Mew is genetically the first Pokemon. Bulbasaur is the, the first in the one. number one. Rhydon was the first designed, and Arceus was uh, the, the, original the original Pokemon who created. Anyway, uh, damn, bro, you're putting funny, so much right? thought into you this. Like I that one. Love it. All right, that's crazy. It was Rhydon. Yeah, right. Especially with knowing that uh, it's crazy, wasn't huh? it? Uh, was it Miyamoto? No, Miyamoto no, was like no. the inspiration for Zelda from yeah. going out in the woods. I don't remember the original guy, but it's not anyone really big. I think it's Matsuda. 
But Suda, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I believe so. Alrighty. What is Mudkip's final evolution? Swamper. Swamper, you got you the one got easy. got it, baby. Alrighty. Uh, what type of Pokemon is Wobbuffet? Wobbuffet is psychic type. That's correct. Yes, sir. Oh boy. Hey, 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 we're looking good. I'm coming yeah, back. Yeah, you are. You are. How does Pikachu evolve into Raichu? Thunderstone. That's right. Boom. All right. Um, hmm. This is this one's super interesting. We'll oh. see. We'll see what you can get. Uh, but it's a little bit more simple than you might think. Okay. 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 So just. Oh, I think too yeah. hard. Pokemon is the second best-selling video game franchise behind what? Oh. Not a video game, a franchise overall. So just go with your gut. I'm gonna go with Tetris. Tetris? Yeah. Think? Or Mario Kart. Well, it's Mario, so it's a franchise. Mario Kart would be a part of that franchise. So it'd be Mario. Yeah, that's right. So okay. I don't, to, I don't know what to give you. You can have a part of point if you want. I'm gonna be impartial. So okay. I, yeah, perfect. I'm gonna do uh, no point. Okay, but, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of surprised. Maybe I mean, I'm it, not. it makes so, so much sense to me. Mario Party, Mario oh, Kart, yeah, yeah. fucking uh, all those, the original Mario, yeah, new Super Mario, games, all the sports games. It's so old. Yeah. 64, okay. Sunshine, Odyssey, Mario Wonder now. Wonder, Mario Kart in and of itself Kart being of one itself. of the craziest selling yeah. Switch games ever. Yeah. Okay, you're right. It's the number one, no, yeah. question. no question. Last one, you ready? Yeah. All right. What town does Ash start his journey in? Palatine. That's right, baby. Hey. You're pretty good. Hey. You're pretty good. Not bad. Uh, of what I like, really calculated with one being impartial. Oh, I have a fun one. Let's do it. I, I was going to kind of skip it, but I bonus? you, you want to do a bonus? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm so down. What was the first Pokemon Ash ever caught in the anime? It was... I think it was Caterpie. You're correct. Hey. That's right. That's yes, so sir. Right. That gives me eight, baby. Woo! Miss three. Joshi, I have uh, two bonus for you. For me? For you. What? For no other reason other than uh, I was uh, just prepping the episode and I I don't even remember how. You just thought it would be fun? There's just something that came up about Pokemon and I said, I, I'm going to just put this in here for you. So it's just two questions, okay? The first question is which two starter Pokemon mm. have dual typing in their first stage of evolution? Starters? Starters only. And... There is only two. There's two. I didn't even know. One. Oh, you know. Do I? Uh huh. I do. Because I'll, I'll give you a. I can give you a generational hint if you give want. Give me a generational. Hint. Okay, your first hint is Gen One. Your second hint is Arceus. Oh, wait. Hmm? Is it Rowlet? Rowlet's one. Yeah, flying in grass. Yep. I somehow completely missed that. That was a. Uh, that was a dual type until I had a, I thought it came in in a second one. Uh, and you said Gen 1? Gen 1. Mm. Is it Bulbasaur? It's Bulbasaur. Yeah, dude. It's Let's Poison go. Grass. Poison Grass? Yes, sir. Wow. In right. Gen 1, they had a Poison Grass? Right. Damn, I on it. I thought uh, Ivysaur was the- That's what I thought. Wow. Yeah, I actually forgot This is news that. to me, yeah. honestly. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Good Let's shit, go. bro. Let's well, go. then I have one Final bonus question Let's to go. wrap up our class trial. Which two generations mm. of Pokemon do all three starters retain their monotyping throughout every evolution? 
Mm. So it's a uh, gold and silver. Gold and silver is one of them. Oh yeah, there's two. Absolutely, there's um, two generations. Yes, monotyping. Let's see. We're going mainline, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I'm gonna go with. Uh... No, no. Fuck. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go crazy. Gen eight. You're correct. Yeah, that's right. My friend. So Rillaboom is just grass type. Yes. Wow. In fact, Rillaboom. I thought he was. And. Uh, uh, Score bunny and uh, and uh, in in oh the the water one yeah gun. his name's uh, the gecko he's my he was my starter what am I doing uh insect no I do not remember wait hold up I'm a because I chose score bunny I chose but uh, I chose uh I named him Bobble because his name's oh, Sobble. Sobble. Yeah, yeah, Sobble, and then Intellion. Intellion. Was, yeah. Oh, dope-ass name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so those are the That's crazy. only two gens. They're monotyped the whole way. Wow. In fact, even further, is all three I knew of Intellion those get was. a Gigantamax. Yeah. And Gigantamax can have a new type, but oh, they wow. don't. That's They're so all crazy. monotype. Wow, I literally ran through all the generations. You want to hear my head? thought process? Yeah, I was like, right off the gate, I was like, gold and silver. I know that because... They, well, I was thinking uh, Typhlosion yep. and his uh, new type, and I was like, he didn't have a type before that. Neither did uh, the crocodile. I forget yep, the alligator. For alligator. Yep. And then uh, neither did Chikorita or whatever. Yeah. The final one uh, into and then obviously it couldn't be the first generation. Third generation, obviously the start of firefighting. So obviously that's not the case. Right. Continues with Gen Four, so yep. you can eliminate Gen Four, Five, Four, Three, Four, and Five. Right. Absolutely. And then six. I had um, uh, I had uh, fighting grass, which was chestnut. Yep. So obviously that's not the Can't case. Work. Gen seven, I know for a fact, uh, Incineroar was dark. Um, uh, yeah, you got it. Dark fire. Yep. <laughs> We're forgetting fire. What's <laughs> going on? Uh, and then um, uh, Gen eight is the only one because just played gen 9 and they and absolutely don't so no they absolutely and i was don't. honestly i was like that's the only one that works so it's there, i had to baby. run through my knowledge Good man shit, I had to baby. run through it. that was a bro. great question you liked bro. i like those oh, yes. those are awesome i yeah, learned dude. something i feel like both times yeah yeah i, I actually uh, i i think now that i remember i just looked at a list of the starters and i was like looking down and i'm like who who could they have yeah without knowing what you said about right. Your speculation, which I think is spot on. Right. But I was like, man, they could have for all. Wait. He's got. Yeah. They're all three mono. You know, I'm like yeah, looking through yeah. it and I just built it for you. So. I love it, man. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, man. We're a uh, awesome. big Pokemon fans. That's around. right, baby. So, Josh, right. with that being uh, said, my guy, let's wrap up. Let's wrap it, man. You down? Absolutely. Uh, as you know, as tradition dictates for yes. our show, yes. we're going to end with a quote. Shonen sentiment, That's if right. you will, but That's it is uh, it's well beyond being uh, honestly just directly from a shonen or an sure. anime or anything. Yes. It could be anything, okay? Could be, could be. So, the quote I have here for you, uh, let's see if you can pick up what I'm putting down, let's okay? See, let's see, let's see. Uh, it's pretty lengthy, so bear with me. I'm ready. Okay? The game is fun. The game is a battle. If it's not fun, why bother? Ah! <laughs> if it's not a battle, where's the fun? It's a test that you pass, or a quest that you fail. A race against time. Fun and battle always locked together. 
But the game is also something else. It's a journey, a passport to new worlds, maybe even an odyssey. A look, a feel, an exploration. Close your focus and open your mind. Yes, the journey requires the right ticket. And that ticket is Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I fucking love dude, this guy, bro. So this is such an amazing dope, fucking it's speech. An amazing speech. I'll I say it again. Uh, we're time. not even done. <clears throat> I know, because you you quote that if it's not fun, why bother? But it's this is the whole fun. speech behind it, okay? Yes, and yes. I want to see if you can uh, tell me where he said this, which I think you can. But the I'll restate this last sentence, and uh, it, there's a couple sentences left. Yes. The journey requires the right ticket, and that ticket is the Nintendo Switch. But in the end, it's just not where, it's not just where you can take your game, it's where your game can take you. Reggie Feasible. Such a good quote. What this was at E3, mm. do you like know what year? 2017? It was, it yeah. was 2017. Yeah. Uh, and pretty fun. much, Reggie going out with a bang. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, oh, I miss him. What a dope quote. Seriously, an amazing quote. Amazing. That is so well said, too, and I love the way he delivers it. If it's not fun, why bother? Why bother? Yeah. How he talks, He's everything so good. about miss him. It. Talking about like somebody who represents, like I don't know, gaming and that brand. And the fun part of Nintendo. Spectacular. And I wanted to say, too, I actually specifically looked up. I was trying to look for the if it's not fun, why bother quote. Yeah. But I had no idea this whole, you know, maybe I listened to it and just forgot. Yeah. But I, the whole speech behind it, I'm like, I have to put this entire thing It's so in. good. So. I just remember the, if, if it's not fun, why bother? Yeah. That just sticks with me because it's like, it's like the game, if it's fun, that's what kind of matters here. Yes. If you're not having fun, why even bother? Why even waste your fucking time? And that's the day that I quit trying to play the Souls games. <laughs> games suck. It's true. You've been a yeah. change man I am. ever since. Joshy, that wraps up. Woo! My friends, this episode of The Flash Brothers, episode 28. My friend, how do you feel? I feel amazing, man. Okay. I feel really good. Yeah. I okay. think so. What about you? I feel amazing. I feel like I want to hit Chipotle right now. Dude, I'm actually hungry. You're still down? I am down. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Or we I'm hit, so down. Is there another food vibe that is kind of hitting you? Whatever you want. I, I, I honestly really feel Chipotle, like since I brought it up, yeah. I, I'm good with going with my gut on some things For like sure. you are with like games and anime. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like... If if something sparks my, uh, I'm kind of picky when I eat. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm very right. like I'll eat depending on my mood <clears throat> and what sounds really good in that moment. That's and I don't like to eat the same thing every day. Well, if it's not tasty, why bother? Why bother? You know what I'm saying? Simple. So the fact that I still in, you want it now. When you, I went back to food, yeah, you'll just want it. now. Yeah. Oh, Chipotle, it's still yeah, there. Right. That means we gotta go. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Okay. 100 with you. So let's wrap this up. Wrap Thank it, you wrap so it, wrap much it. for hanging with us, my friends, Thank and you guys. Uh, showing all your love and support. Seriously. We really, really appreciate you guys sticking around. Yeah, it's so much fun. <clears throat> we hope that this episode was the highlight of your day we, this week. We friends. pray that it was. We pray. We pray. Uh, and I think this episode is literally coming out the first of March. Woo! So that is hype, and uh, that's exciting. Go oh, and next month. Yeah, and also check out the, the pregame because it'll be released for the first time on a leap year. Absolutely. Probably for the first time in a... It might be ever. Ever. It, might it could be, be ever. ever. 
Or we could just make it a point one, one year. But or every it, four years. No, yes. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. honestly, I think we will. But what's really dope is that it, it fell into place naturally. Did. We it didn't did. have to do anything else. So. Yeah. So Grateful if, you guys, if you guys want to check that out, it'll be coming out. Yeah. Oh, it'll already be out by the time you're hearing this. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So go check it out. Get yeah, guys, check that out. Dropped yesterday. Don't forget to send your listener submissions for next week's episode. Please. Or just answer that Spotify Q&A. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last plug. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Flash Bros Podcast. Or send us an email, Flash Bros Podcast at gmail.com dot com. you yeah. fucking got it baby yeah. thank you so much for joining me today Joshy thank you guys that flash dap Whoa, flash dap. Dap. dap got you uh, brother we learned uh, a lot today huh? yeah we sure did, we did bro it's been a very very uh, honestly I feel really exhilarated yeah, probably absolutely. more energy than I felt at the end of an episode especially this season dude yeah what what just happened I yeah. feel like we got hit with I anything. think we just didn't I, I, I don't think we I did. took your advice yeah. I didn't write down things to talk about I agree we just let the talking happen I'm with it if you're thinking too hard why bother? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're too tired, why bother? <laughs> That's what I'm saying, That's Joshy. I fucking love you. Thank you for joining me this week. I love as you, As always, and diving into Pokemon with me. Of course. With Thank else. you, everybody else. And uh, make sure to check us out. Uh, check out the, 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 the pregame, because they're always so much fun. I, I want to push those, because they are so much fun. So much and fun. And so much fun to listen to. We'll see you again next week, yeah? Absolutely. Be there again. <laughs>